day two in Rosamito, Mexico at High Fest. As you can see, I got this very nice background at my back. It's actually a bar. This is Neo Bar, kind of, you know, and I'll have the guests here uh, all day, our speakers. We just literally uh, started uh, the conference day. And uh, yeah, there's still some stuff going on in the background. You know, it's like behind the scenes kind of live stream, so I can give you information firsthand. Basically, yes, basically conference is ongoing. Uh, Crimson Cloud is here somewhere as well. Uh, I'm gonna try to find her pretty soon. Um, yeah, like, uh, of course, comments. If you got questions, I'll have speakers here pretty soon because the uh, conference just started, so I'm still waiting until they will arrive one by one. Um, also, what I can show you at this moment. Uh, ah, we probably show you this this yesterday, right? The Hive magazine. Yeah, it's quite cool. The Hive style oh, magazine, right? Here we got our oh, Hive Fest. Yeah, crimson clad on the top thing. Ah, I got this nice hive chair here as well for our for our speakers. Yeah, I'm gonna move this microphone here actually. Sombreros, you know, Rosarito Beach Hotel and Spa. <laughs> hive hive spa around here. And yeah, as I said, I just uh, joined the Discord. I got my phone and laptop there. I will check out your comments so just you know left them there if you got questions uh, to me to the speakers as well and yeah just uh, stay with me and we will probably going back soon like probably within like three minutes I just need to check out what's going on here as well Krim uh, is here actually Good morning, buenos dias. <laughs> yeah, so uh, we can interview ourselves, maybe. You know, <laughs> uh, you don't want to sit on the throne. Well, I thought this was our our uh, guest. Yeah, of our course. Yeah, but you, you can utilize it now. <laughs> no. So how uh, how was your night last night? Good. <laughs> Chill. Like nothing drastic. No, no, no. There no, was not, a, nothing like that. No. We did horseshoes on the beach last ah, night, yeah. yes. which was an absolute gong show. Yes. Were, were you down there for the horseshoes? I just been there by like a spectator. <laughs> Come on in. Come on in. Come on, Come on in. in. We're getting look uh, who's, who, the man look of who the we hour. Got. Come on into our hive throne. <laughs> yes. It'd be great if you guys like switch places because she's got the fairer voice and you've got the. Uh huh. Excitable voice. Ah, so that's the issue. Okay, okay, no okay, problem. So I'm, I'm no problem. Already, I'm already. No problem. We are it's, we are live actually. It's my so set now. It's you my can set say, now. You can say hi. Hello, everybody. Yeah. Hello. For those uh, who don't know, yeah, this is Matt Starkers, the one of the organizers of the High Fest. Yes. Hey, How's now. it going? Good. Good. Yeah, I'm really happy that we. I mean, we're kind of setting up on the fly, and it's yes. been a little bit stressful this morning, but still ongoing. I, I don't think many people notice, so it's good. Yeah. <laughs> but it's yeah, but it's good. How was your how was your last night? 
It was great, yeah, yeah. We, we did some makeshift horseshoe throwing on the beach. We became excellent at searching for horseshoes in the sand, didn't yeah. you, me? Yeah, the first round, I think we lost all four horseshoes, literally in the first round, and it took us about 10 minutes before we could even continue because we found, we couldn't find all the horseshoes in the sand. But there is a definite um, <laughs> tradition on High Fest of throwing metal objects yeah. in, in teams. Yes, and we've discussed this before, where the best thing you can do is get all of the witnesses together and then have them pitch dangerous metal objects at each other while intoxicated. I mean, what could possibly go wrong? Absolutely nothing. <laughs> nothing. Well, it's the airing of the grievances. The only thing that went wrong is I think we lost a horseshoe. <laughs> oh, did we? Like, a, like actually lost a whole one? We, yeah, oh. yeah. We started off with enough for everyone, and then it was like we had four, but we we made sure we kept those four safe. Also, sacrifice to the to the gods. To the horseshoe gods. Yes, exactly. For the for the better of this entire program. <laughs> because it's Noah's stream, and he always wanders in and out. It's it's we, amazing. We think he's. I think he's doing steps. He's, he go, he you got to get go, him in. And he's going round like oh, this. You could come back here. You're behind the bar. If I look a little deer in the headlights, it's because we're indoors today and we have this really professional lighting setup. But from my perspective, it's just, it's absolutely blinding. So if you're wondering why I'm looking a little, a little uh, bright and perky, it's because, yeah, we've got an actual professional stage today, yes, yes. which is a bonus because it means that while you guys are watching and asking questions and we're interviewing people, we won't have things blowing down and falling on us. So ah, yes. this it's the beauty of nature. Did, you guys did a really good job yesterday, that. Did we? It was like you were doing dynamic interviews and <laughs> also the set was dynamic. Yes. Well, quite, I, I actually watched the live stream last night. I, lo I watched it back. I was like, I've got to go to bed. You're an insane person. I am a little bit insane, but I, once, once you start watching that live stream, honestly, I've, I've never, I'm just like, these are my people. They're streaming, they're talking their passions. These are my weirdos. And they're just, yeah, my weird. And you were like, you, you, were, you were humans, humaning all the time. But what did you say yesterday? If you build a human blockchain, yeah. human technology, humans are going to human all over We're it. They're going to human all over it. I yeah. love it. I love it's, it. it's unfortunate. So you guys were human all over, humaning all over that stream yesterday, <laughs> and it was fantastic to watch. And I sort of was like, I'll, I'll just watch five minutes. And I just couldn't put it down. Well, that's I'd like couldn't to. Hear, I like to hear it. Well, hopefully, it's really nice. hopefully you guys are entertained today. You know, we have to. We're kind of being mindful because we've got this beautiful shared space. We're here in the Rosarito Hotel. It's stunning. How old is this building? It's 99 years old right now. It's unbelievable. Of course, you guys are seeing me looking around. You can't see anything. I wonder if the, if the camera can pan up somehow well, at some point. I don't know, point. If, they can I don't know see. if it's possible. But, but yeah, you've got incredible. gorgeous art behind us. Everything is this fantastic tile. It's a beautiful building, and so beside us is where the main stage is. So if we're kind of we're trying to get our bearing, it's because we've actually got presentations going on right now. I think it's Arcage on the main stream right now. Um, oh, yeah, see, it looks beautiful. Oh, oh there he is. Yeah, only a slight <laughs> delay. <laughs> Live streaming is so weird. It's oh, like perfect. There. See, delay. he's got the fantastic, oh, yes. he's doing the pan of the we've artwork the pan, and everything. So hopefully you guys will see that on the stream. But uh, yeah, so as today goes on, we're going to do the same thing as we did yesterday, which was we're going to grab the speakers from, from the main stage. I just realized as I'm hand talking, I'm just covering your face entirely. It's fine. It's fine. Um, it's what I live yes. for. <laughs> just, just, we'll fix it in post. Um, but yeah, so we have the main, uh, main stage speakers over here. We're going to do the same thing. We're going to grab them, bring them in. We'll do some chitty chatting with them. You guys have questions and comments after their presentations, then we'll, we'll ask them what you're looking for. We're getting... I, I, I just want to say again, you know, like you guys yesterday, you absolutely smashed it. <laughs> it was so good. I, I mean, it's difficult to, to relate because you probably haven't watched it back yet, but I watched that stream back yesterday and I loved it so much. I will so never do much. that. This is a thing that I, uh, since well, I started I'll streaming on Hive, for you. no, I will never, like, when I do something, I never watch it again. 
atrocious. I don't want to see. I don't want to know. To see myself. Do you watch your own streams? No. Yeah, exactly. No, no, no. <laughs> I just watch, even if I do vlogs or videos, I just edit it, watch yes. it once, everything fine, and that's it. Yep. Never again. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> it, it's, it sounds weird. Like, you don't really watch no. your own stuff. Like, no. but uh, maybe, I don't know. I don't know. It's, it's just weird, right? It's you like know, living it's outside like, of yeah. your own body. So, you guys, I'm sorry, you get stuck with it. You got to watch it. Yeah, you, you, you got to watch us, unfortunately. <laughs> <laughs> or fortunately. So, since you're here, um, do you know the schedule and do you know when I'm supposed to go on stage? <laughs> help. That is help, way, organizer, that's help. way too much information. <laughs> help me. <laughs> Luckily, we built a web app, and yes. Neo has it. Yes. He's actually on stage right now. He's on stage right now. Twice. Was Neo talks web three and Archange came that now it's Archange talks web three and <laughs> he like literally like we just make this like a little like the you know. Um, kind of situation like you know comedy kind of thing i was like oh like he's kicking me out yeah you can see that on the live stream actually okay let's check the <laughs> yeah so we're just we're gonna go Cut that one. where am i at so we got crimson is next oh i'm so i'm literally next you are right on all right well that's cool because i'm literally well, that, gonna have to decide what i'm gonna that, talk about right that, here that means i'm in the wrong place at the wrong time doesn't it mm. Absolutely. So, yeah, do, do you have any thoughts on what I should be talking about on stage in five minutes? Well, I think you've been doing a fantastic job all over the world of promoting <laughs> Hive, and it's starting to show. Is and it? I, I think, think so. you've got some, I'm sure you've got some very interesting stories to tell about it. Probably, probably not. Probably high haven't fest thought material. of them just yet, yeah. but you've got a few minutes. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Well, no, and so yesterday we were lucky to have the blockchain panel. So, for those of you that are watching yesterday, we. It was sort of started off to be a tech panel, but we touched on it a bit um, and some of the topics that came up there about what we what we're most excited for going forward or how we view the, the chain. A lot of that will tie into talking about what we're doing around the world. So, I mean, that's probably going to be a lead in. Give us a preview. Have you enjoyed it? Has it been good? Has it been of stressful? What? Oh. Uh, well, I'll tell you what, you know what, I can empathize it a little bit, I think, because I think I don't know whether I enjoy this or hate it or love it. I just know it's happening and there's so much going on. Yes. And then it's once kind it's of over. everyone's a little bit in over their heads. And then once it's over, you look back and think, cool. Yes, you're so proud of yourself when it's done. Right. But yeah, in the in the um, heat of the moment, and I, I'm sure you know many of you guys have seen, or maybe not, we were just getting some of the video content from Breathe and, and some of the most recent events that we did in the US. And uh, you know, we get up on stage, we do our best, Breathe. Uh, Breathe was the same boat as you. Beautifully organized event, but you know, also had some hiccups. And when I was up on stage, um, no presentation. So that meant we just we flew. We flew with it. Oh no, you got. We did flew you get, too did close you manage to, the to get the photo of like where it said and equipment overheating? And apparently my screen overheated. <laughs> I was too hot. Oh, too hot for live. I can't wait for you to find that and I, just pull it out. I'm I sure someone like Noah Miller will find it. <laughs> I won't watch it, but so the long and the short of it is, yeah, um, it, it is at the time you are just, you're solving problems as you are doing and that's live, that's live events. That's when it's live. What do they call it? Just in time manufacturing? Yes. I call it just in time eventing. We're literally three, three minutes ahead of the event. <laughs> Accurate. Accurate. And so they've been wonderful, but yes, it is, we're, we're dealing with um, a lot of moving parts and in the cases of obviously this and some of the events that we're doing from a marketing perspective, you have, you know, Hivers from all over the world who are joining you. You have things that pop up at the last minute. 
And so I'm sure for a lot of people involved, um, this is a great time to shout everybody out that has come along with one of these events or who has helped out with everything that, uh, thank you, seriously. And if you guys are watching on the live stream um, and you know, I'll be mentioning this when I get up on stage, if you've ever thought about, you know, kind of getting in on helping spread the word about Hive. It may be as simple as helping us discover where are there local events that we can go to. Not just crypto events, but entrepreneurial events, um, disruptive tech events, trading card games, things like that. Events that are focused around stuff that we're doing on Hive, things that people are building. If you see an opportunity that's local to you or you know that isn't on the radar of some of the organizers, let us know. There's that's lots of cool. ways. There's lots yeah. of ways to participate. And one of the biggest things is we're trying to go to places where we have Hivers already, where we can get people who are closer geographically to come participate. It doesn't always make sense to bring the same people and fly them all around the world when we have a global community of really passionate you know, Hive brand ambassadors. So. Well, I also feel like you're getting pretty slick, slick at this now. I feel like you've done a few I, of them, and it's starting to become a well-oiled machine. Yes. Last time we were at your event in uh, in Las Vegas, it was like you we were sort of standing there at the tables, all, all the devs and the, the the apps were standing around, and Krimi was just bringing people in, and it's starting to become like, oh, Krimi, oh, Krimi's there, oh, there's someone with Krimi, oh, yeah. it's someone I need to talk to. Yeah. And you don't, you just, it means that we can really focus on talking about what we're doing, and you're out there doing the outreach, bringing people in. And yes. It's a really nice system you get going there. And, well, yeah. and you do, um, once you kind of panic and put everything together, you can't see behind us, but we've got some of, we've actually... <laughs> we've Matt got the panic brought, room behind us. We did. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I hear some applause, so I may have to duck out here pretty soon. Um, but yeah, we've, we've got everything kind of in place. We've got opportunities, graphics, help. So if you've ever thought about it, you want to go to an event, you want to represent at an event, you're interested in helping out, well... Let me know personally. I'm at Crimson Clad, or you know, put up, put out a post about it. Talk to people around you. You don't have to do any organizing, but if you've ever been interested, put a feeler out, and uh, and let's see where we can go. Try organizing an event. I don't recommend jumping right into organizing. <laughs> <laughs> Matt approved. That's you. You looked exactly like Hide the Pain Herald there. The you need to look a little deader in the eyes. No, so. to be honest, it's, it is very rewarding, honestly. It's stress. If you like a little bit, if you can manage a bit of stress. Uh, exhausting. And really trying to make the brand look great. And the great thing is you've got people like Krimi around you. You can message her. She'll give you advice. She'll help you out. She'll even help you be there at the events. Yeah. If you do set so, so up your own events. Yeah. And we've got so much that we're learning here and, and lessons that can, can be passed on for people. So yeah. we've got the right support and the right team around us. And. So if you are watching cool. and you've ever come out to an event with us, thank you. Because I know it is a lot of stress. It doesn't always go the way you want. It's so fun. And the flip side is you get done and you're exhausted. You feel like you've been hit by a truck. So, you know, your time, your effort, your expertise, your passion are all so appreciated. And, you know, half of you are over there right now, but I'm talking to you here. So whether you're watching the stream, whether you're watching it back later, it goes to be said, um, you know, thank you honestly for uh, getting in here and, and sharing you know your passion with the world and that's what we're building on hive so i'm just for sure i'm watching under the corner of my eye because i suspect you know somebody will be off I the stage feel, going I feel, yeah if you if you need to get off crim just go get ready and nope. check with the sound guys you okay um ver wordage verbiage how you say it matters oh god <laughs> This was yesterday. I was teasing the Q team. They're you just can't get away with anything here, right? No, you can't because the Q team, they're awesome, obviously. Great guys, great gals, awesome stuff that they're building. But all of their, all of their websites have minors in it. 
but like minors. Oh my God. Yeah, see, you went there too. So sorry. It's well, not then, that this no, is not an adult then, stream. No. <laughs> I was Hive minors. I was Hive minors. Naive. That sounds like, no? You know what? Don't worry about it. It's fine. <laughs> Forget that we brought it up. Maybe it's just me. It's, maybe it's just me. Well, no, I think it's a, it's a talent. It's somewhat of a talent, and we need people <laughs> sharp enough to spot those mistakes as quickly as possible. It's not a mistake. It's just a consideration. We could be going on for six years without even noticing. It, it does happen, doesn't it? <laughs> oh I'm waiting God. to see if anybody on the stream is like, oh, my God, stop them. <laughs> Pull them off the air. Don't let them talk anymore. <laughs> YouTube censored us already. <laughs> right? Did we already get pulled off the air? for 30 minutes. <laughs> His first strike. <laughs> oh, shit. It's Neo's channel. Yes, it's Neo's channel. He's trusting us. He's trusting us. He's Okay. He says it's fine. We can do whatever we want now. We did. We got approval from the boss. we jumping on the bar, swinging our T-shirts around our heads. Is that a promise? We could clear this off. You got the hats. You got... There's plenty of space. By the way, I've got a feeling that at some point, with disregard, I saw him yesterday. He came in late. It was a beautiful scenario, actually. You got um, the Mark Hive Giles Calendar Boys. On one side, Hive yes. Calendar Boys. That's I, right. Yes, I, see, I've watched it all back, <laughs> and they're all. You know, I think we'll have him on line on the bar at some point today. Mike. I actually am looking forward to it. Yeah. Well, no. I, will they? Will we be in trouble? I don't think so. I'd love to see him. You know, just putting on just, a just yeah. uh, with his with his poncho on. Yeah. Just his just his poncho. Up. All right. Fair Maybe enough. Just get it on. Maybe get a bit of a snore going. I don't know. <laughs> I feel. I feel a little bit like, um, you know, when they have like the parades and you've got the two commentators and, you know, you're just talking about what's going by and what's happening in front of you. Yeah. That's what I feel like right now, yeah. because, of course, we haven't had our first speaker finish up. So if you're hanging with us on the live stream here in the chill zone, um, it is very informal. I suppose you've noticed, uh, whereas over on the stage, all of the presentations are awesome and professional. And uh, once Arkanj is done, he'll head over here and then we'll actually get started with kind of content then that actually means something. It's like we're going into an alternative dimension because then what's going to happen is... I'm going to leave. going to do her <laughs> speech and then she's going to come and do her hive. Oh, do I have to interview chill. myself? I, you, can you do that? Can you talk to yourself okay? No. Well practiced? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> there is that. There is that. Um, so this, we're going to have to figure that one out. That's fine. I mean, Neo could actually have some, some airtime on his own show. Exactly. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> it's all absolutely fine. Oh, oh, I'm cop. good. Thank you, though. I'll oh, get a water. Can I grab a water? Can I grab this? So, thank you, sir. So, well, thank you. I'm good. Thank you. No, I'm good. So, I guess because we've got you here. I have to interview like, herself in a minute. This is going to be good to see. Yeah. So now that I've got you here and we're, you know, everybody on the stream has either left or are laughing their heads off, 50-50. Um, so what, uh, what's next for you? Because you've got, obviously, your own projects that you're working on. And yeah. so, yeah, we're giving you... Oh, up. Oh, oh. Boop. Oh, as well? All right, there's some clapping. I'm going to leave. So I was just saying, uh, he's going to tell us... That one's okay. <laughs> He's going to tell us what's coming up for Starkers because he's got many projects and stuff too. Thank you. Thank you. Good luck on stage. Hello. It's all right. Oh, we, we can. Left the, the throne. That's, that's <laughs> the throne. absorbing all of my sweat. Yeah. Uh -huh. Yeah, you're ready. You're ready. You're basically ready. Yeah, this is Neo Bar at HiFest up here. HiFest MX 2023, baby. Yeah, exactly. Yes. Bring it on. Uh huh. I think this, we're going to have. When did you open this, Neo? 
just literally this morning. This morning. Just this morning. Even yet, yeah. No, it's a, no. Good. Yeah. You're making, a, you're making the next uh, the next franchise, the next branch of your. Yeah, 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 yeah. You why know, not? You're in Rosarito or back in Poland or? Yeah, yeah, in UK, in Barca. In the UK, in Wolverhampton. <laughs> Bring it exactly. on. Exactly. Yeah. A lot of coffee there, mate. Uh huh. Yeah, you. Yeah, I just got of, of course, yeah, of course, yeah. Let Let me talk. Uh, I think it's actually my show. <laughs> I'm gonna. Please. <laughs> right. We're gonna. <laughs> we're gonna have. I would Arca. say be my guest, but it's your show. <laughs> I'm absolutely fine with that. I'm just a bartender in my own show. So are you yeah. having a good time at High Fest, Neo? Yes. Are you yes. finding it? Definitely, yes. Yes. I, I, I say I watched the live stream back last night. I, st I started playing. I saw it. I was like, search for the live stream, and I found your. It's Neo Talks Web Three, right? Yes. And I found the channel. There's you and Krimi there, and everyone's coming through. And yeah. The energy's so. It was good. like a picnic. It was like a High Fest a picnic. Daily, a day-long day picnic. Yes. It was wonderful. And um, I, I, I thought I'll just press play. I just, it was, I, ha I should have gone to bed. Yeah. But I just was, I'll press play, I'll watch five minutes. Yeah. And I was there like an hour and a half later. Oh, really? Just, oh, it's so good. It's such a great stream. I really, I really, really love it. So I'm awesome. really looking forward to like. Awesome, yeah. Um, well, you said you don't watch your stuff back, right? Yeah, but uh, I did, like, I just check how it looks like as well. And I'm going to probably like download it, cut it in pieces mm -hmm. because we were going to share so it as well. Cuts. Yes, oh, there'll be so many cuts, like four hours of four, cuts. Yeah, four hours of cuts, but that's what 50, we do. 50 million hours of ed editing. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. But uh, we'll be good. We'll be good. Like, that's how it have to be so do you done. Should we, should, we bring the, should we bring the app up? Have you got the app? I'll see if I can bring my app up. And sure. Let's talk about who's going to be talking today. Oh, yeah, exactly. Let's see who we're excited about. Definitely. We, we're let's so have a look. We, we were going to have Arkanj very pretty soon. Yes, he's He will in. be jumping here. He's, be on he, the hot he's seat. actually kicking himself into my, sh like, kicking me out from my own ah. show and coming in. That's like, Did that's he do what that he yesterday? Do. Yes, yes, yes. What happened? <laughs> we just make like a, like a thing. I was like outside, I was just talking, and at some point I just said, ah, so maybe uh, he said, uh, I'm going to kick you out from your show. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, oh, I was like, okay, yeah, Arkansh talks Web3, no problem. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just change the YouTube it, it was, it was, Yeah, it was like, uh, uh, I don't watch that centralized thing. <laughs> YouTube. Yeah. Like, what is YouTube? Yeah. What is YouTube? Yes. And Only three speak. Only three speak. Yeah. Centralized video social media. Uh huh. We we got Vim as well, but these the guys are I think they are like upgrading something. Yeah, I think so. But we yeah. we couldn't we couldn't we didn't have the resources to keep the live stream stuff going. Uh huh. And I'm always pro Vim. I'm pro Oriel One as well. They're yes. Doing a great yes. live streaming app. Um, it's just a resource. Unfortunately, thing. this time we didn't have time to set up the Oreo One feed yeah. for this. Uh, I wanted to try and get a stream key, but because we're managing it from with Roland abroad, it's been really like there's a lot sure. going on. Sure, of course. But we're, we're streaming on YouTube at least. Sure. Decentralized YouTube yeah, that Archangel didn't like. Yeah, it was so he basically at some point we like kind of uh, uh, scheduled that thing. You know, we just have the like a mini talk about. It. I said, okay, just. You can do it, right? But I wasn't sure. thinking that he will. <laughs> but then at some point he came, put his hand on my shoulder, and was like, and now I'm kicking you out of here. <laughs> <laughs> and, 
and he basically lifts me up, and I just play like, oh, damn. So this, this guy is coming here in a minute. Yes, yes. I think Do that think he will kick him? him, like he will jump in, like <laughs> basically. Well, yeah. he'll be like, yes. Well, maybe we can slide him along yeah. the bar or something. Yeah. Or maybe he will jump over there. So we'll and for today, yeah. I think it's really cool. Yeah. We've got Archangel speaking now. I I can see him still and hear him. Yes, he's take. Someone needs to kick him off the stage. I think. Yes. You can go and kick him off the stage, but as he kicks you off your show. Yeah. Because we're going to delay the whole event. Uh huh. Yeah, him. I can. What's he's, he's supposed to finish at ten? Oh, ten twenty-five. It's ten twenty-six now. So okay. Uh huh. Yeah. If I give him five minutes and then you can say Archangel, I have to. Kick yeah, him yeah, off yeah. The stage. Exactly. Yeah. I can do that for him on the stage. That would be so yeah. awesome. <laughs> say, look, right, you yeah, I'm so sorry. So yesterday, I kicked yeah. off your stage today. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. But no. So let's just run through the itinerary here. We've got Archangel on now. He's talking about Hyvorth. We've got Krimi that's just getting ready over there, and she's basically showcasing Hive to the world. Yes. She's going to talk about her experiences doing that. The next one I think is really interesting. We've got Sophia G with launching Clean Girl. So she's going to launch an app here, hopefully, or a website. I'm not sure exactly. Mm -hmm. That's going to be really, really We're cool. We're going to know soon. Yeah, but that's, that's um, e-commerce on, on Hive. So that's really yeah. interesting to me. Cause it's, an, it's just another way to monetize your Hive content and your Hive, um, like bring more money into Hive effectively without sure. relying upon our votes. So I think that's really cool. Then we've got um, a crazy bunch of people doing Speak Network. Mm -hmm. Which is so that's, um, that's, bas that's basically your guys, let me right? Just have, let me just remember this team. Who are these guys? Oh, yeah. Voltec. <laughs> Disregard Voltec, Fiat. Disregard. Yep. Na Nathan Sen. Yep. Right? They call me Dan. Yep. And, uh, Some other guy. Uh, yeah. And basically Starkers, oh, but I don't know who he is. Yeah. No. He <laughs> yeah, floats around. Forget about him, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> then, we've got, then, then we've got lunch. Uh, so yes. lunch. And after that, it's, it's quite busy at the end of the day. Yeah. We've got some it's great people speaking. D-Buzz. 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 Chris Rice from D-Buzz is speaking. And Chris Rice, by the way, he is a great public speaker. He's got a talent for it. I think he's like he's really practiced right? it. He's from the Philippines, right? Representing Philippines. Yeah. Uh -huh, and they're doing Hi great stuff over there. They're, do, they're attending all sorts of events. But he did, a, he did a little, he gave us a little preview of a speech yesterday at um, Alessandra White's round table. He did. It. He started speaking, uh -huh. and then he got going, and he got into a like and a, a just, role. She just and then let, when he him, let him go. Yeah, and then when he finished, everyone round of, gave him a round of applause. It was like, wow, this guy's like oh, really? really good. He's got awesome. So he's going to give a great uh -huh. speech. Looking forward to that. The next guy from his team in Debus, um, but Nathan Sen is mostly hopefully going to present proof, proof of access. Of access. But we'll see. I'm not sure. We're looking forward to it. Uh, we'll find out. But Nathan Sen, amazing, amazing dev, amazing talents. Yes. Un under underexposed talent on Hive. I think he's up and coming. I think he's going to have, be a great guy in the future. Yeah. So really looking forward to seeing Nathan Sen. Uh, then everyone knows Khalil Kazi from Leo Finance. Uh -huh. So they've got their whole live threads thing going on. That's going to be amazing to see the presentation. They've had some fantastic, fantastic reception on that. I think the last one that they did where they pushed it, they had 1,600 comments on one thread. Uh -huh. That's yep. amazing. The threads are and the, the ability getting to there, yeah. The ability to take those threads. Yeah, shout out to Taskmaster about the threads yeah, and, I mean he's and he's his Twitter spaces as well. The, 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 name, the, name is, the name is applicable, Taskmaster. Yeah. He's been massive on the threads and he's, he's doing a, th uh, a cast right live right now as well. Yeah. So if you get sick of me and Leo, me and Neo, pop yeah. across to, um, <laughs> to Taskmaster. Exactly, go over there. And uh, he'll be doing something different on, on the Twitter spaces. Oh, All we've right. got a round of applause here. Looks like Archangel's finishing. Yep. Then Ooh. we got what? Brian of London, then value for Brian. value. Oh, no, no. Brian of London spoke yesterday. But ah, okay. That's Steve Trost couldn't make it. So we switched them out. So okay. actually, Steve Trost is going to be today at 15.15. And Steve Trost is a really interesting person. Because I, I can't... Uh, what's his... What's his um, 
job title at uh, the University of Oklahoma State. Ah, uh, I know. He's, he's a legit guy there. Okay, um, okay. I, I think here. I know what, about who we're talking Trust about. Products. Here we go. Yep. I'm gonna grab. Gra I'm gonna right. kick, kick our country in, actually. Yes, yeah, so Trust Paradox is the director of the Institute for Study of Free Enterprise at Oklahoma State mm -hmm. University. He's an incredibly senior guy there. Yep. So he's going to be a really interesting one to talk. Should to I should to. I grab our country and you can continue with the schedule? Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. I'll be back. Go and go and kick him onto yes, your own, go and kick him onto your own show. <laughs> and what else have we got here? Let's have a look. Do, 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 do. Then the next presentation is one of my most anticipated presentations of the show. It's going to be Lord Butterfly and Little Lamb uh, as the executive producer and director of the making of Free Chain. So, oh, here we go. Arkench coming in. We've got Arkench coming in here. Welcome, Arkench. How was your presentation? Hello. We're in, we're in, we're in Mexico. So we can just do this. Oh, yeah, I know. Yeah. Hola, hola, señor. Hello. Uh, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. La testa muy, muy mal. Pero, it's all good. It's all good. Well, you just got a nice round of applause over there. We couldn't even hear ourselves speak. So you must have been saying something interesting. Yeah. You didn't look at my speed. Well, I, well, what you didn't. Is, Did you? Oh my gosh! Look. Okay. Who's 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 questioning who here? I'm the interviewer. <laughs> come back, come back. What happened is, what we've done is, we were, we were sitting with Krimi. I got roped into this somehow. Yeah. Because I need to do other things. But it's okay. And then we were sitting with Krimi, and Krimi's like, oh, I'm next. And I was like, oh, right. <laughs> and then we we're like, oh. And then Arcane, so then we we're like, oh, Arcane's going to be here. Yeah? And, and then she's like, there's the mic. <laughs> so here I am. You've got me. Unfortunately, I'm not as pretty as Krimi. But I can hopefully make you smile as much as she can. Yeah. So, um, what happened? Without you, and then, and then what's going to happen is Krimi's going to come back, and she's going to have to interview herself after this. <laughs> she can do how it. Does, she can do work? it. I'm pretty sure she can do it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, very good. So, how was your presentation? All good. All good. Yeah. yeah. You enjoyed it? R yes. It really. Are you still getting nervous doing it, or? I was a bit nervous before, uh -huh. but then when you are on stage. Uh, you sure. flow. You yeah. forget about it. it. It's okay. It was Arkan, okay. Great presentation, man. You nailed it from John Snow. Oh, great. thank you, John. Great thank to you, hear John. It's nice to hear that yeah. John's listening. How you doing? We miss you, John. You, you have to come back to Sucre, 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 Sucre. <laughs> great community over there. So, so, um, so what, what, did, what did you present about Archangel? I'm apolo I apologize. I wasn't there, but I can't be in two places at the yeah. same time. I made a two in one. Was. Two in one, yeah. Yeah. Two uh, for the price of one. Yeah, because I had a. 20 minute slot, it's pretty long, you know. Mm -hmm. And uh, our first, my, my first idea for our first was to uh, make an update about iVote, like you wrote in the schedule. But uh, I find myself a bit short because we had unexpected surprises, you know, when you develop things. Uh, well, I didn't, I'm not a developer, but I bloody know it now. I'm telling you, after four years of yeah. doing this, you, you, you get used to the, uh, the unsuspected surprises, for sure. Yeah, so I could show a few things, but not everything. Right. But what I did show is a new... Oh, it's not everything you wanted, you mean? 
Yeah, not uh, everything I wanted. But at least you got something. But does that mean that yeah. soon there's going to be more updates to Yes, there will be. Pass. Oh, yeah. Okay, that's going to be And cool. so what I was able to uh, introduce today was the new Hivevolve mobile app. Oh, yes. Which is a keychain mobile alternative. Mm -hmm. It's not as fancy and with a lot of features uh, as Keychain. I love Keychain in mobile. I, I use it, yeah. but I wanted something uh, lightweight, mm -hmm. which, it, uh, which is just an authenticator and transaction signer, nothing more. Right. You cannot do anything else. So, yeah. so you know exactly what you're getting. Yeah, and just that because um, it's very interesting. It will idea. be easier. You know, there are more and more features in Keychain, and when you look at the code, it's getting bigger and bigger and bigger. And if you want right. to edit the whole code, it, it's more and more work. So I, w I wanted something really light mm -hmm. that you can easily audit. You know, I love security. security. <laughs> uh, th this is probably security, the most security, security man security. in the world. And we are so very fortunate for that, by the way, because someone's got to do it. <laughs> Someone's got to go down there and drill into the security side. Yes. It, it, it must be very easy for people to say, oh, you know, it's secure enough for me, you know, whereas guys like you are like, no, and then you get to the next level, you're like, no, it's still not secure enough, and you just keep going until yeah. secure, security maximalism, I guess. Yeah, and, you know, it, it's trust but verify. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So uh, I wanted something very light uh, that can be easily audited, and Is then... Any drinks, sir? Coffee? Uh, te verde. Te verde? Te verde, per favor. By, by the way, you have to keep an eye on him today because apparently you kicked him off his own show yesterday. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, wait, wait for the moment. I'm coming. <laughs> <laughs> I'm coming for you. I, I didn't kick him, I forked his show. You forked his show? Yeah. Yeah. You forked or you forked? I forked. I forked. Forked. That's the proof of fork, way, right? The that hard is, way. That is centralized proof of fork there yeah it could be censored yeah but um if you did it on three speak it wouldn't be censored and then you have yeah. real proof of fork yeah <laughs> so sorry so we were talking you're back to the topic to yes the security. <laughs> so and uh so the first thing is to be able to audit the code and then when you have less code a uh, very compact code uh it to me it's less prone to vulnerabilities ah yes, yes. for sure for sure yeah it makes a lot of sense so yeah. that's, that's, that's the reason i i, I did it yeah. And so no, you can know. No, it's not yet available. It will be in the next month. Uh -huh. And with that, I will able to uh, also uh, release a multi-node protocol for Hive for Has. You know, right. because currently oh, I'm yes, the only you, one running nodes. Yes. I ru I'm running four or five different nodes. Yes. But uh, I'm not in a hurry to uh, release it because I want it to be uh, bulletproof. Sure. So I'm testing everything, everything, and it will, when it will, will be safe enough for me, yes. I will release it, uh, and everybody will be able to, to run a node, and it will be fully decentralized. That's awesome. Yeah. That's yeah. incredible. Yeah. You know, I noticed with Haas, because you, you kind of, you talked about it, and it, it was a long time until you actually released it. Yeah. And that's because you're testing the security so, so, so rigorously. Yeah. Yeah, we kind of facing the cameras. We should probably yeah. turning it around a little bit and just hanging at the bar. <laughs> yeah, being at the bar. Hello, what can I do for you today? 
Today we got the, like this nice spot here, actually, with this bar, you know. I think this this is a great setup. This is a great yeah. setup. I, yeah. I, I think Neo should open a franchise, personally. Yeah. <laughs> we should just cross the rosary and put yeah. Neo up there. <laughs> it's great. Can you s can you see that on the screen, by the way? The globally connected. Yeah. yeah. Oh wow, that's really cool. Yeah. Yes, so let's let's talk. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so then, what's what's next? What's the next step then after that? So well, hold on. Let me let me just process this myself because I'm thinking of this from like a node operation point of view. Because of the Speak Network, we are big on incentivizing infrastructure. Yeah. Uh, and the reason for that is to make sure that they don't have to register businesses when they want to scale. Um, once you, if you're an elected, respected member of a community rather than a business, you're less prone to regulation and centralizing pressures, let's say. So would that in some way be applicable to this in the future maybe, where you want to help, help the people running Haas nodes uh, figure out a way to uh, be incentivized so that they can stay independent? And or do you think there this will won't scale? There will be no incentivization. Oh. No incentivization. Yeah. You say it's the coffee, <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> because I don't see how I could do that, and you know, it's so r running a has node is so light. Oh, I see, yeah. yeah. So I think it's like witnesses, but mm -hmm. I know mm. we are incentivized to run witness nodes, but not API nodes, I, yeah, yeah. And it's like running an API node. Oh, you I see, yeah, but it's less resource consuming, right, you, right, right. you need a very bare machine with two megs of RAM. Oh, I see. It's, it's a just one Linux machine and you a small JavaScript and it runs. Because so our server is just a gateway. Mm -hmm. Passing information and, and sharing information uh, with peers. Right. So it's really lightweight. Well, uh, lightweight. I one of the things I want to do as well is uh, with the Speak Network we have validators. Yeah. Right, and they're elected by the community. So they're like the the important respective figures in the community and the, the content flows through them. But what I want to do with that is set up a system where if you want to be elected to be a validator, you should be running various different pieces of infrastructure. Yeah. So this might be a place where we can add, you know, if, if, if I want to be a validator on Speak Network and I want to outcompete another validator and I'm saying, hey, I'm not running a Haas node and Archange is, then surely Archange deserves your vote over me. So then it's like, can we, can we make a system where people can see that clearly, and then you can start electing the infrastructure operators on the, on, on, yeah. on the Speak Network and on, on Hive into positions of validator um, consensus. That that's something that, that could be done, but some f that's not something I will do. Sure, sure. Yeah. We'll, 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 yeah. we'll, we'll add it. Now that I know you're doing it, we'll, we'll yeah. add it, for yeah. sure, for sure. So what does this mean then for you, that now you have, you're starting to decentralize the node system on Haas, where do you think this goes, what do you think it, the implications are for the, for the, for the system? Uh, of IVOF. Yes. I, I would like to see it spread everywhere. Now, wh what we need is promotion, and unfortunately, it's not my best skill. Well, you got, you're going to have the content. Yeah. But. Thank you very much, Neo. <laughs> this, is this is a good, this is turning into a good bar. Yeah. I've got a feeling there's going to be margaritas yeah, before I the end of the day. Actually, John Snow asked about margarita, please. <laughs> yeah. But I, I would like to see IVOF used everywhere. I, I see all the big majors like Microsoft, Google, and so on uh, developing authentication things, way more complex, way more things. secure, right. uh, less. Le enfin, 
I'm not sure if they are secure and centralized. Yes. And uh, with the multi-node protocol released, it, it separates it. It will be fully decentralized, and you yeah. you won't be able to stop it. Like you are not able to stop Hive. Yeah. You you so will have to shut down the internet. So yeah. that really dis distinguishes it from all of the all of the Web two competition for sure. It's very yeah. clear that this is a decentralized yeah. security network. Yeah. And it's and it's so easy to deploy. Yeah. So easy. So many people can get involved in running nodes. Yeah. Hopefully, if you're all watching this, you can get involved in running nodes on the Haas system. It's gonna, that is super cool. And you know the other thing as well, we've had this because we've been setting up infrastructure with the Speak Network, and a lot of people volunteer on Hive. There's a lot of yeah. people that are really interested. Yeah, there are a lot of people. I already uh, made a post about it, and many people came to me, oh, I would like to run a node, I would like to run a node. Oh, that's great. I had to wait because we found bugs uh, yeah. in Keychain or... Uh, Another two, and uh, that was a good thing because finding Bison Keychain helped me to even reinforce security into the protocol. Yeah. So uh, you're almost happy when you find the bugs at this stage, right? It's <laughs> like yes, because you can yeah. get rid of all those security yeah. risks. But the thing is, a host server does not see anything. It's fully transaction authentication user application agnostic mm -hmm. it doesn't know right but it's doing the security stuff mm -hmm. yeah so what's the implications of this going forward if you've got decentralized security networks where you can log in with no passwords yeah. is that the only application of this or do you think there's other applications of Haas that you can build but off once uh, you've got a uh, distributed network there Haas is not an application you know but you, you and any blockchain could use it okay yeah you could you could use the Hass protocol for a TSOS or a anything that needs to sign a transaction mm -hmm. could use it. So, so and what, why would they use this over another uh, similar type protocol on Ethereum, let's say? What's the difference between what Hass can do because it's on Hive as compared to oh, as that's compared to I, I would like to associate, for example, uh, an Ethereum address or an Ethereum keys to your Hive account. What's cool with Hive is username. Yeah. Easy to yeah. remember username. Do you know that we've done that with um, Ethereum on the Union Indexer system on Speak Network? I heard of it, yeah. I'll, I'll try and get you in touch with Voltech a bit later because yeah. we, we've got a thing where you can log in with your MetaMask account yeah. and you have an off-chain account on Ceramic Network yeah. that, that references your Ether account and then you can, you can post with your Ether account to Hive and it comes upon the indexer as your ETH, as your ETH DNS address. Mm -hmm. So maybe there's something there that we can, yeah. and we've done a lot of the work, so yeah. hopefully maybe it saves you some time, I don't know. Yeah. So that could be cool. Yeah. So and I have plenty of ideas. I already talked about it with Creamy uh, okay. yesterday. Okay, uh, we so uh, when you kicked Neo <laughs> off the show. <laughs> yeah. Mm -hmm. so yeah. That was the first topic of the presentation. <laughs> was it, yeah. <laughs> yeah let himself in yeah he like let himself in a few times actually like Arkash oh. is one of the guys that he's like he's one of this he was floating like only like the, the one person that actually like wants to be on this life all the time more than myself yeah <laughs> i don't know if that's just he uh, featured he got featured you know. yeah. self-featuring maybe this uh, is this marketing like i try to like compete with task you know is that possible? I don't know. Uh, I don't no, know. No, yeah. So he's a king. So you said that you um, 
you talked about two things on the stage today. Yeah. What was the other thing? That yeah, you the second one is about what I call the transfer anxiety syndrome. You know that moment. Transfer anxiety syndrome. Syndrome. That moment where you need to send the time, money the time, to someone else or to an exchange, oh. and you need to push to the send button and you check everything, account name, memo, amount, and so on. The transfer anxiety syndrome, yeah. that is a great, do you know, when you said it first, I was like, what is that? And then you started describing it, I was like, how many times have I had that? Yeah. Being in crypto for so many years now. Yeah, and, and you, you feel your heart starting I, to I pump very, a I bit more. I very rarely, rarely ever had that on Hive, if ever, I think. Yeah. Did you already made a mistake while transferring money? No. Never? I've never made a you mistake transferring money. I'm very lucky. I would yeah. call it more luck than, than I skill. Did. I did. But and I, I showed to the audience uh, a mistake made by Smooth. He was sending 18,000 HBD Ooh. to Bitrex. Right. But he, he sent them to Bitrex. Bitress is that other exchange that's really good, no? No, Bitress. <laughs> <laughs> and Bitress, he, he wrote a memo to, uh, to Bitress. Oh, I made a mistake. Please send my money back. Uh -huh. And the answer was the fund being moved to Noganu account. Oh. And Noganu is a well-known crook on high. And all the Fans were gone. So this was basically a phishing. It's, it, it was a typo, fat finger phishing account. Yeah, there are more than six hundred fake account name on Hive. Am I right in saying that you're trying to set up systems to to I'm allow not trying. people to run? I'm not trying. That's what I you did. Are. Yeah. I created uh, an account which which name is Xfer. Right. Four letters, easy to remember, less prone to typos, and then. <laughs> You send you well, for, first for some of us. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> for some of us maybe. Yeah, <laughs> but for sure. Yeah, for sure. even for me. Yeah. Uh, and then you 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 create rules where you say to that account, uh, I'm authorized to send. If if I want to send Hive to that account, I need to use that memo. Right. I, right. So I said, if I use so memo like Binance. I'm authorized to send Hive yeah. and send them to Binance. Oh no, not Binance, but it's Deep Crypto 8. Or no, it's HBIV. <laughs> I, know, I can't I know. say it. I can't remember it. Well, that, I think that's the, they, that's they the point. It, yeah. I mean, that's the point. <laughs> we we <laughs> have a specific memo. And, yes. then, and, then, and then you send your funds to Xfer. Yeah. yeah. And if the memo you use in your transfer match the rule, then it's sent to the final recipient with the correct memo and everything, all memos, comments, so on can be encrypted. So I, it adds a bit of privacy to it. And the server for that is currently centralized, is it? But you currently can, you can it's also centralized, centralize but it in the same I will way. open source the code because currently that's always the same oh, thing. So I'm the single point of failure. Right. And on top of that, I need to be trusted. Right, right. Yeah. I think you've done a good job of building that, that trust at least for now. Yes, but you know I don't trust myself. <laughs> <laughs> this is the guy. This, but this is the guy that you need to do run the security, the guy that doesn't trust himself. Yeah. 
absolutely. That's great. And, I, and I'm right because I made a mistake when coding and when testing. And so I, I was sending, uh, I, I made a, an error when transferring funds. Uh -huh. So I had to recover them with the exchange. Anyway, uh -huh. it's reinforced, but that, that's the goal. You, you just set routes. You can update them, you can uh, retrieve them, you can delete them, you can manage your, your routes yourself. That's interesting. And then you send your money to, uh, I, I created with Binance with, uh, so the account of Binance with the memo, and then I, I send my IVE to Xfer using Binance as a memo. Way more easy. Sure. And if I send, I did it on stage. Because, live, because I, I send the route is already pre-programmed yes, into yes. the expert, right? And right. I, I send HBD to Xfer using the Binance memo. And it sends the HBD back to me because I didn't create an HBD route. Yeah. Yeah. So, it, so you're basically pre-programming in all of your regular routes. And if you go outside of those by making a mistake, yeah. the system will let you know. And, and, and say, send hey. all the fun back. Any error trigger uh, sends and, the and money because back. Because it's fearless, it makes sense to do that on Hive as well. Yes, but it may not be fearless because I found uh, vulnerabilities where, you know, <laughs> I will wait for the applause to stop. Nearly, nearly as loud as yours. Yeah, uh, <laughs> because you, you can drain SE from that account during uh, transfer. So uh -huh. I, I may ask for a, uh -huh. a very small fee to avoid that kind of sure, uh, sure. problem. That makes sense. Yeah, that's but amazing. that's the idea. Yeah. It's 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 fearless. So you just transfer mm. and it transfers to the final recipient. I think recipient. everyone watching will agree that is amazing. Because yeah. I, I know the feeling when you feel like you make a mistake yeah. and it's like your heart's coming in your mouth. And yeah. everyone knows that. Yeah. Everyone knows that feeling. Yeah, and no, I'm using it. I, 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 as I say, I always eat my own dog food, you know. Yeah. <laughs> so I, yeah. I, I, I use it. Yeah, that's amazing. So yeah. how long have you had that running for already? A uh, few days. Okay. <laughs> yeah, because as, as I told you, I was short for my presentation. So I said, okay, I will do something more. Yeah. Uh, and I, I was always remembering that, that the case of smooth was uh, such a pain to see that yeah that happened to him yeah a knowledgeable so guy him, you know it can happen and to any of us yeah <laughs> I, I i really fear it could happen to me yeah yeah so it was there it's, it's almost uh, inevitable inevitable for everyone at some yeah. point in crypto yeah and yeah. i feel so relieved now that i finally made it and that uh, that i finally can secure my transfer and feeling safe. You really look genuinely pleased about that, you know. It's really nice to see. Yeah, really, if it's really is a you, sentiment. You'll, you'll lose a few, you know, you'll, 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 you'll anti-age a few years, you know, you'll, you'll <laughs> gain five years of, you'll, you'll look great and everything, and we'll see yeah. next year Archangel will be walking around and he's yeah. all like, I can't make any mistakes with my transfers anymore. <laughs> we'll all look great next year. Yeah. <laughs> but so, so, so what's what's the next step with that then? You've got a few more books to iron out. Have you got a planned release date on it or anything? Or uh, I will release after iFest. I still need to write the doc and so on. And so is uh, it quite soon? But it's, it's working. It's, it's working. If yeah. you want, if you want to use it, if you if you saw how it works, you, you just look at the presentation. Uh -huh. You you I made some example. I make live live demo. So it's working. If you want to use it. Go for it, it's working now. Now I know why your, your round of applause was so strong. <laughs> yeah. I think everyone really loved that. I think it's, it's, it, 
it's wonderful when you can make a product on Hive that basically everyone's going to want to use. Yeah. Because it, or at least something that helps everyone. Yeah. You know, no questions asked. Cause yeah. And I'd like to help newbies. You know, yeah. there's one crying when, when they make a mistake because they don't know. And uh, so, so yeah. I mean, I'm just thinking of the implications of this. This takes away the whole. I mean, if if. if from back in the days of Bitcoin, it was like, if you send your crypto to the wrong account, that is your fault. We yep. can't do anything for you. Yep. This really takes that whole paradigm away from crypto in many ways. I f I'm, for me, I, I feel like that. Because yes. now you can sort really... Sort of, yes. Yeah. You can put... Yeah. yeah, I mean, it doesn't fully take it away. Cause yeah. But if you run this, it's like you do have almost a second chance as long as you pre-program yeah. your roots in. Yeah. You know? That's we amazing. It makes your transfer more safer. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's amazing. I really love that because it, for me, it's the first time I'm, I'm hearing about this because I missed your presentation because yeah. I was sitting here. But um, oh gosh, I can't wait for that. So, ha so how do we get involved? Is there any way to get involved in that project or help out? Can we can we help test it or can the people watching help test it? It's been tested. Yeah, because uh, I've been using it. People, other people yeah. running it as well, or just uh, it will be on. If you don't, the thing is, if you don't trust me. I'm running the Xfer account. If you don't trust me, you just, and if you are a bit techy, you just take the code and you run your own account on your own server. Yes. So you don't need yeah. to use yeah. the service I provide. It's a service I provide to the community, you right. know? Right. But you don't need to use it if, yep. he, if you are still afraid or paranoid. Yep. It's okay. Yep. And you can bypass it if it doesn't fit for you. Is that something yeah. that you can do, or you can get it to a point where you can do it without any dev skills required? So people can run it from their own mobile phones or anything no, like that? No, 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 no. You need a server. But you need a server, yeah. Yeah, but it's just a small GS file right. uh, that you run on your server. Mm -hmm. Not very complicated, but you know, there it, it, it's the same with RF SQL. You know, uh, people could create or take it take the key people they, they, they can write code to read the blockchain to put it in a database anyone can do that sure. if, if you know how to do it sure. but there are a lot of people that don't know how and they just want to use a service and that's what I'm doing with right. SQL, providing a service to people yes it's running I, I take care of everything performance security and so on yes. and it's up it's there for you you are free to use it or not or, 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 or do it by yourself that's yes. the same here. I just brought the idea live. I will share it with everyone. If you want to run it on your own and be f in full charge of yourself, you can do it. If not, you can use Xfer, that's and that's wonderful. it. So is, is another implication here then that, I mean, there's a certain amount of paranoia with crypto because you are your own bank. You have your keys probably locally or somewhere in your possession nearby. and there can be a security risk with this where you know yeah. you might get kidnapped or something and then they can yeah. force your keys out of you this prevents that situation if you make it difficult to change the routes then if someone takes you away and you try to send outside of your routes the system will come back and say this isn't on the route there's no route for this and yeah just return the funds that's what i did i did it live here wow that's I, I was trying to send HBD to Binance, but I didn't create a route for HBD from my account using HBD 
to Binance. I made yes. one for Hive. Yes. If I was sending Hive, it, it would be okay. Yeah. As I was sending HBD, that's I just amazing. get the fund back. That's, that's amazing. It. Yeah. That's major, in my opinion. Automagic. Uh, sorry? Automagic. Like Automag yes. Automagic, yes. like Krim likes Automag to say. <laughs> is that what she says? Automagic. <laughs> Automagic. I think, yes. This type of stuff is. It, I see you developers as like wizards with your fingers. You just <laughs> wizard things into reality, you know? It's like we've got these little wizards walking around everywhere. And I'm just. That's amazing because. It's, it's a legitimate thing. One, one of the services I was thinking was maybe there'll be services in the future where people will send their keys to another third party to look after their crypto on their behalf mm -hmm. and they can get access somehow. But it seems that with this, they don't need to do that. They can just run their own local server. Yeah. And as, lo as long as you have... Uh, what, what's the process for creating the root? So let's say you got kidnapped and the, 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 the kidnappers are saying, create me a root to this account. Could you make that difficult so that it's hard to do locally? Uh, creating a route is just sending, uh, making a transfer to Xfer account with yes. a, a structured memo. Yes. Yeah, that's it. For now, but would it be possible to make that a difficult thing so it would be more more secure in case you were kidnapped, let's say? So you would need to, you, you'd be able to say, well, I don't have the half of the key here that I need to create this route. Yeah, but no, example. because if you get kidnapped, the kidnappers have you and your keys, if you have a key with you. Yes. So if you don't have your keys with you, you cannot create a route from yes. your account. Yes. Yeah. And that's what I was using, a separate account from mine. I created yes. an account, archange.pay. Yes. I never have my active key with me. Never. For, from, for the account, archange. Uh -huh. So I transfer a few Hive and a few HBD to Hive.pay for my demo. And of course, here, I have the keys the active key of archange.pay, but they were five HBD and five Hive into the account. So, okay, you can kidnap me, you will get uh, five HBG and, and five Hive. Is it worth it's it? It's not worth it. Is it worth it? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> it can even pay in Margarita. <laughs> That's really amazing. Wow. That's wow. I don't think I've quite processed the implications of what you've just been telling me, Archange. Congra I mean, congratulations. Thank you. Like, it's almost like, at the moment in the Web2 world, in the traditional banking system, we rely on the banks, and then of course the banks can block the routes. Yeah. They kind of make all, they kind of by default make the routes open, and then they'll, by choice, potentially block which one, whichever ones they want. This is exactly the same thing, except you are personally in charge of your own routes. If you're on your own server, yeah. Nothing can stop you. And then, obviously, if, you tr if there's a trusted service, but then yeah. as long as that service, would it be a registered business? Would you have to register a business to run that service? No. Is it because the profit, the profit, you were saying there's a fee, but that's only to stop spam on the server. Yeah. So there's no profit being made anywhere. Uh, it wouldn't be profitable, you know. Right, right. Yeah. Amazing. Amazing. Wow. It, so. Explain to me, uh, would that be possible on other chains, or is it only possible with Hive technology? That would be possible on other chains. Hello. Do you like anything else? Um. Uh, massage? <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. I've got the towel now. Uh, <laughs>
Luckily, it's a really long bar, so we can't quite reach over. Am I a good host? Very good host. I'm feeling very good. We should. I might eat a biscuit in a minute. Of course, of course. Yes, of course. Do you do you know? Of course, you know English tea. You were in England. Yes, twelve years. Would you do you think you can find an English tea here? I don't know if they do it very well in Mexico. But I think maybe there's some milk. I can make you an English tea. Oh, if you could do that, man, that would be for an English man. It will it will turn me into transform me into a new human. Of course, I was drinking that a lot. Yes. <laughs> I, I think I know how to You even it. think I think you can do it. I'll be back in it's, it's particular, back in a second, but sir. <laughs> thank you, Neo. Thank you. Thank you. He's doing a great job. Yeah. Definitely. Absolutely kick yeah. ass. Wow. I really love that. Thank you, Archange. That's really My awesome. Pleasure. That's really awesome. My pleasure. Is there anything else you want to bring up and talk about what what are you thinking about the fest so far? Have you seen any good things? Yeah, I would like to say something. Uh I need support from the community for the Hive Bus proposal. Mm -hmm. You know, we are we are working hard to bring gamification to entertain. Uh, we created the Fire Fest uh, award uh, mm -hmm. that you got, mm -hmm. and our proposal is by the way, yes, right uh, now. So, if if you guys can support it, it it's really helpful. For, for those for those that don't know, they didn't see yesterday. I was standing on stage, and Archangel walked up and gave me a trophy, and I was like, "What is this?" And it's got the number five and my name on it. And of course, it was my fifth high fest. Yeah, and, and uh, it's, it's the first physical, really nice. you know. Uh, yeah, badge. I, I've actually got it right now next yeah. to the bed. I'm sleeping. It's it's ne right next to the bed. Yeah. So I might give it a little bit of a hug later tonight. We'll see. But yeah. So so. Did you slept with? I slept next to it. <laughs> next to it, I think. Yeah. Well, I was mostly busy watching the live stream from yesterday, okay. last night. <laughs> I started watching the first. I thought five minutes, yeah. and then I just got carried away. Yeah. I tried to and watch it, great. but I. Fall asleep. It's so. It was such good content, though. Yeah, such it's great really intense here. So. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, uh, anything else? That's all. That's did it. You, did you? What do you think about the fest so far? Have you seen anything interesting? Uh, yeah, it, I think it, it's quite challenging to take take it over uh, because Roland is a master. He's he's amazing. Yeah. And he, by the and, way, but I you guys did. Oh, thank you. You, you did it. Thank you. You did it. Oh, really? that's so wonderful to hear. Because, you know, it, it, each year we, we, we say, okay, we are at the top. And then we'll find something different and so on. And so I was really wondering if you could so was I. go <laughs> to that level and, 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 and improve and, and find things uh, to make it unique, like each eye first. And up to now, you did it. Uh, really, congratulations. I'm going to have to guys. go off the yeah, screen congratulations. now. Congratulations. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Yeah. We, yeah. I mean, it's been a lot of effort, a lot of effort. And yeah, and I know. It's not just I know, me. I know. Um, I, I have to give a shout out to Roland. Yeah. He's advised from, from the start to the finish. Yeah. He's helped me when I've got lost, <laughs> even, even around Rosarito. <laughs> he's, um, he's built the website and he's managed yeah. the website and sponsors and everything um, and just the the speakers lists and everything and some of the ticketing is helped with so he's, he's had a big input but I, re I really I really feel honored that we're able to continue this for him it, yeah because he's, he's busy with his own life at the moment he's doing his thing and it's a good thing it, it's it's yeah. decentralizing the organization yeah. of IFES yeah so it's kind of like we've set yeah. a precedent now it's it's, it's going to be a tradition yeah whether there's people whether it's the same people every year or not you know yeah yeah, because if something happens to him, what happens to I first? Right, right. So I feel safe now that you, you did You feel it. more secure. Yeah. 
<laughs> it's, it's really great to hear. Thanks, Neo. Thank you. Arcane was just saying that we pretty much recreated the magic that, that Roland normally creates. And, and mm -hmm. Neo's had a really big part of this yeah. as well, you know. And, and yeah. Obviously, with this live stream that he's been doing, I think it's fantastic. And yeah, yeah just great, great team. And it's, it's amazing the amount of stuff that goes on behind the scenes. So, for example, let me give you a little bit of vulnerability. There's lots, still lots going on, and I probably shouldn't be sitting here doing these discussions. I need to be. Uh, once once Krimi's back, I'll. I'll uh, hey, Krimi. <laughs> No, no, I've got to run, but so, so to give you an example, uh, today we, we had a morning team meeting, as we do every morning during High Fest. Everyone's kind of very tired, very exhausted, it's quiet, you know, and everyone's just thinking. So we, we run through the schedule, and uh, somehow it slipped by us that the staff at the restaurant later go home at a certain time, and then we work it back, and we're like, okay, that's a certain amount of time for the meal, we've got some entertainment coming, and then we realise, oh, we need to take the bus half an hour earlier. So today it's still seven, but I've got to go and speak to the bus driver and be like, hey, can we, I might, I might have to take Krimi with me to persuade, be more persuasive or someone else that's more persuasive and be like, hey, can we have the bus half an hour earlier? And if we can't, then we're going to have to figure something out on the fly. But it's, <laughs> it's just all part of the event. You know? yeah. it's, all, it's, all, it's part of the fun in many ways. But um, yeah, there's a lot going on behind the scenes and a lot of people just making adjustments like that that hopefully no one sees and um, it just feels like a smooth smooth show you know so I really appreciate I really appreciate that you, really appreciate that honestly yeah. it means a lot it means a lot thank you I will be to the next one ah the next one that I we can't do wait for the next that one. we do <laughs> <laughs> well I, I hear there's, there's there's potential places I've heard um, a little bit about splitting Croatia next year Potentially, yeah. with Lord, Lord Butterfly's been making very noises. Nice location. I very nice there. location. Very nice location. Beautiful. We can go to Dubrovnik yeah. as well nearby. So I think that m may be on the cards. Who knows? But he's definitely making noise about it. So, but I think as he's seen me running around the place, he's looking at me going, "I'm not sure if I want this anymore." <laughs> <laughs> but we'll see. We'll see. All right. Well, okay. I think um, we can hand over. Unless you guys yeah. want to chat, I, I kind of need to actually get off because I need to go and see what's going on on the show. And yeah. Make, uh, so if you want to stay, you're more than welcome. I can stay, but then uh, Neo will again say that I'm uh, taking, over, taking his show. over his show. Well, that's, but it, that's all part of the fun, though, isn't it? But if, if you want to go, we can have a break and um, have a pause for a bit if you guys want, so you can refresh. How was your presentation, Krimi? Oh, I don't know. It seemed okay. One second. Again, Arkansh, thank you. Good to, you. good to see to you. Here. I heard a good round of applause there, Krimi. So uh, welcome back. You, this is the part where you interview yourself. Oh, is you're it, not or staying? Is, Ar is Arkansh going to interview That's it. You? I come back. You can tell. I must smell or something. I come back and everybody, out of here. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to interview Krimi after her presentation, you're, you're more than welcome. You are here anyway. do it later. You see? That's fine. <laughs> right. I'm going to pass the mic over to you then, Neo. See you all, everybody. Thank you. Thank you very much, Matt. Thank you, Arkan. That was a pleasure. Seems fine. You guys. Yeah, take your, take your tea, your sugar. No sugar, okay. Even better, I don't do sugar, okay. So, yeah, welcome back, me. Thank you. <laughs> They've all left me. Um, yeah, uh, that, was, that was good. I don't Hello, know. Hello, I'm back. Hi. What happened with the hive chair? Uh, ay, 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 ay. Just fix it a little bit. Oh, yeah, there we go. Just a little bit. The hive throne is here. There we go. Uh, hello, yeah, I'm back. Uh, yes, I was serving at the... Oh, other <laughs> news. 
I was going to say, a Brit just told you you made good tea, so (laughs) that's high praise. Uh Uh-huh. All right. Yep, I got props from Matt. (laughs) It's a big one. Uh Uh-huh, that's a big one. That's a big one. I probably done a good job. Um, Yeah, how was your... How's your thing? Good. I was just able to see you for like split second. Yeah. Uh, because I was serving here at the bar you know, were by doing, myself. Yes, you were doing the important posting job. Posting Twitters, checking comments, done the Hive post in the meantime. I actually kind of... You wrote a post. Yeah. I was oh my like God, what's throwing, that like? Throwing the link to the live stream as well, you know, everywhere, wow. whenever I can, you know. Good for yeah. you. John What's Snow like? saying, Krim, you killed it. Awesome, awesome presentation. Thank you. So I will say, it sounds hilarious, but no, um, things have been pretty hectic, obviously. A lot of traveling recently sure. on as Hive's a, behalf. As, as always, you know. Uh, well, you ne- know, as always, I wish, unfortunately, this is the first year where I have not gone on a, like, a vacation. I went, I worked from Alaska for one week, so that was kind of a vacation. Alaska. From Yeah, I took a boat up to Alaska. I live in Vancouver, BC. And if you ever come up, Vancouver is stunningly beautiful. It's fantastic. Come up, we'll go and explore. I'll take you out into the woods. I definitely won't axe murder you in the woods. Um, <laughs> don't, meet, don't meet strange people from the internet yeah. without a plan in place. Watch, the, but, watch yourself. <laughs> yes, I'll take you up and we can check out Vancouver. But one of the best things to do from Vancouver, especially through the spring and early summer, is you can catch a cruise ship. And you could go up the coast and you can go to Alaska. It is one of the best ways to see the coast. Uh, but long and the short of it, that was supposed to be, it was supposed to be my vacation. Ah, That's yes. The, the nice gift. Yes, I bring, I bring a Canadian care package uh-huh. with me yeah, to this, every this, Hive this Fest. Is proper, proper uh, stuff. Yes, I like, bring, you know, everybody gets organic, real the products ex- of Canada. You know? That's right, the yeah, expensive maple syrup. <laughs> I definitely like it. <laughs> definitely enjoy it. Fantastic. Uh-huh. So uh, I did. I went up to Alaska, and the idea was that was going to be a vacation, and I ended up working on stuff for Binance the entire time. So I sat upstairs. Well, because I work with our exchanges, um, and so a few times a year, Binance will send out due diligence reports. Yeah, yeah. And share so that, share that with the audience. Yes. It's so actually going on how that exchanges work with Hive. How well, do they know, work? Because I think this is. <laughs> I think this is very good info for people to know. I, sure. I'm pretty sure it's not just working that they just list it and it works on itself. Because no. Because you have to take care about liquidity. If the liquidity will run out, there is a problem, et cetera, et cetera, right? The price of can go down because... Yeah. You're, yeah, you're not wrong. But we actually, we don't use any liquidity providers or market makers. So this is an interesting thing that's been very sort of... It's been a topic of conversation over the years. For those of you watching, um, market makers and liquidity providers are either you know you can do it yourself as a protocol you can provide liquidity and coins to put against um, you know trading or you can use something called a market maker which is the very very sort of short form is that it is a group that will take um, treasury of your own token and will help kind of essentially yeah market make and they will trade on exchanges and kind of help with keeping liquidity up and prices, you know, um, moving. Hive doesn't actually use any of those. So in our sort of, uh, from the, our inception to now, we have, we don't pay a listing fee, which means that, um, you know, we get listed basically on our own merit. It usually means a lot of extra work. 
And in some cases, uh, you know, some some exchanges exist solely and make most of their money off listing fees. Um, but the other thing is, yes, we don't use liquidity providers or market makers. So maintaining exchange relationships is often um, a lot of back and forth communication. Uh, we help them with their nodes. We help them with any sort of high-level technical questions that they may have. We always make sure that they are working to best practices because, of course, we know these things. We're involved in Hive, but you just come back in and sit. People are wandering by just checking it out. Arkansh, this is basically it's his our, show. Arkansh again yeah. and again and again <laughs> and again. You're going to see him in your it's, nightmares. Oh, Jesus Christ. I think I have to leave, leave Rosarito to, to get rid of him. Oh, here we go. <laughs> Ruin my show every so, time. <laughs> so kind of coming back around to the exchange thing. Um, yes, we're often working with them because we think, oh, we know exactly how to do. plus tokens. Believe it or not, they don't actually really care too much or know too much about Hive. And their teams are constantly changing. They often have, you know, different people in tech positions. Yes. So, and when we notice things happening on chain, we usually have to check in with them. Um, but yes, so a couple times a year, usually the big exchanges will require due diligence documents and that will be sort of full on reports of you know what's happening around the chain who are the big wallets and many of they could check these facts themselves but let's face it they don't um and and their ex expectation is if you are a listed asset you need to you need to uh take the onus of providing all this information sure. so yeah my trip to alaska was sitting up in the lounge admittedly incredible views uh but providing a binance Just due cold. diligence document just was a bit it. colder than here, right? It is, yes. It's a little colder than Mexico. But I will say, if you're not afraid of that, uh, summertime in Alaska, it's one of my favorite things. Really? Oh, my gosh. Okay. Super sunny, super warm. Um, but awesome. once you're out, the water is cold. The glaciers are there. The nature is unbelievable. Um, I do a lot of glacier hiking. That's become a new sort of thing that I'm obsessed with over the last couple of years. So okay. there's, glacier, there's the Mendenhall Glacier and a couple of other really famous glaciers that you can go up. It's probably a good time to see them, um, whether or not what the reason may be are natural or not. Uh, the glaciers are receding, so these are areas that even the first time I visited Alaska, um, the glacier was almost a kilometer longer than it was this last time that I went. So they're anticipating right. that that recession will continue. So if you want to see some of these beautiful natural wonders, you got to get going. Got to get cracking. Sure. Yeah. I don't know. Less exciting than the exchange stuff, but... Uh, yeah, that's the long and the short of it. Is <laughs> you know, I think that Alaska is more exciting <laughs> than uh, exchanges. You know, but yeah. Uh, yeah so how awesome. did how did we get here? We got on the topic of doing a lot of traveling and and a lot of events. So yes, this year is the first year that my whole year was dedicated to Hive. To Hive. Yeah. Yeah, you've been in La Las Vegas, uh, Denver, Berlin. Um, and then so ju you, ju you just went to Europe as well. So yeah, yeah. So we, we like uh, conquering continents as well with Hive, right? Yes, absolutely, absolutely. Mm -hmm. And so you know what we're starting to see, and if you guys get a chance to watch my presentation back, what we're definitely starting to discover is that people are so interested in Hive, but they don't always um, they don't always find us naturally, and we know this, but we still kind of expect it. We still kind of 
Come on in. No, he's leaving us. Yeah. Mama, we can lure come you on in. in. Join us Just on the Hive split throne. Second. Yes, of course we miss you. Yeah, yeah. Join yes. the show. Yeah. Yes. We're just talking about uh, All right. about Crimson Cloud was traveling. It, how, yes, like for Hive, like in this year, like continents, you know, yeah. like time zones. How jet many lags. countries? Actually, not that many when you think about it, because two of the last events were in um, yes. were in the U.S. So actually, only like four countries this year. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So oh, we've got. Cool still okay we've got some events coming up but that's the idea is we get more communities doing local events hosting their own thing and, and then I, I won't I, need to do it anymore I love your presentation because uh, the, you uh, touch a point that I love that is that we need to go outside the critical world we need yes. to go to those communities those events that are not critical related yeah I'm talking a little about high because high touch every part of the world right now every, every aspect that you can use our tech yeah from high almost anything yeah, and so that's that's a hard sell. Like I say, I mean, what can you do with it? Everything. That doesn't yeah. entice somebody to learn more. Exactly. That's yeah. We'll have a marketing tool because how you sell something that do everything. Yeah. You need to know the people first. Well, and everybody promises that. Everybody says, oh, my, my thing does everything. It's the best thing. We get, yeah, we get sick of hearing it because it's often not true. Often that's just a pitch and, and crypto is full of it. And that's really hard exactly. because everybody in cryptos, I've got the Ethereum killer. I'm the new Bitcoin. My DAP is the best DAP. And it's, yeah, it's, we haven't quite yet seen any of them kind of come to fruition. The best thing I can see is like, we need decentralized Twitter. We uh, need decentralized YouTube. Bro, it's there since so seven years. Up. It's here. Yeah. You know? Yeah. That's what it is. Yeah. And they just, they we just. No. No, but I just can see this. It's very weird kind of dynamic on Twitter that these guys are talking about. We need decentralized this, decentralized that, Elon this, Elon that. But bro, it's there for seven years. So you're just hyping your post because you are yes. just crying. Yes. <laughs> but you're not looking for a solution because no. we're going to comments and saying, hey, it's there for seven years. Seven years, not, you know, seven days or seven months. I years. Yeah. And it's like... It's just, for, it's just for impressions, right? Sure, yes. absolutely. Yeah. I mean, it, it's a tricky thing because there's momentum. You know, nobody wants to leave where all their friends are. So Twitter is up. Can we, I'm just going to call it Twitter. I don't care that it's X. Oh, John says hi. <laughs> I just know. How are you, man? ¿Qué pasa, Siri? But yeah, nobody, nobody wants to leave where all the eyeballs are. And, you know, say what you want about Elon, whether or not you think he's the world's next supervillain or the world's next savior. He... Or both. Or both. You can be both. Absolutely. He's the hero we didn't... He's the hero we deserve, not the hero we need. <laughs> Something like that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Something like that. The billions are talking more the, than actually what's going on, okay, right? You know, he's... A, about actually the things in the background, because I just know how how it takes the human lives really yes to do the stuff that they are with this electricity it's a long story we don't we're uh, not talking not about it today yeah it is there is a lot of stuff in the background he is he's a fascinating example and you know in some ways we kind of have to look at okay where are successes happening in outside projects 
social media that we can emulate. And you know, the problem is, is a lot of his success right now kind of is stacked towards keeping people on Twitter. And that's difficult for us to replicate because what we're trying to do is rip people away from exactly. Twitter. Exactly. Like, so give them actually freedom of speech. Yes, and yes. so I think what the approach is going to have to be, and of course this is not you know just my opinion. It's not the opinion of Hive, um, is that I think we will have to see people who are willing to do both. So things like proof of sharing or or some of our initiatives with our DApps, you have to go to where people are to get them away. And yep. in a lot of cases, the idea of offering them Twitter when they already have Twitter is not attractive. So we have to start thinking a little differently. Okay, you're already on Twitter, so if you use, if you're active in the street workout community, for example, then what we want you to do is all of your street workout events, we want you to log them on ActiveFit and then take that and share your ActiveFit reports over on Twitter. Like, start bringing sort of some of the content to Twitter and get people excited about what you're doing versus just saying you need to leave because this platform is bad. No one wants to be told what to do. If I can, if I can say something, thank you. <laughs> yeah, thank you very much. Well, thank you very much. <laughs> Everyone's are, yeah, it's like uh, you run the show and then everyone's are, uh, I want to say something, I want to say something. Uh, why you didn't host it in the first place? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, no, the, the thing I want to say about it is I, I think the good example is my thing like Neo Talks Web 3, mm -hmm. right? That I posted on Hive and I also use other platforms. Yes. YouTube, Twitter, uh, you know, uh, Instagram, Facebook, whatever, right? Yeah. I just use all of it. So it's like mix of web two. And you're bringing people from web Twitter and exactly. web two to, yes. to your web three. Exactly, yes, because they might be interested about this stuff, right? Or they will be curious, you know, you decide there's curious people out there. It's probably less than 30% of society, mm -hmm. because like 70% of society is just sheep, they just follow what is there, right? Yep. There is like countries in this world that web oh, to stuff I go. and like, uh, uh, like Facebook is basically like on the phone straight away. They even create your account. Mm -hmm. I heard about that stories too. Uh, when you get your phone, it's that kind of thing. Yep. And the, in Asia, you, the, the, there's places that it's banned totally. Yep. Uh, so I'm just, what I try to say is that, yes, it's like this mix of Web 2 and Web 3. We're not saying don't use Web 2. It's bad. It's, a, it's, it's, it's evil. No, it's not. It's okay. And it's also, I think it's also the way you, you, you use it because you don't need to replicate the same content in Web 2 and Web 3. You could use Web 2 to bring people to the Web 3 where your community will always stay there. You won't get banned. You won't get blocked. I don't know. And you will also be rewarded and you will also reward your community. Yeah, use Web3 as a kind of backup or something exactly. for your content, right? So all my, maybe all tomorrow my it works. videos since beginning, because I was one of the first alpha testers of 3Speak in the past, oh, actually. I got, nice. no, don't, don't. <laughs> I got my badge. That's a flex. I got my badge. The deepest badge. Happy days. <laughs> you go to my 3Speak account, it's there. It's like so small that you barely can see it, but yeah, it's there. But I know it's there. Yeah, but I know, I, I, I know it's there. I won a lottery. <laughs> So, and, and all my videos since day zero, day one, day zero, on 3Speak are there until today. And no one can 
-hmm. remove them. Like not even not even uh, Starkers, who's the creator of, he can't even remove it. Yeah. You know because it's there. It's minted on blockchain, right? And now it's even more difficult with the SPK network. Yes. This is like another part, yeah. IPFS, this thing is like, yeah, you just it's just spread all over and yeah, it's it's just this kind of thing that I think she's almost done. It's like wow, it's like, you know more I like listen to what um, Matt and Dan are saying on CTT podcast, more I learn because I edit these videos as well, like I do these shortcuts, all yes. a lot of cuts all over internet, Twitter, da -da, it's, some of them are made by me, right? And I've listened to it and I'm like, I need, sometimes I need few hours or few days to actually get, get this information, like mix it in my head. And then I'm like, ah, makes sense. Mm -hmm. That's how it is. Check. Yeah. This is the decentralization, IPFS. No one can come to your house and take it from you. This is the this is the biggest thing about Web three actually yeah. yeah or yeah like Dan Dan said something like yeah if you tr if you throw a yeah no one can kick 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 you out from your own house party yeah I right. think that's like a good example right yeah, yeah. so yeah so that's just uh, uh, two, how you say two cents from me yes. <laughs> about it yeah <laughs> two cents from me yes. Manu, say, say, tell us, uh, how's it going? Like, what's going on? Well, I think you're going to love that your next guest here is Sophia. He's talking about e-commerce on high, or I think it's more too high, because you will need to buy something on Amazon, on Walmart, on any of these this places. But the reviews you will get, it will be from real people on high, in a centralized way that it can be changed by no one. Yeah. So, so a lot of affiliate marketing, as I'm kind exactly, of still yeah. a cookie here. And this is the cornerstone of how people are making money on the internet. A right lot now. of people are making money oh, from yeah. that. And they do it through Instagram or Facebook or wherever. So, yeah, this I think this is a real game changer. And I think a lot of people, I got a chance to talk to Grandpa here yesterday. And I think a lot of people, this has been under their radar. Because when YVO started, or Wavio, I think is how he says it. Wavio, yeah. yeah. When it started, um, it was about restaurants mostly, and it was oh. focused in Vancouver. And so that's a pretty small audience. And so he was realizing, Indeed. well, okay, I've got this sort of model that works really well, but interest-wise, that's a very small group of people to kind of use. And people on Hive are not just in Vancouver eating food. Exactly. So what if I take this wider and I say, okay, well, we know that there are people all over the world who enjoy different products, who do product reviews. I mean. There's tons of people who review things that they like on Hive already. Yeah. What if you could attach an affiliate link to that? And what if we could make it really, really easy? And so that's kind of where it's all come from. And so she's um, now taken this into her own branding. Exactly. She, mm -hmm. she was talking about his, his own branding. But the thing is, uh, if you have a, a brand or you want to build one, you can do it easily with Webby. You could have your own website. And you will already have the content there. Yeah. You will already have abused it because the content is already on high. Yes. So, so it would be, um, I don't know how to say, grab, grab that from, from high. Yes. And you will have also a community session so everyone could interact, everyone could mm -hmm. ask questions about this product, the other one, how is, is this good enough or not. Yeah. It's in, I think it's a new... Uh, 
uh, online experience for you to buy stuff. So totally. Social shopping is a really... Not for me, because Cuban can access to Amazon or all of that stuff. But I, I, I know people usually do that. Well, and this is a big thing. Um, TikTok is one of the places. I'm not a TikToker. Uh, I don't get it. I'm too old. No. I'm Grandma Kermie. And I can't uh, access to it. To it. Yeah, but... <laughs> But it is what's driving social shopping. You will find yeah. just TikToks that are nothing but here's the top five things I found on Amazon. I mean, people are starting to shop this way. They're starting to basically, you know, find their favorite creator. And I think Manu has amazing taste. I want all of the things he has in his living room. So you take a little video, you put it on three speak, you show off your five items. They're all from Amazon. You put your affiliate links. The people are like, yes, I'm going to buy them and yeah. click on the links. That is how a lot of people are shopping now. It's kind of wild. And so, you know, to have this, this um, option and this platform is a really great way of tapping into what's happening in the real world, which sometimes we forget. We build on Hive what we personally want, but not everybody wants the same thing. And sometimes oh. we build for ourselves and we don't think about what the rest of the world is looking for. Exactly. So this is very cool to me. That's why it's awesome we have so many pillages. It is, it's wild how many things are being built. Like, you guys know. Anybody that's watching this live stream, you probably already know about Hive. So you know how there is just, it's a crazy amount of growing projects. And so now it's bringing more people, bringing more people to build and bringing more people to use these really cool things that are happening out there. Exactly. And I'm going to go because I have to do some pictures here for, for the event. Yes, but you got to go and I got to eat I this last back. bit of cookie. I will holding it awkwardly because I'm here alone. <laughs> and if I put it in my mouth, then it's you just going to be me. something to you? No, no, it's okay. It's just I'm going to yeah. be sitting here. The live stream would be quiet, and people will just be watching me eat a cookie. Okay, people. That's top-tier entertainment. Just close your eyes. Yeah. <laughs> it's not going to be here at all, so okay. I will leave it here alone. All right, thank you, thank you. Thank and you, when you get When you see Sophia, send her my way. All right, perfect. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put this sad cookie down, and then that way nobody has to watch me eat on live stream. All right, so just me again, as per usual, and I was going to dump these crumbs on the floor. Uh, <laughs> in between interviews, my name is Crimson Clad. This is actually Neo's channel, but we are doing live streaming from Hive Fest in beautiful Rosarito, Mexico. And we're on day two now. So yesterday we were outside. We had a lot of really gorgeous weather. We had some great presentations. Now we're into our second set of presentations, and they've been going on this morning. We had our cage was first. I actually just had a presentation, and now we're waiting for Sophia. She'll be coming over. Um, so yes, using YVO, which we talked a little bit about yesterday, she has now built a whole brand, and she's kind of helping people understand what it actually looks like. We've heard about the DAP and the DAP builder and sort of the possibilities. Sophia has a whole brand that she's building around it. And here she comes. Hello, lovely lady. Pick a seat. Oh, don't worry about it. This is the chill zone. This is very informal. Ooh, Over right. here, you can just relax. Good. We have, what do we have at the bar for you? Do we have, here's, is this an unopened water, Neil? Uh, May I offer from the bar? It's a bottle of maple syrup. Uh, <laughs> yes. Oh, I, I won't give you one because. <laughs> You're always welcome. <laughs> this is, this is I, your show. I think I you can go, yeah, you can go behind your bar. <laughs> All right, so there, you did it. Is it your first high fest, your first high fest presentation? How do you feel about it? Coffee, water. I'll have a water. Yeah. This one is open. Yeah, this one is. No, this one is. 
<laughs> we'll let the bartender figure He'll, it out. I, I think he can get it. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, yeah. Perfect. Oh, good. Thank you. So yeah, first high fest, first high fest presentation. Yes. How did it feel? Felt so good. I remember when I was in Thailand and I was watching you guys, everyone presenting. I was like, oh, I want to do this one day, but I want to bring something that is exciting that people will respond to. So we've already been kind of talking your whole thing up. We cool. were sitting here. I was awkwardly sitting Got a little with a warm cookie up. and I had to, I had to figure out something. <laughs> so I was kind of explaining about how you've built, you're building a brand around social shopping. Yeah. Um, social shopping. <laughs> so people that are watching here, they've either already seen your presentation or they're going to watch your presentation later. So you don't have to give the whole spiel, but I think it would be super valuable to talk a little bit about where sort of where your brand came from mm -hmm. um, and how that kind of makes what you're doing and how you're using this tech stack really authentic because this is how we shop now. Yeah, this is it. We trust a person more so than we trust a brand. We'll take a brand based on what a person recommends. Ah, exactly. So um, one thing that I've noticed is everyone kind of has their own personal expertise in an area that they're passionate about. And there's just so many options out there right now when you go shopping and it gets so overwhelming. And just because um, an item comes up in the first list of Amazon, that doesn't necessarily mean that it's the best. So to be able to actually share your personal experience and expertise and create a very curated, custom, intentional list of items that you can share with people, that you can get people talking about, is so important and honestly it's something that people already do like I mentioned in my presentation people write reviews um, and their experiences on Amazon on Sephora alter whatever all the time and they do it for free but it's because they're passionate about something and they want to connect with people I'm just bringing the same experience but through Hive where people not only get to do that but they also get to earn you know, through crypto, through sponsorship awards. And a lot of people that come onto the site for the first time, they have no idea that they're on some sort of blockchain site. It just looks like a normal shopping experience like they always do. But then they're going to scroll down and they're going to see some user reviews and they're going to see a little dollar sign on it, you know, and they're going to think, what's that about? You know, and they're going to look at the content. They're like, I can do that. I can write about my experience using this lipstick or this perfume, whatever. And so I think it's a really organic, easy way for people to basically onboard onto Hive without even knowing about it and opening up their eyes. This is, this is my favorite way of onboarding, and I use yeah. it all the time. And it's a dumb word, but it's my favorite one, and that's automagically. So mm. yes, it's something that happens automatically, but it feels to the end user, it's just magic. It just happens. I yeah. don't actually care why. I don't need a technical explanation. It just works. Magic. Automagic. Um, and like so this <laughs> is, yeah, it's, it's super I'm gonna useful. I'm going to use that. <laughs> it's one of those things where my expectation is, yes, I need it to work magically. I want to come to this site. I want to look at all the products. I want to see your reviews. I want to see pictures of you. I love the brand. It's super cute. And I'm going to buy something. Or, yeah, I used it already, and I love it too. Yeah. These are all things that people inherently know how to do. Yeah. So one of the interesting things, and Manu and I were talking about it, is that, like, I'm not a big TikTok user, but I also recognize that TikTok has really driven the idea of social shopping. Yes. You will find video channels that are nothing but, you know, women who will share their five best Sephora finds. And it's literally just pictures of them holding up this one, 
this one. Yeah. This one. <laughs> kind of shooting or, in the dark, right? Yeah. yeah. Or you will find women who do, you know, a get ready with me where they actually put the whole makeup on. They show you how to use it. And then they say, this is the one I bought. This is the one I bought. So we're training people, honestly, to start trusting each other more so than just shopping blindly. Yeah. Um, and video content's a big part of that. So the idea now that we we have lots of users who do makeup reviews or who do are part of our top model, and this is only one niche, we have users who've already got content that they've created. Yeah. And so one thing that you brought up and that I'd love for you to kind of talk about here is just, okay, I've already I've already made a, a post or some content about my favorite lipstick, but now there's opportunities to both give some. Um, give some sort of life to an older post mm -hmm. and then also kind of share your products and build your brand with something you've already done. Yeah. So let's say we've got people out there who have already, um, I, I don't know, who have already made a bunch of posts. What does the process look like since you've done it, you've built the brand and you've gone through the process. What does it look like if they want to take those posts and turn them into something like Clean Girl? Yeah, so there's, I think there's two layers to that. There's people that have already created content, so possibly people like influencers that, you know, are living on TikTok or on Amazon, and they always have a link to their Amazon storefront, right, where they hope to collect their affiliate codes and stuff. Um, the thing is, is on these social shops, we're offering them so much more because we're not just saying, hey, this is a place for you to display your favorite items and to earn your Amazon codes. No, we're talking about you can earn through p posts. If a person comes in and uh, writes a quick review, guess what? You're going to get 3% from their earnings as well. It's just there's so many added ways on which you can earn. And you can simply, instead of your Amazon storefront, you can just have your own social shopping link on your on your website. And you can grow not only in you know the traditional social media sites, but in others as well. What I've been doing, because I'm personally not a content creator, I, don't, I really wouldn't know where to start. <laughs> You're doing it. You're creating content right now. No I'm pressure. Learning. It's happening. It's happening right now. But there are people that have already created beautiful reviews of these items. So what I do is I go on to specifically TikTok and YouTube have some very open policies where the author will actually state like, hey, I want you to share my stuff. I actually want you to go ahead and repurpose it. So I can go ahead and grab a beautiful TikTok of a girl trying out a blush, trying out a lipstick, and I write a post about it myself being like, hey, this here's so-and-so, here's her thoughts on it, and I post it onto Hive, which shows up in my user reviews under that specific item and I earned from it even though it wasn't my video to start with yes but they gave rights to it so I but just warning warn to the wise do not use Pinterest and Instagram because they have pretty strict rules against that interesting yeah so but TikTok I, is quite open I love this idea too because I'm hearing you talk about it I had no idea yeah um, this is a fascinating way to kind of also some of these influencers don't know we exist yeah but at the same time you know not only yes you're earning from it or yes you're kind of putting some oomph behind your own review because here's somebody who agrees and has made some content yeah but you're also a you're supporting their content creation and that you're spreading it wider but B this is an opportunity to then go back and share and say, hey, look, I, I made this post about it. You can notify them. Why don't you? Yeah. Yes. So why, do, why don't you come and do this also? Like, why aren't you kind of yeah. coming over here? Why do I have to do it for you? You can do it yourself. <laughs> well, I mean, you know? any, any onboarding stream where we can bring somebody from uh, or at least get them using both types of media is really, really valuable. So this is interesting because it's not just socially shopping. 
It's also, once again, a network effect that's growing Hive, yeah. or even your own community, because a lot of us enjoy an influencer or enjoy a content creator um, and kind of wish, like, it'd be nice if they answered my comment or, you know, yeah. I wish I could get to know them more. And we're very lucky on Hive because many of us do know each other. Yes. We're very familiar very and it happens really quickly because you start posting in a community and you recognize the other uh, prolific creators in that community mm -hmm. and all of a sudden you're friends. Um, it's a lot less siloed than some of the sort of legacy social media are instead of bringing these people over and building strong communities is really, really cool. Yeah. It's a great way of handling it. So one of the other things you said is, you know, um, it's not really a content creator. It doesn't super matter because you can choose, you can choose the items that you like. You're a good curator. But um, how is how did you find the process of actually creating a website? Because in this case, you've got a lot of tools that just let you build a shop that looks the way you want, right? Yeah. And so for you, you've now developed your brand, the look, and you know how. What did that process look like? How did that? How did that go? Well, in the beginning, it was definitely a lot more difficult um, because we didn't have the Chrome extension. So for every single item that I wanted to add, I would have to manually put in the title, the description, upload the photographs. You know, I would have to add the price, the ratings, the uh, link, the similar items, and all this and that. Like it just took a really long time. Yeah. So I would be like able to add eight or ten items per day at most. Mm -hmm. Now with the Chrome extension, because it's automatic and it does it for me, I add roughly 30 to 45 items per hour. Wow. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. So you can really like go get creative, like find the items that you want. Don't hold back, right? And it also gives you more opportunity to earn. The more options you give to people, the more they're like, oh, I didn't see this. I want to I try that. And it just makes it more vibrant. That's a really interesting take. So, I mean, we don't only have to talk about, you know, your hive stuff. We can yeah. just talk about stuff stuff too if you <laughs> want. So feel free to go off on a tangent. This is a pretty a pretty chill space. Um, and Neo is just watching the chat to make sure that if anything pops up, if people have questions or comments, he'll throw it out. Oh, John Snow. Chat are delighted by your presentation. Ah, so everybody's really you. enjoyed it. I think this is this is new and fresh. We're we're really lucky that you know every Hive Fest something new gets uh, something new gets introduced. But this is I think probably one of the first sort of really big changes into a new arena. Yeah, we've got lots of you know new games, but they're all games or new social front ends that are about long or short form content, but they're all still that. This is a really different concept. Very new. Um, yeah. And it's really, really cool to see that it's something that you've spearheaded and you've built a whole brand behind. So with this now, how are you, um, how are you planning on going forward? Because you're curating lots of items, you're yeah. building this really expansive store. And so for you, like, are you becoming the face of clean girl? Like what's sort of, what's the goal that you're kind of discovering with all this? Cause you know, you've got I think we're learning so much as we go ahead with it, but we're going to learn within this next, you know, upcoming year, hopefully at the next high fest, we'll talk about what were some of the successful marketing strategies because you know, I haven't been focusing a lot on marketing yet because I feel like it's not quite finished yet. Like you're going to mm -hmm. open the site, you're going to see zero on some yeah. of the items. That's not that's not nice. Like like if you're interested in fashion and there's nothing there. <laughs> it's like, okay, come on. Right? So I I'm just I'm building it right now, but not not that being said, we have already been dabbling with some marketing. Um, we have been trying Google Ads. It's tricky. We're learning. Google Ads is a mess. But it's Good a mess. For you. And and also, <laughs> we have 
we have intentionally created the websites. All social shops are uh, friendly with the um, search, uh, like search optimization. Is that the yes, right? SEO. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Yep. So, yep. Oh, so that's fantastic. very important. We're also going to be. Uh, allowing for the social shops to have their own embedded um, advertisements so you can sign up with Google Ads and Where they can have go? ads within your site. Another way of creating passive income. Mm -hmm. So the whole point of this is it's, it's really just passive income. Affiliate marketing, all that. Once you establish an excellent marketing routine and you, know, you're, you have users on there that are posting and connecting, you can just sit back and enjoy the cash flow, which is really quite unique. And therefore, you can go ahead and build more and more shops. You can teach people on how to create shops, things like that. Because you know, our background, where we started with Hive, is we were actually creating sites for people to write reviews at restaurants for certain dishes and drinks that they enjoy or didn't enjoy for whatever reason. But our problem that we faced was that it was incredibly geographically constricting Whereas e-commerce, yep. makeup, skincare, fashion, all that is just like, it's global, right? Like it, you hit a huge demographic like that. Mm -hmm. And I think that was, um, that's going to be a key factor in our success here as well. Totally. Well, I think, I mean, you guys have such a, a good idea of what to be building out. And part of that is because you're living it. Yeah. You're, you're basically going through and you're like, wow, that didn't work. I really did not like doing that manually. We live and we, we better, learn. We better make a Chrome extension. <laughs> yeah. That's honestly, that's the best way to do it. Um, and so we were just talking about this earlier. Uh, Manu and I were saying it's tricky in the disruptive tech space because often you build what you want and that's, it keeps you passionate. Yeah. You, you know, you build what you want, but especially as a developer, sometimes you know the right way to do it, but that doesn't mean that's how somebody's going to interact with your product. Mm. And that's mm -hmm. a tricky thing is I, I expect you to follow my flow of X, Y, Z, but that's not what the user does at all. The user goes Z <laughs> first and then they're like, ABC, F, U, Z again. And you're like, what? what where, how heck? did you get there? Like, yeah. And so it's one of those things where it's very, very valuable to have somebody who actually uses the product and for you to be both part of like the group that's developing and then also someone who is building their own brand and their own income stream and kind of, uh, you know, using that experience to make it better. Yeah. I think what people are going to take away from this is that Easy is better. Um, yes. We know that these things are possible and a lot of people are deterred from pursuing them because I'm not a dev. I don't, I don't have a Google Analytics panel. <laughs> I don't, yeah, these are yeah. scary. I don't like them. And so the idea of, no, we're going to give you a tool. Like, you can make the shop look the way you want. You can import items easily. You know, you, it'll come down to, yeah, the marketing strategy. And, and everybody handles that a bit differently. But just curating a really great looking so, uh, shop and then having your own personality behind it is a big driver. It's a big driver. So, yeah, I have to admit, like, your presentation and sort of what you guys are doing, one of the things that I'm most stoked about. Also, also a Canadian. Hey. Also a Canadian. Also so Canadians. <laughs> West, West Coast Canadians, which is very important. Canada's coming for yeah, blockchain. Oh, yeah. We got you. Um, <laughs> so it's quite funny because, yeah, Neo's back there. I w I've been giving out the Canadian care package. Every time I go to High Fest, yeah, I bring a whole thing. Oh, I bring a whole thing of mini maple <laughs> syrups. Maple syrup. Because yep. it's Life. hilarious how many people have not had real maple syrup. And I'm, I'm looking at you too, US, like no offense, but you guys really love the corn syrup and it's- It's not, it's not it the real thing. It doesn't work, man. It no. doesn't work. Yeah. 
yes, exactly. I, don't even want, I can't even say it. <laughs> Get so the gonna, real stuff. I was going to offer everybody some. I'm, I'm going to take. I'm good. I'm stacked. <laughs> <laughs> don't worry. <laughs> oh, so now what? I mean, you've got this stuff on Hive, and um, do you have more? Do you have more plans on Hive? Or are you just kind of coasting along on this? Because yeah. this is the chill zone. You're allowed to just be like, nope, tomorrow I'm going to go lay on the beach and do nothing. <laughs> you're allowed to say that. It's all about balance. <laughs> um, but, you know, if you're watching this and you're thinking, I have a great idea and I feel like I haven't, I'm an expert in a certain area and I want to create a shop because it would really just help me, help my clients, whatever. Um, if you're just not entirely sure where to start because it could be a little overwhelming, um, if you go Wavio about section, they, we have tutorials for you on how to build, ah, yes. which is great because sometimes you watch a presentation and then you go home and you forget everything, right? So you want to be able to come back to something. Again, if you liked what I'm doing and you feel like these sort of themes are close to your heart, uh, go ahead and copy the public object onto your site and everything that I've done and am doing you will have complete access to which makes your you know you just cut out a year of <laughs> of work from your <laughs> you can just go straight into the marketing and straight into the earnings so i really want to make this as accessible to users as possible i mentioned on stage the reason why i chose this theme is because it touches on everything like you know yes. and and you can all imagine how big just makeup in and of itself is or fragrance or or body care hair care oh my gosh yeah so I, i'm doing all of the work for you guys so that you can easily repurpose it for yourself and just hit the ground running yeah. right away this is that coopetition thing again. Yeah, I like. These I want weird, you all to succeed. Yeah, I like these weird portmanteau words where you take two words and you smash them together and you make a terrible new word out of them. <laughs> but it's, the, it's but the it truth, works. Right? <laughs> like it's competitive. It. It's competitive cooperation, and it's the same yeah. thing. I mean, uh, we we come from a culture of scarcity and we're always concerned yeah. that somebody has something we have or if somebody else succeeds we don't uh, and that's and that's tough because it shapes how you think and it shapes how you approach relationships yes, and software yeah. this is the opposite this is saying it doesn't matter you know the people that are going to gravitate to me and be around me are going to be around me the effort that I'm going to put in is going to benefit me but at the same time if you all do well I do well too Exactly. And our ecosystem. It's a symbiotic relationship. Yeah. yeah. And that's a hive thing. Like I, it, the rising tide lifts all boats or we've got a, we've got a million sayings that we use around the platform, but it is the truth. <laughs> yeah. Um, because anybody onboarded, even from Splinterlands could potentially be a clean girl customer. Heck yeah, absolutely. Kind of and wild. anybody from like all over the world can comment on it. Even if say you don't necessarily feel the need to purchase anything like you're like, okay, I'm I have everything I need. Well, if you open up your makeup drawer, you probably already have 10, 20, or even 30 of the items that are in my shop. Go ahead, go start posting your reviews. Go start talking about it. Go start connecting to people. Each one of those posts is a hive post yeah. where you're going to you know, earn that way in and of itself. Isn't that exciting? Yeah. Right? So one question, because I'm hearing some applause. So yes. usually that means they'll start doing the, the standard the &A question yeah. section. Um, what does that look like? So uh, you're a Hive user, you know, you know everything's automatically working. I'm <laughs> someone on the other side of the world and oh my gosh, I love this uh, foundation. But I'm not a Hive user. What does it look like when I visit your shop and sort of what options do I have to interact with you and your products? Because your shop isn't, 
is it on Hive? It's its yeah. own website. So what does that look like? If I want to just start interacting or maybe post or purchase, you know, what requires kind of getting onboarded? What yeah, can absolutely. I do? So you don't even have to onboard if you just want to participate in the shopping aspect of it, right? So you see an item and you look at the videos and you're like, oh, this is really neat. I'm going to go and now I'm going to go follow the link to Amazon and I'm going to go ahead and purchase this, the stuff. You could end your experience there. But we focus on the reviews section. And when you see those beautiful reviews and you see that there's a little dollar sign down there that mm -hmm. says five, seven, 13 bucks, some even more than that. And you start thinking, well, I can do that. What's, what's this all about? And you click the write a review button. It's going to take you to Hive Signer. Ah, okay, okay, yeah. okay. So you want to earn, you're going to go ahead and it's going to be very simple. You, you don't even have to go through the whole uh, storing your keychains. You could literally just use your Gmail account, your Facebook account, create your username, password like you do with any other site. Mm -hmm. And you're going to, I'm going to try this out. I'm going to write a little review about this lipstick because I've been using it for years. I know what it's all about. And all of a sudden, likes are coming in. Yep. People are commenting. And within, within a week, you look at your wallet and you're like, oh my gosh. It's, There's it's something an there. interesting so, thing. Yeah, it is the the sort of first time you get any payout, dust or not, is a weird, fascinating thing where you're yeah. like, okay, whoop, what just happened? Yeah, like, this is real. Sure. Yeah, you for know? sure. <laughs> so that's awesome. I'm stoked. I'm gonna invite Neo to come back in, but now because we are in the chill zone and this is just getting to know you as well, um, with everybody watching. What do you what do you want to say? It could be anything. Do you want to introduce yourself? Do you want to talk a little bit about like anything? This is your free moment to say whatever you like. I think we're still in the early adaption phase of decentralization and cryptocurrency. Anyone who's here right now, don't give up. This is going to continue to grow. It might not grow as fast as you want it to. A bear market can have a toll on your psyche and, you know, make you want to yeah. say like what's the point of this? Guys, decentralization always wins in the end right now from so many levels people are getting fed up with centralization they're feeling trapped and they don't know what to do they're scared of being you know censored and where are they gonna get their media and and just where how are they gonna function we're offering an alternative and the people that start early are gonna get rewarded the most I truly believe in that I know that to be true so be stoked guys you're here you know something so incredible like it's gonna change the world and nobody can stop it so have fun heck yeah get creative heck yeah <laughs> and you know and that's funny that you mentioned that because both of us are canadian yeah and so one of the things that happened recently was uh, and i don't even know where the rule came from but it was something about the canadian government said hey you can't you have to pay fees to produce you know be able to share news yeah. from outside the country and so basically what happened is like Facebook and Instagram were like cool you can't look at your own national news anymore yep so I mean again I'm not I'm not a huge Facebook user I think it's like TikTok you can user. but you have to pay the money or something like yeah, that well, it's just like <laughs> you go to see I don't know the CBC or whatever and it's yeah. like yeah we can't pr we can't show this to you and it's and I still feel news. as informed today as I did yesterday before well, that yeah, happened, I mean, you know? There's, there's not a whole lot of useful information there, but it is. It's fascinating. Yeah. It's fascinating how quickly that happened. A country cut off from its national news provider on social media. I live as in As if Canada. their viewership wasn't already plummeting, right? Yeah. It's just, 
yeah. hilarious. <laughs> so it goes to show you, I mean, there's a platform directly, I, whether we like it or not, the CBC is funded. Listen, I'm using a Canadian example because we're Canadian. But it applies to other but, countries you know, too. the CBC is funded by Canada. As a Canadian, you'd think, okay, I should be able to see this. But Facebook and Instagram have said, eh, it doesn't work for us in our profit model. So sorry, you can't. That is a wild yeah. concept that really yeah. underlines kind of the, the infrastructure that's underneath both these shopping experiences and everything else built on Hive. Yeah. Um, so it is, it's, it's a wild thing. I'm going to check over here and see where we're at. Decentralized hosting. Is that the same people that were after you or is that a new, whole new thing? I don't know. We were chatting. We were having too much fun, <laughs> we're you guys. We having so much fun with you guys. There so it is. Okay. okay. We nailed it. So we're going to ask you to say goodbye to everybody and we'll bring somebody else on but honestly super stoked for what you're doing and if any of you guys need to fix your face or kind of you know get get a little pretty go check it out what is cleangirl.social.gifts yeah cleangirl.social.gifts so all the social shops are going to have uh social.gifts at the end so we have coffee we have camping we have people sharing their favorite books you can get so creative with it and run with it and you can build a community around it. And I think it's a really fun way to, to be a Hive user without even really thinking about it too much. It's not just blogging. So have fun it. with it, you guys. Uh, if you have any questions, reach out to me. Um, you know, I'm always available. Sophia G or, you know, just find me on Telegram, whatever. Yes. We'll, we'll, we'll connect and it's been, it's been a pleasure. Fantastic. I already love you. I'm so stoked. Well done, you. Canadian love. <laughs> <laughs> well done, you. So we'll try and I don't know if they're finishing up, but we will. You can have your drink of water. Yes. And we're going to. Oh, is Detlev coming in? Detlev's coming in. Hello. This was a Vancouver ladies Come here. Sit. Yes, it is. Introducing this live stream. <laughs> Introducing this live stream. Oh, that's nice. You have to like <laughs> jump in. You are allowed and, like, to? Get attention. There it is. Hello, everybody. <laughs> Welcome. I tried to escape from the stage where I was moderating all the time to join this session here. Mm. Water away. Um, to. Bye bye. Uh, to have a little talk about the different things uh, we are doing on a blockchain. I really will try to set up a beer shop. I already wandered around here and said, well, what would be the name of that beer shop store? Beer Saturday. Beer Saturday. That's what I guess. Might be a cool idea. Yeah, we <laughs> will work on this and um, we will give it a try. So why not? Why not? Why not? Exactly. Yeah. And we have a community with already 2000 people on it. Um, so it might be interesting how to use it. There might be some interesting topics if this be on that, that or this um, side of yeah. Amazon, so we have to sort it out in some way. I'm not but sure if Amazon has a beer, but... <laughs> yeah, they have, they have, they have. Yeah. 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 Really? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, we, we used it. We used it. Uh, even yeah, yeah, we, we, Books, we, yeah. We had an event in Berlin and I wanted to bring some Belgian beer. So mm. I was thinking, wow, five boxes of beer in a car but I go with a train it's not handy so after many thinking about having a, a local shop called and deliver it to the hotel and the hotel people will look a little bit different if there are five boxes of mm, beer coming into my room saying well that like what is going on we ended up with ordering it with Amazon which is 
more cheap as getting it from a local shop. Imagine how much money you could have earned. Five to seven percent commission off of that. Lovely. Passive income, baby. And <laughs> uh, get it delivered to my room. The best part of it, it was you didn't hear that there's beer in a package because mm. they put some paper around the bottle. So no ring, ring, ring. It was silent delivery. Yeah. No questions asked. No eyebrows raised. Yep. Clever. So that worked fine. And it, it gives us the idea to do maybe a little bit more about this. Yeah. 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 Exactly. But I'm here as well to talk about the beer Saturday. Do you have some questions? No. No. I want, I want to hear the whole spiel. The whole spiel. It's been all elevator pitches yeah. all day. Now's your time. <laughs> here it is. Um, actually, it's the longest running challenge here on the Hive blockchain. We do it since 324, 25 weeks in a row. And uh, this is something where everybody could join because we, we have the topic of the third most drunken liquid on earth, which is beer. Um, and many people like it if it's a light beer or a dark beer or a strong beer or whatever. And we even have recipes where people do a cake or a bread with beer instead of adding water. So mm. it, it's not about the alcohol at all. It's more, way more about the taste. Yeah. Yeah. You know, the best Russian shashlik is made being marinated with onion and beer. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Boom. Yeah, It stays there for a while, get a little bit taste of the beer. It tenderizes. Yeah, and yeah. not, not uh, the alcohol at all. It's just about the taste. And the <laughs> Lunch is soon, um, <laughs> so we, we will be there. And back to this challenge, um, I'd like to give you a little bit um, overview in a warm Mexican bar where we're hanging out here um, is th that we have people to make three pictures of whatever happened around that beer maybe at least at one picture there might be a bottle or a glass or whatever they had describe either the beer or a situation where they've been but a bit more than hanging out with my friends, headache 20 beers. This is not the content we are looking for. Mm. So ending up with this idea, started it back in 2017 sometimes. Um, we reached around 2,100 members in a beer community on Hive. Mm. Yeah. It is wild and we had so many different stories and um, the best is people get upvotes, they get paid and they even win something for their posts. So yeah, um, the, the, the idea behind this is that they post something, they make a nice story from the pub or from the street or wherever and then they might win some crypto which enables them again to get some more beer for the next week. And it's a whole cycle. <laughs> We're all about sustainability on Hive. so. <laughs> <laughs> so this is quite a lot of fun and um, accidentally uh, a worldwide community where people are talking about this and this brings us Hivians together on many different um, parts of the world. I'm, I made meetups in, in Bali for um, people while I was traveling there and we had a few uh, beers on a, on a beach and a long talk Beautiful. about what we could do with Hive. Well, and Beer Saturday was yesterday as well, right? Oh, it was wild. A very special wild. Beer Saturday. <laughs> so I've seen some posts. What did you yeah, we, we, we went to the penthouse and there were accidentally a fridge full of beer. Local beer from... It happens. Um, it happens. When I got there, it was empty. I had the last beer out of that fridge. How many was in it? 
I don't know. It doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> they, they appeared uh, Enough for some suddenly. content, yeah. I hope. <laughs> and um, now we are even pictured from other people who are hanging around here. Lovely. Yes. And uh, yes, the, the beer Saturday, Saturday gathering is a tradition on Hive. We started way back in Lisbon. And um, we, we had a pub crawl in Lisbon. We had a pub crawl in... Um, in, in, in Krakow where we went to a very nice place and uh, back in Bangkok we visited that place on the close to the river where the, they had a brewery or some hmm. some very nice beers on tap so this is all again bringing people together talking totally. to each other I should have a question for you uh, do can people create their own challenges like a red wine challenge or 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 a bakery challenge. I don't know, just anything. Or a beauty challenge. Sure. Yeah. Beauty with beer. It might work <laughs> from the inside. That's very subjective, <laughs> isn't it? Yeah, if you if you take a beer to the inside of you, the outside of you will look good. This is this is not financial advice, but it is advice. Yeah, for sure. Everybody could create his own challenge about whatever he liked to do. It's and this is what I could say after a few years, a lot of marketing activities. So you have to yeah. find some people, you, you just have to start and then you have to find a way how to uh, put a price in a challenge, talk to other people to get some sponsoring, maybe getting a few tokens here. We have Leo token in the sponsoring, we have some, some other beer token, we have other things, um, so this is and quite it open. A community, yeah. And it builds automatically a community around yeah. it. That's so cool. Yeah. Go ahead and create your own challenges. <laughs> and if you need any advice, any help, or some of the tools we use, connect with Detlef um, on whatever channel you see me, and sooner or later I will reply and come back with some ideas. If I don't reply, comment on one of my posts, and then I will reply for sure, because I'm not all time on Discord and other tools. Yeah. Managing cool. expectations. I like that. <laughs> yeah, if but I don't reply... Try again. Isn't <laughs> it again, fair? And again. Uh, I, I hate waiting. Yeah, it, 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 it's way better. So commenting on one of the posts might be the best way instead of uh, waiting on a comment somewhere yeah. on another channel. Yeah? yeah, cool. Totally agree. Okay. Anything Shoot. else we like to discuss? That's your guys' show now. Our show. Okay. Our show. You are just watching. That's nice. Um, <laughs> as you are with me, um, you, you saw this morning we started the um, Hive Elevator. Yes, the elevator pitches. And what would be better is to have you here beneath me and give you a chance. <laughs> One elevator pitch. <laughs> I didn't have time to prepare for this. <laughs> and give you a little pitch. Why should people join Hive? And please, before you on do hive this... Hive in general, right? Hive in general. Please, okay. before you do it, try to focus on a specific style of persona maybe yeah. beauty people or maybe people from vancouver or people from wherever um, vancouver vancouver <laughs> it's vancouver it's not it's it's definitely with a v <laughs> vancouver vancouver mm -hmm. vancouver people on hive <laughs> yeah, get it. um you know i'm gonna address it to people who enjoy using mainstream media like uh, people who just enjoy being on TikTok and Instagram because let's be honest, a lot of like the main audience is there right now, right? 
So what we've seen within the last few years is that, you know, centralization has a real effect on people to be able to post freely and not only just post themselves, but to listen to people that they feel like they can connect to. And censorship has affected a lot of people. But in addition to this, we have people that post on Instagram, TikTok almost all the time, every day, expecting that they can, you know, break it as an influencer and have that be their, you know, main source of income or whatever. And granted, that does happen, but to a very, very little percentage of people. But what does that tell you? It tells you that TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, all of these platforms are earning off of your usership. They're earning off of your content, your likes, your comments, all that has value. You've been trained to think that it doesn't, that you're just doing it for free to connect with your friends and just to be uh, modern, right? No, this has value. Hive, because it's completely decentralized. There is no Mark Zuckerberg or Elon Musk at the top there. So all of that value is distributed to the user. You don't have to have millions and millions of followers and users to be able to earn on Hive. You know, but I see people with less than 500, you know, followers making excellent passive income essentially off of their posts. I guess it's not technically passive because they had to post, but you know, you're already doing that. It's part of your everyday life and I think that that has so much value and then there's a lot of you know technical stuff behind the scenes and there's so much more that you can build like social shops and whatnot you can have YouTube on three speak and things like that but get it out of your head that your attention your viewership of content is worthless it has value bring that value back to yourself and to like-minded people where you know you're not going to be censored, where you know your stuff isn't going to be taken away, where you know the people that you enjoy are not going to disappear. That to me is a key. Um, I think it's what we need. And guys, you will never be able to fight the big guys at the top. No. You can only check out of the system. That's a little bit longer pitch, but a perfect one. Um, but <laughs> If I practice it, it could be a little shorter. <laughs> I will come back later. Um, anyway, this is to the point uh, with what we have on Hive. Use it, test it, take your content you might even put on TikTok or wherever, put it there and see a different result because yeah. you will at least have something, starting slowly, something in your own pocket. And you spend all the time making the videos, buying your equipment, all the light, all the sound, all this. So this will help you to really have something for yourself. And people are really nice on Hive. Not everyone, but people are really nice. And like they all know that you're, you're here for the same reason as they are. So actually to connect, it's, I find it easier. It doesn't feel as cold as it does on, you know, like Facebook and stuff like that. So yeah, we are here there. Yeah, we, we are there. If you engage with us, we, <laughs> we probably leave we'll you a like, a, a yeah. vote, or whatever. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Okay, but I think yeah. I could talk for hours, but I think it's time for lunch soon. I'm not in charge, but I can tell you, my stomach <laughs> thinks it is very close to time. For yeah, it's time. And <laughs> actually, we are in Mexico, but in this room, it's chilly. Uh, hungry Detlef. Hungry Detlef. So There's see you soon <laughs> with a beer or without a beer, with a pitch, without a pitch, but we are here. Yeah. I guess 
I think I'm stuck here until we know what's happening with the stream. So we're probably going to be alive a little bit more. So you guys are free to run for. We're going to go set up the table if you want to go make a run for it. But uh, yeah, we got we got a little bit of time left. I see I see some hoverers out here. Hey, hey, beyond the lights, okay. you're hovering. You're in the splash zone. Does that mean you want to come in here? Do we have questions? Come in here. Come, come. Take a mic. Check it out. Just grabbing them right out of the crowd into the into the hive chair. So we're live. Hello. He was he was hovering and lurking beyond the lights, so I snagged yeah. him. So yeah. Hey, welcome. Why don't you say hi to everybody? Hi. Hi, everybody. Who are you? I'm Jason <laughs> from Hive. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> these are these are Hive watchers, so they probably know that okay. you are All from right. around the blockchain. But okay. so you're here. How many Hive fests have you been to? Uh, this is my third one. Third? Yeah, Pretty good. Yeah. Racking them up. Been How are you feeling about it? I guess. I mean, if you count the the virtual ones, uh, that would be up there. But yeah, yeah. 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 Or like physical ones. Three right. is pretty good. Physically, yeah. I've been to Lisbon and to Amsterdam. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay, so a spread. Yeah. All right. So you're a longtime hiver. Um, how are you, how you finding the presentations? Huh? How are you finding They're the presentations? They're pretty good. They're pretty good. I mean, I've been, like you, like you said, uh, being in high for a while. And it's great to see how the technology has started to, you know, connect with the between each other. I was talking with Taskmaster mm -hmm. on the, uh, yeah. the high uh, space. Yes. And uh, we, we were talking about it. I was uh, telling him that I've been in open source for a while. Mm -hmm. And we usually see this uh, thing where developers start scratching their own itch and they go separate ways. Yes. But then eventually it all start to connect again. Mm -hmm. And we have like a bigger, better platform, more like flexible and things. So. It's great to see that development going on. It's also great to see these events where you talk to people that you know for years, but you only know their handle. Yes. And all of a sudden you say, oh my God, you're Jason. Oh my God, you're, you're Crimson Clad. And, 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 <laughs> and then you start like, like putting face with nicknames and with avatars. And it is. It's, it's awesome definitely, yeah. yeah, it's definitely a weird feeling. Yeah. And I have to say, I got to thank you because if you guys have been watching the presentation streams twice, you've, or, well, more than twice, but twice when I've been up there, yeah. you've asked good, sharp, not critical, but not like pandering questions. And I appreciate that because obviously when you have a presentation, it's nice when someone lobs you a softball. <laughs> that is appreciated. But I mean, part of the reason that we have these gatherings yeah. and we have presentations is like, hey, we're here, let's bang our heads together, let's talk about what's working, what we don't understand. Um, so yeah, big big props to you on that because <laughs> not everybody's willing to do it and, and that's okay. It's nice to have people encouraging you and giving you good, uh, easy questions that have right. you know good morale answers. But yeah. I, I like that you, you love Hive enough to kind of think a little more critically about it too. Yes, yes, I've been there for a while and I'm always critical about things I, I really care. Yep. I want to see them improve and succeed want them to people to like you know think about it like yeah. where are we going what is this going to mean eventually and if we're going in the right direction or we're just you know wasting our time on things mm -hmm. so i think it's important to have thoughtful questions that make people you know think about the future more than the now yeah you know? yeah well and that's a, that's a tough one in our space i yeah. think you see what you what you think about it but we do we're we're so caught up in in being worried about getting everything we can at this second 
that we forget that this this technology is basically the foundation for everything that comes exactly. next. Yeah. I mean, I maybe not Hive specifically, but yes, Hive specifically. Mm -hmm. But decentralized, open source. Yes. You you were talking about being yes. an open source. Um, so yeah, how, how do you how do you feel about that? Because obviously we've got about fifty fifty. We've yeah. got for profit companies. We've got you know, non-profit open source development. We've got somewhere in the middle. Um, do you think open source is a really important aspect of Hive? It's very important, but also it's important to have like professional people mm -hmm. as well. So I've been critical about both areas. Like, well, are we open source enough? Are we really telling people, here's the GitHub, this is how you hack it, yeah. this is how you create a smart contract on Hive, which not many people know where it is, yes. even if, you know, Regardless if they know to code or they don't know where to code, do you know where to, where to go to get that information? And that yes. is critical as well. And on the flip side, you also want to have business. Mm. You want to bring business and you want to make it easy for business to embrace the technology. And this is not just Hive. This is, you can say the same thing for blockchain Thousand percent. and for open source. And also it's like companies say, okay, I'm in it. Where, where can I find developers? You know, where can I find the experts to, you know, to bring the code to my business and, and to integrate? Yeah. And I think that's important as well to also keep in check of where the resources are, if there are, and if not, encourage the community to create them and produce them. You know? That's a big one. We, we're lucky that we have that on Hive. And so that's certainly, you know, we did. We had a, a previous project um, from the legacy blockchain that was kind of um, working towards open source code contributions. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, that, uh, that kind of collapsed uh, alongside sort of some of the viability of the project. But here we are. We've got a whole platform that incentivizes knowledge sharing alongside yep. information sharing. Um, what do you? What would you really like to see? If, if there was one type of knowledge that we could build a new community around, and we could just suck all of the information out of people's brains, what, what should we push? Like, what would be a community with knowledge that we want to share on Hive, just to archive it and have it and get people excited about it? Oof, that's no pressure. <laughs> yeah, this is the chill zone. So if you want to be like Krim, shut up, get out of here. I'm, no, I'm not answering that. You can do that. Right, right, but right. But genuinely, like there, are, for me, t I can think of a couple things. And it's not necessarily only tech, but yeah. I can think of a couple types of knowledge that I just, gosh, I hope we don't lose that. I'd love, or I hear somebody talk, but I wish they'd write it all down in the chain because then mm. it would just be there. We could all look at it. Um, you think there's anything like that that you wish we could kind of get a group together it depends, about? It depends who you ask because, like, the, the people is very diverse. So, yeah. for I talk with the people from Cuba mm -hmm. and Venezuela because they, they're the most Spanish-speaking communities right you know to represent and for them hive is some something completely different than talking to archangel of course know? yeah or talking to people in europe or in the states yeah. you know that they're building and they're trying to innovate and uh, mm -hmm. so it's a very different scenarios i really like the hive that somebody told this it's like hive is the only cryptocurrency you can get it without putting money first yes you know yeah you can actually just create what you want and you will get rewarded and that rewarded is your gain. So that opens up to everybody around the world. You can get people from Ghana contributing, yes. earning capital. So for them, that capital is also very important because in their countries, sometimes the currency issue is not very like straightforward. Totally. You know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's, 
That's a great point. Yeah. And I mean, you know, and for everybody that's watching, we, we try to avoid being like, come here, make tons of money. Because that's not the reality. But you, you're exactly right in that somebody who would be locked out of a financial first entry point. Like, let's face it, for whatever reason, they're in a either underdeveloped or they're underemployed, uh, unbanked, whatever it is, they would be locked out of a currency or a community that required you to buy into a coin. And the inherent idea that you produce value and you share value, yep. um, allowing people to do that first and then build up a little bit of capital over time, We've seen incredible projects come out of places that didn't have money right off, but right. they had energy and they had human value. So for a lot of people, it's a lifeline. Yeah. I, I, so that's more important than, well, maybe we shouldn't use Python for this project. Yeah. <laughs> you understand yeah. what I'm saying? So yep. you, sometimes you have to get off your, you know, train of thought or frame, yes. frame of mind and remember that for some people this is actually you know life or death this is actually it's like there's no jobs here there's no currency here it's yes. really hard to get like bills because everything is going digital like they're in, like nigeria tried to implement cbdc's and yes. venezuela also well that went terribly in, in nigeria yes. yeah in, in in argentina also there's mm -hmm. like there's a a, a recent uh, interview on x and the, this guy comes with a hundred dollars they get like tons of bricks of bills because it devaluates so much. Yeah. So having HBD, for example, is a lifeline for, for, for most of these people. Yep. You can actually access a stable currency that is preserve the value and it doesn't have to like, you know, you don't need a huge bag of, you know, to, 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 to hold it. Yes. And, and, and it's actually global. Yeah, and it's actually global. Exactly. And you were talking with, 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 with um, I'm sorry, I forgot her name. Oh, Sophia. Sophia, yes. right. And she was, uh, she was talking about e-commerce. Mm -hmm. I think that's a powerful tool in the, these countries where people can actually use HBD and get products and get services mm -hmm. without having to go into their national currency. And I think that's great. That's awesome for, for, for these people. So I think that's also very important. And, and like you said, we don't want, like to talk about money as things, but I think yeah. we should because yeah. for some countries, the, the money situation is very deteriorating. It's very distorted. It's kind of like a dystopian yeah. world. Yeah. And, and we don't think about it because we don't live on these places. So for yes. them, it's really important. You know? Oh, for sure. And yeah, when, when I say that, you're right, because I don't mean it like, oh, we can't. That's not the message. <laughs> but it's kind of how we, uh, how we present it because I think sometimes, and part of that is our privilege, um, for me especially. Like, you know, I live in Canada. Um, I'm very as much we have problems Canada has problems <laughs> but we're very divorced from the idea of like I don't know where my next meal is coming from because the government has inflated my currency again and my salary from yesterday can no longer pay my bills from today I, you know it's happening but it's not happening on the scale of many of these countries exactly. and so their experiences are valuable I mean people kind of say oh, well we don't want to hear it or uh, no we've got <laughs> so many of them we can't pay everybody or whatever but when you kind of look at it as how do you talk to people in countries that don't have this problem but are starting to see it happening yeah. how do you talk to them in a way that's meaningful and help them exactly. understand yeah. well here are people all around the world multiple countries who have gone through this exact thing and here's how the tech's helping them yeah. um, pretty valid and meaningful experiences and also the fact that it's social yeah. There's also you treat there's them, the, they're humans yeah blockchain is very intimidating for the over the average guy on yeah. the street like you talk about cryptocurrencies, they usually affiliate with some kind of scheme, 
of like, you know, Ponzi scheme and such, but actually having the social aspect like, oh, I can create a blog. I know social media. I know Web 2.0. And if I can actually do the same thing that I'm used to on Web 3 and actually get rewarded, that's a big uh, game changer for them because they actually feel part of the group. Yeah. And and they don't have to turn to some of these like sketchy ways that you know we say uh, you know uh, stereotypical ways of kind of trying to cheat the system because it's the only way to compete right it's really cool to actually be encouraging yeah Yeah, Mm -hmm. i love it (laughs) yeah look at you jumping in here okay so what are you going to present on next year Oh, that's a good question. Um, <laughs> Next High Fest, what are like we going to hear you talk the, about? The, you know, the High Fest. Uh, <laughs> I thought, I, they, I mean, they invited me to give a talk, but I, I always feel like, you know, I just want to chill, kick back, and see what's going on, and then uh, come behind the, 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 the presenter and start asking questions, like really <laughs> hard right. questions, like, so what are you going to do about this? What are you going to do about that? You know? I, yeah. <laughs> but I, I've been having my blast, especially with Brian and Lavanda. We've been going out for meals. And we have had like really good debates and, and such a technical debates, yes. And, uh, and that's all also pretty good. So I'm I might work for the next high fest uh, yeah. on, a, on a, some kind of topic. Yeah, I'll probably get my chips in order and, uh, and get a presentation put together and Heck such. Heck yeah. yeah! There you go. Peer yeah. pressure has happened. <laughs> so what's going yeah. on in chat? What are they thinking about us? Anything? Are they also worried about lunch? I'm thinking about lunch. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. Sophia's brand is clean girl. Mine's hungry girl. Yeah. Sunday. Yesterday yeah. was more like uh, more people on the, on the live stream today. All right. Like you guys are watching the main shade. stage. I hear you. I think, think that's because of Sunday probably. Yep. All right. And they will watch later as well. Right? So All right. I mean, yeah. So that means we can do whatever. We can do whatever we want right now. Yeah, that's good. But we are. Yeah. We're getting ready to kind of close things up. I mean, we were supposed to have these guys over here to say hi, but okay. I think they've... I think they're going to be yeah. stuck on, yeah, they've been stuck on the stage and, forever. And I think we're going to eat soon as well. That's we're right. Lunch, lunch is now lunch, being yeah. held back because of this presentation. Mm-hmm. Listen, everybody wants to know about decentralized hosting. That's what's yeah, happening over know. there. So that's a cool thing, too. I was there for a little while. I was very surprised how, how put together they, they've been doing. Because they're incorporating more of these dApps on this like common platform. A big one. So that's, that's going to be a game changer for new developers as mm-hmm. well. They don't have to worry about where they're going to store the data and all that. It's actually more optimized than just talking directly to the blockchain. Totally. So, so yeah. that's going to make it easy for people you, you know? just got to find more dApps now that yeah. are ready to make the jump <laughs> or i guess they're not dApps because they're not here yet but we want to find more sort of existing services that rather than rebuild right. let's just get you connected in one or two ways and you can kind of <laughs> fall so, down the rabbit hole once you yeah. get there mm-hmm. yeah i like it i like it awesome so what do you think? Do you want to escape or do you want to hang out with me for a bit? Um, no pressure. I can hang out for a little bit. Because yeah. we're now, we're just making things up. Yeah, we're just yeah. filling time. Okay, let's <laughs> fill time then. <laughs> so you're staying for a bit. You, are you kind of local-ish? Yeah, yeah. I'm from Cancun. Mm-hmm. I live there. Yep. Uh, originally, I'm from somewhere else in Mexico. Yeah. But, uh, but I live in Cancun. It's a very nice hub because you get like the international airport. Yes. So you can just hop in, take up a, a flight anywhere in the world. Uh, straight up, so, yeah. so it's real, real nice and easy. And also, it's Cancun. You know, you get the beach, you get the, the nice food, you get, you know, the heat. Yeah, I'm, I'm not gonna lie. The heat yesterday. I don't know everybody that was watching. If you watch the front stage, we Block Trades and I. Everybody up there was already pretty pale, but Block Trades and I especially are are 
quite fairly complected. And I'm looking at him, and I'm watching him kind of shifting a little bit, and he's trying to cover his knees, and I'm kind of put my arm behind my back. And I, you can't see it under this lighting, but I have a perfect straight line from my bracelets burnt yeah. into my yeah. arm. Oh, my goodness. So this is where I wish maybe I had a little bit of a... Yeah. An adaptation in yeah. uh, in being I in the sun. I forgot to tell Max to uh, also serve uh, some uh, sunblocker. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> with that the drinks was. <laughs> we and didn't. The cookies. We didn't quite anticipate that <laughs> yeah. she would be so hot, but it's been beautiful yeah. here. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, this I think this has been really awesome because you know we're getting closer to almost our first U.S. Hive Fest. I know some people are still like, get it done, kind of the yeah, U.S. But yeah. boy, I think this was the right choice. Yeah, I will. Yeah. I mean. For I you, mean, good travel time too. Right, right, right. <laughs> and I, listen, I, I really hope the high fest go more global. Like go to these places, mm -hmm. like go to South America, go to Africa, go yeah. to. So I like the. I didn't go to the to the one in Thailand, but I really want them to keep going to mm -hmm. all these places. Uh, I remember there were very vibrant communities in Asia. Yes, yeah, Thailand was great. A lot of Southeast Asian communities came, but we'd love to see more yeah. of that too. I've been talking a lot with the guy from D Boss. He's mm -hmm. from the Philippines. Yes. Hive is huge yeah. in the Philippines. And actually, just even Web3 kind of decentralized technologies are really, people there get it. Mm -hmm. um, but they've been working really hard. So Chris Rice, Nathan Sen, um, right. they have, uh, they've really taken, like, taken the country by storm. Yeah. They're on TV shows. They're mm -hmm. on radio shows. You'll find them in the newspaper. Mm -hmm. So that's a little bit more of like what we're saying. You know, if you're willing to go out and kind of try and find places to share Hive, it's it's interesting how far it can go and how quickly. But right. it is, it's a lot of work. It's a lot of work. It is, but like I told my friend from, from Havana, it's like, asking for help is free. It you know? is, absolutely. So, 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 I mean, it doesn't cost you much. I, I understand you're busy, I understand you have a life, and you're getting more involved and more involved, and it seems like you're overwhelmed. But a lot of people want to actually jump in and help because they want to be part of it, you know? Hey, hey. he's back on his own show. Hello. Hi. Yeah, you can continue. No, you're allowed to ignore him. Hello. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just ignore me. I'm just, I'm, uh, I'm just like a ghost here. <laughs> I'm, I'm hacking my own show, my own Matrix. So uh, what we were just talking we, about. We, I think we're gonna have like a special on. guest tonight, like oh. tonight, like in Are this. Are come up at the bar, maybe? I think so. Yes, okay. they're gonna come. They'll arrive. Uh, let me introduce you to uh, John, John G. G. Olson. Hey, buddy. Out here, fellow Canadian. Yeah. <laughs> and, and the the most else? special guest, the most special guest. Who's back there? But today it's. Morpheus itself, <laughs> Mr. Taskmaster. Hey, Taz. Looking <laughs> How's it going? I mean, really talented, given that he's also running um, a, a live X space right now, right? I he's everywhere. Yes, yes. I <laughs> think you done it this morning and probably another one in the <laughs> afternoon. And he got ability to, like, hack the Matrix. Yeah, he just came And just, just arrived as, uh, you know, like, hello, Morpheus. <laughs> 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 How are you? <laughs> I'm just here. I just arrived. No problem. All right. Yeah. Well, so now what? So, uh, yeah. I just, I just, I just basically introduced my, uh, I mean, uh, uh, how to say? Your friends? No, I just. So good. Yes, oh, to my own, to my technically own show, uh, which is very interesting. Yeah, but now this is our show, you know. That's how I that's how I treat it. I'm just there in the background, checking things, posting. Um, basically, where is 
What time we got now? Do I don't you know. Have Who's time? got a phone? Let me have a look because we got lunch very soon. Yeah, no. Let me just have a look over 1230. here. 12.30. Oh, okay. Perfect. So we, we can... We might wrap it up. Like, you can still continue probably for another 10, 15 minutes or if you feel, or if you feel like well, we should cut, then we can do this right now. That's well, not a problem. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, he was, we were just getting into talking a little bit about encouraging people to kind of like dip your toe into joining marketing. I'm going to give him my mic because I'm going to pop over and just see how the, if we're going to get the other speakers into this interview, maybe they'll be after lunch. So I'm going to leave that with you guys and I'll exactly. be right back. Exactly. Thank you. Thank you, Crimson Clap. No, that's all right. Ah, okay, let's so let's put like the, the hive uh -huh. logo right here. Yeah, this is the special hive throne, hive fest. You know, it's awesome. Yeah. Oh, we can. See, we still got few cook. Ah, we got a lunch soon, so no cookies. Uh, oh yeah, I showed you that before. I can show you can again. Have her virtually here. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> here we go. Oh. Uh huh. Ah, it's not working. Okay, let's put. Version of, okay, uh, let's let's do that yeah. uh, for this moment. Let's do that. You know, yeah. it's shilling shilling time. <laughs> uh, what else we do have here? Uh, oh yeah, I can actually. Oh, maybe we can go a bit silly. Oh. There you go. Yeah, Viva you Mexico. Like I'm, ve from, I'm very uh, excited to be here. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> now you went completely. Uh, Borat style. Borat yeah, style. Borat. 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 <laughs> Hello, how are you? Welcome to my no show. Yeah, I think <laughs> I think we starts to become silly because probably dopamine sugar level goes down because we are slowly getting to lunch. Right. So yeah, so I think that um, yeah, let's just be silly for a few few moments. Let me just grab this phone. Sorry. Right. Yeah. Okay. So uh, I'll just check. Maybe there is some comments or some stuff like that well we were talking about we were talking about yeah. like how mm -hmm. marketing we should be doing oh, in yeah. these places like how sure. marketing change like marketing for the oh my bro artakas actually arrived oh, one okay, of the cool. uh like old hivians as well we uh -huh. met together uh, in krakow in the past yes nice. yes yes and he been in amsterdam nice as you you know you know him uh maybe as a artakas Bird. The beard. The, yeah. yeah, the beard. A lot of people uh, use beard in, okay. uh, in, in very Amsterdam. Very specific. Mm -hmm. Artakush. Very specific. Yeah. Maybe if we find his picture. I think that he's been he there, yes. I think that he's been there. He yeah. actually lives in uh, uh, Netherlands, as far as I cool. Cool. remember. Met maybe a lot I of people can, in Maybe Netherlands. I can actually have his picture. There it is. Ah, uh, no. That's no? the sound. Yeah, no. Okay, yeah. okay, okay. Yeah. okay. So... Because uh, we were, sure. were like hanging in very small, well, not not the small groups. We uh -huh. were like spreading all over like Amsterdam back then and going to different pubs and such. So sure. You also you on these places you met so many faces. Yes. Uh, yes. Yeah. Sometimes you can get uh, lost. Yeah. At some on point. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 Like uh, put the. Uh, Picture, name to the face, etc., etc. Yeah. That kind of like. Uh, I still need to take ma selfies. Ma matrix glitch. I, you yeah, know? you need to take selfies, a lot of selfies in these events because oh, sure, yeah. then you don't remember the 
the guy and yes. then it's like okay here's a picture Sub, when we met together is not always recording like yeah. i mean it's recording but not giving this to well, you, you have right? a digital brain on your pocket so use it <laughs> cb cbrs will be in high fast on tuesday you guys arriving on tuesday so still? cbrs uh called ah i'm gonna shield your project now the call i think it's called beat Raw soup or raw root oh, soup? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Beet, beet, beet. It was a, some Rick Ross analogy, right? CBRS, yes, yes, yeah, yes. Yeah. They got this. Uh, ay, ay, ay. I'm not that deep in that. I just seen something, yeah? Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you got, you got shilling for free, no problem. My wallet is always open. <laughs> <laughs> you, know, you know my Hive username, yeah? Yeah. Um, <laughs> tips. <laughs> Always welcome. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah uh, okay. So cool. we're talking about like. I um, got it. Cold bat root soup. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah cool yeah. beet. Cold beet. Root soup. Okay. Yeah. Beet. Oh, that's that's how you pronounce yeah, it. Double okay. E. Beet. Okay. Yeah. Like the beat. Yeah. The beat. Mm -hmm. Like microphone check yeah, up. Yeah. 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 Like a okay. Beat. Yeah. Music beat. Are you are, are you are you a DJ or something no, like no, no, that? No, no, <laughs> no. I usually have a lot of podcasts and audio books and such. Yeah, I carry my headphones because I want to ask about about the headphones. But I think it's just your style. It's my oh, style. It's my style. It's also my way to tell people not to talk to me. <laughs> you know what I mean? Fair enough. Yeah. This you is, get on the subway. I got my little ones you know, as well. Like I usually put them on. I don't, I don't like listen the to nothing. I just yeah. uh, like. I just kill the noise. Also, people don't, sense, don't see you with the little ones. I want them to see me that I'm actively I gotcha. not hearing them. So it's, it's, a, I gotcha. Mean? It's it's so they don't even try. Introvert mode. <laughs> yeah, yeah. See yeah. you later. Yeah, Adios. Okay, I mean, I'm awesome. Online, but I'm still online. You know what I mean? Uh huh. Awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I, we all got our own style. You know. Yeah, it's yeah. like I got my things. You got your things. Yeah. And we can sit I mean, down and like have music. a nice chat. I, mean, I still listen to music. Uh, of course, yeah. Yeah, but, uh, I'm pretty sure yeah. you you do some like uh, old school hip hop or something like yeah, that, yeah. Right? isn't it? I'm yeah, a fan. yeah, I'm yeah, a fan. yeah, yeah, I definitely. Jordans. Grew that, up that, in you the know. 90s and grew up in New York. Yeah, man. So, I yeah. grew up in in 80s. You know, it's like yeah. the old school. Yeah, old school uh, rap and hip hop. I'm talking about. Yeah. Uh, even even your 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 uh, nickname is like the Jizza yeah, yeah, from yeah. Wu Tang Clan, right? <laughs> sure. Wu Tang Clan strikes again. You yeah, know. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, man. It's been, it's been awesome. Fun, uh, awesome. Yeah, amazing. Yeah, so uh, let me just see. What else? Yeah, actually, 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 Artakas arrived in the, in the last moment before we will cut. I mean, we will not cut. It will still continue probably for another. We will have a, like a break, like pause. We should go to eat because, I mean, they're serving food right now. Oh it's really? Yeah. Oh really? We're getting lunch. But they still, they still. Yeah, they're, they're, we're running. They still out. on the stage? Yeah, yeah. No, I think it's tw I think it's forty forty five. That's what Detlef told me. Is that it? is twelve forty five. Yeah, that's what he told me. How's the schedule. Yeah. You can pull up the so, high fast app. Uh, yeah. Hmm. Okay. I'm gonna shield my shield my t-shirt, right? Okay. Yeah. Are you a hyperpreneur? Yes. What's your superpower? My my superpower uh -huh, is. Uh, yeah. I'm a hyperpreneur. <laughs> you know. Yeah. yeah, this is the this is NeoWare crypto organic clothing ratata etc. Did you make et it? Yes, this is my clothing brand. Cool. You can go to neo-wear.com. 
Great. And order it, and they will nice. send it to you. Yeah, it's like sure. organic cotton, you know, ratata, that kind <laughs> of things, you know. Uh, yeah, we were just talking about commerce, and how commerce is a good way to uh, bring people in. Uh-huh, yeah, yeah. I'm, I will think about it soon. It's just I'm using outsourcing company, which right. is based in UK, so they figure out everything there. The, the logistics. And, exactly, yeah. yes. So I, I just got my percentage yeah. per sale. I, bought, I, I think it's this one enough. from Hype Store. Yes. Yeah, you know, it's like, store? I think it's like far enough because I'm not able to have my own warehouse or something like Why that. Not? Or, Sorry? Why not? You burn uh, the be, last because, two? Because, no, <laughs> because I'm like, I'm like this kind of, kind of person that I just, like, now I am, uh, like, um, I am in Latin America, right? right. Uh, but tomorrow I can go somewhere else. It's yeah. just, I don't have like, a, I'm like a mobile kind of person. Yeah. You can have your storage in Turkey or somewhere, somewhere else. I mean, there's services that do. I mean, I, I like these guys because they 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 have they, everything they, integrated. They, and you they don't have to send worry it. About, yes, yeah. yes, it's like this. Yes. someone yeah. come to the shop. Like you just go to neo-where.com, you just order, and they figure out everything. Okay, that's cool. Um, that's cool. Yeah. And that's it. You know, you I don't it. have to worry about nothing. Nice. The return or so, they figure it. out everything. I definitely get it. And uh, yeah, it's and just it's so easier. Easy. So it's more just people easier. can yes. get like that's the same thing they that send she was all, uh, talking about about worldwide. Not yeah. uh, there are some places they don't, of course. It's right. it's just logistically uh, more difficult. But yeah. the, like you know, in Europe, it's a, like no problem. To America as yeah. well. I ordered this in the states. Uh, it got here in a. Uh, it took a little bit. It took like a month to get here. The shirt and this. Well, the other hat. Uh huh. Yeah, yeah, these hats are nice. Actually, yeah. yeah. Artakas said, "Let the man talk about the marketing on Hive. Oh, We'd yeah, love to hear about that." Oh yeah, You yeah, yeah. talking about uh, people. In yeah, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I, I, I tried to shield uh, something uh, on my own show. Uh, right, if you don't, right, if right. you don't mind. <laughs> <laughs> now nah, carry on, carry on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I'm, I'm just, I'm just saying that we were just talking about like how communities behave and handle themselves differently in different parts of the world and also in different um, activities. Like it's not the same for a Splinterlink user than for a high blog user. It's just a different type of people and different type of communities. Sure. And then there's the regional. It's not the same in Venezuela than in the US than in Europe. So marketing to these people will be essentially different, uh, different techniques. And also the pitch that we come to them should be more targeted um, because sometimes the social is the keyword, but sometimes the fun factor is the keyword, like like Splinterlands, for example. You know, like uh, a lot of people are like, they, they, like you know the the the, the how I met your mother, the guy that was a challenge accepted. Everything is a challenge for them, and when they see these games, it's like I'm on board. I really want to. Okay. Get them all. It, yeah, I, I don't know how to do they it, have but this I will do it. Collector bug as well. Yes, it's yes, like, yes. Oh yeah, I really want yeah, all it's of like, them. I think that Richard win. Branson said something like yeah, that as yeah, well. Yeah. Like, uh, if if someone giving you amazing opportunity, say yes and then <laughs> learn how to do that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, this is like go getters doing. But for other people, they want to work. They're looking for a job, and if they yeah, say man. like, hey. Here is, you know, you just put yourself, you no, just like put your I've, services. I've been there, like, you know, in the past. And you can get paid, like, $5 an hour, and they're like, oh, sign me in. I'm all into it, you know. So you need to study 
like how these marketing plans should focus to different people. And uh, the e-commerce referral, it was a great, a great uh, success in my opinion. Um, because a lot of people don't know, like they hear how influencers get their money, but they don't know where to start. And yes. this is a great way to start. You of know? course, yes, yes, yes. Because you don't, have, like you said, you don't need to worry about storage. You don't need to worry about products. Just yeah. pick your products, put them on a on a website, and start selling your website. Yeah. You know? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, definitely. Like you know, if you do this correctly, of course, there is like it's like a journey. Life is yeah. a journey, not yeah, a destination. Yeah. Like. <clears throat> um, you have to like just keep it going and doing the things, right? It's not that uh, you just post once and that will like click. Right. Yeah. yeah. It's like you have to throw some stuff over there. Yeah. To, We're talking the same thing. We're talking. You know, about I I never done I like like I can talk, say about myself. I never done that professional live stream as I do right now, actually on my channel on YouTube. Okay. Yeah. That many hours. Yeah. It's all professional. We I gotta uh, thanks to actually. Um, high fast thanks to Matt and I. We got like there's a I got like professional crew here. Like this is people <laughs> yeah, might not true, see true, behind true. the yeah. scenes. I got there's like two guys On up the here. Line, yes, they they, they, they got they got everything. They got Starlink. Right. They got two. There's two professional cameras at our front. There's these two professional lights. They do an amazing job. Cool. You know, uh, it's like. Uh, Different thing. They they figuring out everything. I don't the have to do that anymore. It's you, awesome. were, you were the one doing the whole thing, right? The last, the last high fest. You no, were no, the I, one with the I, camera. No, I wasn't in Amsterdam. Thing? No, no, in Poland. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. In, in Poland, I was I was doing vlogs. Okay. The, okay. That was the time. It was like 2018. Mm -hmm. It was that was a time when live stream wa was being there, but it wasn't like in these days. Right. That a lot of people are able because people got phones, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Right. That was right. still the internet was pretty slow back then as well. Slower. 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 It was it was already available, but it wasn't like in these days. In yeah. Like uh, a past. I remember they have these devices like where you have multiple SIM cards. Yes. <laughs> so if one network goes down, you have to go with the you, other one. You know when funny. you know when actually like live streams and like. Um, kind of like the um, working online yeah. started when the situation was in 2020. I will not say the word because. Well, I yeah, mean, to after be honest, that, I've been I think, working since yeah. 2017 online. Oh, man, me but, too. But me too. One mainstream for many, for many, for many years. But yeah, I think that yeah. because of that, the Zoom. This yeah. app, the live streams, the thing, because everyone was like they in their, in their houses, yeah. right? Yeah, I will not say exactly what like event was, but you definitely know what right, I'm talking right, about. Right. 2020, it's very right, easy right. To, to get it. You don't have to be um, a, a genius, mathematical now genius to get it. If, if things are going to turn back the way it was or people are comfortable now with uh, yeah. working remotely, yeah. that's the debate that's going on right yeah. now. Look what yeah. opportunity we got in the, in these days. Like you know, these guys are doing the live stream on Highfest YouTube, and we are able. And I'm doing here this live stream for my YouTube channel. And look, right. you got two different live streams from one place. <laughs> yeah, you know that's like that's like another level. Like you know, like right. another level of um, infrastructure. Yeah. Infrastructure being like um, you know, we will have tons of content from it. Yeah. it's like uh, I'm gonna get this. 
these live streams. Mm -hmm. I'm going to cut them in pieces. All the apps will get them. All the guys from the, it's like, and I will share it. Like, you know, right. take it, do whatever you want with it. Like, throw it over there. This is what this is made for, basically. I'm just like, um, yeah, giving. Let's see how it goes. Cause yes. I think, I think, right now I think that. Yeah. I, I, no, people still sit. People still sit. They're still, they're still there. I don't think they're going out anywhere yet. But if you, uh, if you are, if you want, we can finish. Okay. And like slowly. Yeah, let's take a break. Yeah, let's take a break, like an hour, I would say. Uh, Great. So we got, what time is it? It's like 1 p.m. Our time, Pacific time, yeah. almost 10 to. I think we're going back at 2 p.m. Probably something awesome. like that. All so right. we can. Hopefully I'll still be here. No. All right, man. Take care. Thank you very much. Yeah. Bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> <laughs> See ya. Yeah. Thanks, guys. Some of the apps are not like I can see. I put the post. I click the button. Boom. The post is there. It's, it's like it's literally web, it, web 2 on web 3. When, with it, with it. Okay. Uh huh. Okay. Okay. Within a week, it will be twice as fast. Twice as fast. Within a week, because possibly even sooner, because we're rolling up our own Hive API, which we've determined is twice as fast. Uh, we're just so you're, waiting for it to. So sink. you're basically building inside of the Hive, inside of we'll the Hive. We'll have our own uh, Hive API node uh -huh. instead of depending on third-party ah, uh, nodes, which are slow. You make it clever. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. I can see you guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can see us also that Philippines got big crypto communities and it's like the the country that actually is like doing this and th this this is pointing it in a different direction but do you know that people pay to create social networks i've done it before i paid <laughs> oh, one of them is called have you heard of boonix boonix.com no uh, ironically it's called dolphin that's their front end so people pay to build social networks but on Hive, you don't have to pay. It's open source. Yes. But the question is, why aren't more people building social media networks on Hive? It's because not that many people are interested in starting a blogging platform. Uh-huh. So once okay. we open source Dbuzz yes. in December 15th, there might be a plethora of new people joining Hive to start their own social media projects. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to be encouraging that. Okay, okay, yeah. I'm, I'm also like interested about making my like own website. I can actually build on Hive as well. Good. That this is my home, <laughs> you know. It, it, I think that might be very cool. And also I want to go back, yeah. Diva's got his pros and cons, you know. You know how it, I know how it is to build this stuff, right? Mm -hmm. There's sometimes this problem, I got some issues with hashtags from time to time I but i know that you that, yeah. guys constantly mm -hmm. that's what's that's what i like that you guys are constantly uh working on it mm -hmm. like uh and i i'm definitely amazed about the speed of it yeah. it's like uh, you pl i'm pretty sure that you got this question many times but i will ask again mm -hmm. you guys are going to do the app itself like the well, mobile uh, app or that's not what the we're going to be do doing priority we're not interested in being beholden to google play store or yes. the ios I understand store. yes um, but we're planning on making an app only for notifications so that so that what will happen is you'll get the notifications through the mobile app mm. but when you click on it it will direct you to a progressive web app 
So, okay. So we're, we're turning the tables. Yes. <laughs> Sorry. Gets you out of some of the things that you have to do to be able to get on Google Play Store or whatever. Because for those of you watching, some of the um, requirements for either Apple or Google are things like you must be able to delete your content or, you know, some things that aren't possible on Hive. And that's been a struggle for some of our dApps because of what they're meant to do. So that's a really clever way of doing it. You're utilizing that idea of people love mobile push notifications and still managing to, here it is, it's a portal, it'll push you where you need to go, it will open everything up, it'll look like it's a, an app, but it also won't use your phone's resources um, because you guys are building, obviously, the, mm -hmm. that part of the website will be optimized for mobile. You're not gonna be running something in the background, but you will be able to have visibility in the app stores. That's, that's pretty clever. I'm genuinely really impressed. Some good ideas. Well done, you. Fantastic. So good. Um, we're back live again. So for those of you who are, are catching back up, dropping in, dropping out, don't worry because when you watch the replay, the replay will, will be uploaded and you'll be able to see everything that we were talking about in the middle there. So no FOMO, <laughs> a little FOMO, but you'll have to do it later. So. Now, Nathan is up there. He's going to be a little bit before he comes over here. We've covered a lot of ground. We talked about we talked about the books. We talked about, I asked about education stuff, because I know you guys have done a lot of focus in schools and in community groups. Do you want to talk a little bit about that? That's been well, crazy um, good outreach. One of the things is, uh, as I did say in the speech, is rumored that Facebook started on college campuses. Huh? Um, and the idea is, um, in order to bring DBuzz and Hive to market, focus on market saturation in one niche. Mm -hmm. It's similar to Amazon starting off as books. They didn't start off selling everything. Um, so we're gonna primarily focus on, on um, we have more than one market, but one of them is schools. Um, yes. And Filipino schools. Yeah. Um, so um, we have people who are very interested in mentoring young people. That includes our lead developer, Ashir. Yep. He'll be flying from Pakistan to Davao City. Awesome. Um, and we also have Ed Umbao um, from Film News, dot xyz and formerly philnews.ph and he's interested in really mentoring young people in how to become successful and Fantastic. we're offering it free to schools and they've been very enthusiastic oh i get it and it makes a lot of sense because you know whether we like it or not this next generation especially kids that are in school now big kids little kids whatever level of schooling they are mobile native they are internet native like their whole lives are this technology I think so. It sounds like they're just answering questions, so he'll be over. Yeah, we can we can have a little group sesh. Um, but yeah, so I mean, that makes so much sense. And I think for me, yes, and so this is something we haven't talked about yet, and it's not common knowledge, so live stream, like, I don't know, scoop, is I am targeting an event in Dubai okay. in 2024, 20, uh, and we've kind of talked about it a little bit, and obviously your guys' team great fit to go but one of the things that this event is going to be doing and one of the reasons it's a great fit for us is they will be targeting all the technical colleges and schools oh, in Dubai great. and giving great. out tickets That's to all of the hello so you guys um yeah we'll have to we'll, we'll have to share, share them around so yeah yes the bartender wants to know what what he can provide for you guys so if you want some coffee yeah so yeah so here's the deal we're, we're live on air, and it's funny because the mic gives you no feedback, but they can hear us. So we, uh, we get, Neo and I got chastised earlier because we're loud people. We just got to be mindful of those presentations. Yeah, we, we have passion. So 
you just came down off stage. Um, how was it? How's given your your high fest presentation? How I did it feel? I think it went good. Yeah, it, it was well. Well, so you guys, I was just saying to Chris, like you guys are everywhere. You guys give tons of presentations. You're doing a lot of public speaking, and I've seen you've done quite a few technical talks recently. So, where are some of the places you've been in the last little bit? Um, let's see. We've been to Thailand. We've been um, all over the Philippines. Yeah. And now we've been here to Highfest. So fantastic. Uh, I think we've been to Manila a couple times. Um, La Union, Cebu, um, Mati. Um, there's been a couple of events in Davao that we've sponsored. Awesome. Yeah. So we were literally, just as you were walking up, we were just saying, you know, um, Southeast Asia specifically, but in general, this sort of generation, these are crypto native people, these are internet native people, these are mobile native people. And Chris was just talking about sort of the plan to start really focusing in on schools. Right. Um, and so... With that, do you guys think you're gonna you're gonna move around a little bit more? You're gonna start where you are locally in the Philippines, because to me, you guys are poised to conquer Southeast Asia, and Southeast Asia wants this type of product. They want this type of community. They want these apps. So I mean, this is your jam. Here, I can give it to you guys. Um, people get surprised that it actually exists, <laughs> um, and one there, there's two. Uh, there's two barriers. Um, one of the barriers is that people aren't interested, but we don't have to deal with them. But there's another barrier that they don't believe it exists. Like when you tell it to them, they don't believe. And that's Ed Umbao. I onboarded him maybe five years ago or four, maybe three or four years ago. And then later when he, I onboarded him to our team and he moved with us, he was just so shocked at how amazing Hive was. And he was sitting on an account for three to four years. Yeah tell you that happens a lot where people they they get somewhere and someone is very charismatic or they they like an idea and they sign up and then they just don't follow through because like human we're like that what did we say earlier humans gonna human um we we get lazy right like our momentum sometimes peters out right just because um but when somebody's truly interested they're gung-ho and it's we often do we find people hive is like this people will disappear for a bit and then and they'll they come, come back, back and they'll be like, what happened? Yeah. And they're shocked at how much well, has I gone mean, on. Well, I mean, I joined in 2017 and Chris really kind of got me like really active in 2019. So, I mean, I was there for two years um, without being very active at all. I mean, I seen what was going on and, you know, monitored it. and and But I didn't really understand it, you know, until 2019, like how powerful it really was. Good work, Chris. Because, yeah. I mean, here you are now. You know, you're kind of one of our key non-core devs and i i think that's very important because core devs obviously we need them right and they're very from a platform point of view of course they're really really critical but the reality is is they are building for non-core devs right so yeah. if you guys don't exist if you're not building products services you're not meeting people's needs or building things that interest you right there's literally no point in building hive exactly so yeah. i mean for us like there you go that's quite an arc from being and, like yeah chris onboarded me one of our big focus is creating tools you know as we build stuff creating tools that other creators can use as well and then open sourcing you know all of our code and giving back to the community um, because there's like so many things that that we've worked on and it's like I wish you know if someone else had done this before you know we could just copy it um, oh yeah sorry, sorry. it's we're in this echoey echoes. room too like it's and we want to chat it's, okay it's so I try not to disturb everyone with my loud voice <laughs> <laughs> well, it's, it's when you yeah. get talking about it, like you get excited, right. and I'm 
I'm bad about that because when I get excited, I don't just talk louder. I talk faster. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, nobody knows what's going on. <laughs> so I have to remember to like be normal, which is hard for me. So, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm just, I'm really stoked about what you guys are doing. I love the work ethos that you guys have and the idea of open sourcing. Yeah. We've been talking about this with quite a few people that we've brought through the chill zone here. Um, both the importance of open source, um, but also the idea of you can have competitive collaboration. You can have competitive cooperation. Right. So, I mean, yes, we've got many front ends. And yes, in some ways, I guess they're competing in that they're doing similar things. But realistically right now, there's no there's no lack of people to onboard. No. You're not competing for the, resources I, I, and bringing That's what I told Chris. Yeah. We're not really we're not really competing um, right now um, because everybody's um, the 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 amount of users that we have is still relatively low. It's anyone's yeah. it's anyone's game, yeah. you know, and I think having competition is good for the the ecosystem because it pushes us to continue to innovate and develop totally. and if you don't have that competition you just end up with monopolies and we we are you know opposed to that idea and we want to see you know more hive dapps more competitors yeah. um and not less yeah but you know the funny thing about hive and and you know we've been saying this and i think one year in um probably while we were still in the in COVID season and we were doing a digital hive fest and, and I did, I let it off and my whole speech was about C's because we don't like C's in this ecosystem. Right. We don't like corporate. We don't like centralized. Right. But I was like, you know, yeah, there yeah. is, yeah, there's, <laughs> there are C's that are good. Yeah. Crimson clad. <laughs> Been sitting on that joke for a while and needed to deliver it. But no, no, no. There are C's that are good, which is, yeah, cooperation and, and right. these sort of collaborative efforts. But the way that I look at it is, even when you're competing, let's say things are rolling, you guys got an amazing DAP, there's another DAP that's neck and neck, and for whatever reason, for whatever reason, you're competing for the exact same people. Right. Well, here's the deal. One of you guys onboards them, now they're every DAP's customer, yeah. instantly. Yeah. So for us, we, we get to look at it a little differently just from the perspective of, of what Hive, how Hive works, right. which is different than other places. Yeah. One of the biggest barriers is if I make an account with, you know, Company A, because they have a product that I want. Even if Company B puts it on sale, if it's not quite good enough, if I have to sign up again and I have to do a new cart and they're a little yeah. further away, like I'll just, I'm going to go with Company A again. Because there's that barrier to entry and right. hive with that, the interconnectivity that we have in the platform and yeah. the way that all the dApps kind of work together. Ah, I think we got a ways to go before we need to be worried about that kind of thing. Yeah, I, I think so. Fair. All right, so we basically now, the chill zone, we don't have to talk like high-level tech stuff unless okay. you guys want. So um, first time to Mexico, I'm guessing? Yes, it is, it's my first time in Mexico. And um, I actually lived in Honduras for uh, about six months when I was 21. And so I've, I've had like a little bit of experience in Latin America. So it's, uh, it's interesting to, to see Mexico. And um, But me, I think... It was Chris. Chris hadn't been back to um, North America in over 14 years. He's been in Asia, so I think it was it's good for him to be back as well. Yeah. So tell me the story of how, because I mean, you guys aren't living in North America. Well, well, the I presented this in my speech. Um, I might have forgot this this part, um, <laughs> but but the way the way that it was was that the Diva, the Dibas movement started with three people from three different backgrounds, but two things in common. 
we were all Hive users, and we all met each other because of Hive. So if it wasn't for Hive, I wouldn't have met Nathan. Um, we wouldn't have found a D-Buzz. I wouldn't be here. Um, and that's why Hive, um, you know, particularly because of the organic feeds, it is a magical place where it's not easy to be successful. It's challenging, but you can do it. And in other industries, on other platforms, sometimes it seems like you just can't. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah um, back to your question um, how did we end up in, in Asia yeah. um, about seven years ago um, I was working online um, doing web development yes and I was invited to the Philippines to work for a startup yeah and whenever I got there um, the the founder of the startup um, got into a, a physical altercation um, with um, one of the locals or it was a landlord of the office and he was deported oh and so I was just so kind of abandoned there and um, I didn't know what to do. I didn't have like very much money or anything. So this I just, is a pretty good story. Um, I just started, um, I, mean, it sounds dramatic, but. I just started um, calling. I had a bunch of calling cards that yes. I picked up in San Francisco and LA, like going to different events before I went to the Philippines. So I just started calling all the numbers on these calling cards and just um, asking, you know, like I looked at your website or, you know, like um, just like, Try like cold, cold calling, calling and yeah. like trying to pick up um, development work, and so that actually um, paid like paid out. Um, I, I started picking up like quite a quite a few jobs, and then um, set up a, a software development company and like hired people and Look just like you. grew it from there. Hot so, damn! You know. One another interesting thing um, is if you ask about his educational background, ah, yes. he never went to elementary school. Uh -huh. He never went to middle school. He never went to high school. School hard knocks, though. And he, he went to college, but got, like, maybe aced it, yeah. and then thought it wasn't worth his time, yeah. so he stopped. Um, I, yeah, I, I understand I just did one semester in college, and then I dropped out. <laughs> I had a 4.0, um, but by the end of my first semester in college, I was making so much money doing web development. It was just, like, a drag on, like, working, so. But, you know, a lot of people won't pull that cord, and... And caveat to those of you watching, there's nothing wrong with higher education. And some jobs, man, if you're going to be a surgeon, you better, you go better to, you freaking better go, to school, go to school, please. okay? But, <laughs> but you know, it, it's, we're, just like we're transitioning from a centralized Web 2 mindset to a right. Web 3 mindset, we're moving out of the space where it's you can't succeed without post-secondary. Right. In fact, now, especially North America, post-secondary can be a, a detriment to Right. momentum if you've yeah, got I it so. so i mean that's a that's a great background well, story especially for, sure. for a lot of different software development right now um at least i mean i can't really speak that much on it i just i know i did one semester and i was yeah. going for software development and it was just so slow i was just like i just i can learn faster than this yeah i mean i feel I like that by the time i learn all of this it's already like you're already teaching me stuff that's like so outdated and then that's I'm going to finish this point. in four years, and then I'm going to have to do, like, another four years learning, like, more just to be able to be, like, up to date. So it didn't really. Good for you. Yeah. Fair enough. And so your background then, because I listen to you, you're clearly a businessman. Like, you get it. You understand it. You understand people. Um, you understand the relationships between people and money and people and motivation. So Well, um, one of the interesting things about, you know, how you say I'm clearly a businessman. Absolutely. It was only until recently that I would tell people I'm not a businessman. Um, I Because we have a business group that started from Hive. Yeah. Um, and I would tell people, listen, I'm not a businessman. 
I just have friends who are businessmen. Yes. Um, but then later on, I started understanding. Um, and one of the clear things that differentiates a businessman from someone that's just trying to make money um, is that I, that's a strong it, it, there's a big difference. Um, there's a difference between being money minded mm -hmm. and business minded. Yes, money absolutely. minded. Your mission statement is to make money. <laughs> business minded you are building value you are helping people you are contributing yep. and the result is money yes but you're not money minded yes <laughs> oh I'm glad you said that because that's exactly how I mean it like yeah. and you're right and unfortunately our space and I say our space lately but the crypto space the blockchain space I mean the the problem sometimes with business people or business adjacent people shall we call them money-minded people is they're really great at finding instant opportunities and obviously our space is plagued with that we've got a lot of people who come in and they find a way to make a quick buck and then they you know stomp on a bunch of people and peace out yeah. and so we of course who are here building for the long term right. then have to kind of repair a lot of that damage especially yeah. in the eyes of the public so right. yeah absolutely i mean it's very clear um that you are in the business end of things and that I think that's part of why it's so successful. But I also really like seeing partnerships like this because you know, we always have a foil. Um, and especially when you are building a successful business or a DAP or an endeavor, usually there's someone out there that's got a skill set that you don't have. Right. And it's super handy to just have them yeah. in your corner. Um, yeah. Because, yeah, they'll call you on your bullshit, but also you can call them on theirs. And it's so valuable. Yeah. So I'm really stoked about this. What a lot of people probably don't know, though, is that your team has grown quite a bit. Yeah. And I've met another member here, and you've got people all over the place. So do you want to talk a little bit about that since not everyone's here? Um, yeah, so um, <laughs> our, our team, um, originally, the, the way it started was Chris um, approached me about doing a, a decentralized um, social media. And I was already familiar with um, Steam at the time, and then it turned into Hive. And so I tell him, you know, well, I have I have developers. Like, what do you want to do? Like, let's, do it. let's uh, we'll we'll throw somebody, you know, we'll throw somebody on it, and um, we'll see what they do. So, um, we we had um, one of our developers work for a little while. Like, we give them about a month, and they come and show us something. We're like, uh, you know, like, let's try. It. So I put in like two of my higher level devs, and then like within like a month, they had released the first version, um, which was was a little clunky. I mean, and rough that's, around, you know, rough around the edges. It's, it's, a, it's a rough start. Um, so, but we had something and it worked and it was like a proof. Um, and we just started refining it, you know, over years. And um, we just, you know, we went through a lot of different challenges, you know, on Hive. And I just told Chris, you know, well, you just, just stay with it. And there was days when I was just like, ah, you know what, forget this. Like, I still have and, and how, how, you still have those. And uh, Chris would be like, "No, no, like we already went so far." Like, like okay. I, like. Me, me, I like the challenge, because what happens is that uh, Hive is very political, yes. um, yeah. and the reason why it's political, if you mix people with money and voting, that's politics. Yeah. <laughs> but but I like it because what happens is that when I'm involved in the politics, I get to see my own mistakes my own errors, even when I'm managing the Dbuzz developers, I will notice that if my mood or personality, it's a great way for self-improvement. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's amazing. That's a good way, yeah, that's, that's a good way of thinking of it. And I mean, I don't really begrudge people having times where they get a little bit annoyed with Hive, um, because frankly, we are, we're all human, and it, right. if we didn't, 
think about the things that you most passionately love, they're often the things that you most passionately are frustrated about right. or even sometimes come real close to hating. And if you don't, if, <laughs> well, I'm just, the gen, it gets a genuine thing in that. If you don't have those times, how much do you actually care if you can't get riled up about it? Right. I'm not saying that's a state to live in, but I mean, genuinely, sometimes you get, you need that feedback where you're like, right. if this, if this failed or I had to get rid of it, would I be angry? Yeah, I'm angry. Oh, yeah. that's how much I actually care. Right. There's a litmus test here. Yeah. And it's, I, if I, if it can stir this emotion in me, then it's probably worth sticking out for. Yeah. But yeah, it's, it's an interesting thing. And, um. I don't think we'll ever be free of politics. Let's face it. I mean, look at social, I mean, social media. I, in obviously not. It's a governance chain, so there's always going to be the politics that are involved in getting votes. But you know, you know think about it. It's it's funny because you're right. Like, if you had to define politics, most people would probably say government. But it's not. It's people and voting and money. That's right. exactly it. Money influencing voting, influencing people, people influencing voting, people yeah. influencing money, money, voting influencing money. Yeah. Like no matter how you draw those lines, that's yeah. what politics is. Yeah. And it is. It's tricky, but it, this is not a hive problem. I mean, hive is uniquely poised and has all the pieces. But even think about social media and how our lives have changed because of social media. Look at how Facebook has impacted literal elections and even the way that our brains work and how we process content and talk to each other has changed because of social media. Not Hive, but precursor legacy media has changed us inherently politically. For, for me, uh, a lot of people get upset and sometimes angry on Hive over what's happening and votes and, and who gets what. Yeah. But it's not that Hive is any worse. We're actually superior, but all the dirty laundry it is It has there. to come out. It has to come out. You got to see it and it's public and it is, it is, it's a mess. In private, in typical governments, the dirty laundry is... It's there, but you don't see it. And so then you're kind of shocked when it does come out. Here, you, you ride many waves. You yeah. see them, you adapt to them, or you, you, know, you change your experience. I'm no longer going to interact with so-and-so, or I'm no longer going to use this front end. And so it is. It's, I wish we could create, and, and perhaps we will, I wish we could create a place where, you know, somehow we stopped people from being shitty to each other. But Well, I, I don't know that that's <laughs> ever going to happen. Behavior? No. Um, but <laughs> I, going back to what you were saying about, you know, social media. Yes changing people's minds is so evident um, to me just people that I'm around or people that I know how social media and especially um, now that they have like the the short videos and the yes. TikToks it's like Our attention spans. Um, the attention span uh, of everybody is like gone and like it's hard to have like real human interactions with people um, and I feel like I'm I'm concerned for the future of you know the future generations like are they just going to be like yes actually like I mean day. unfortunately yes and, but um, can we control what's under that thumb so, when they're yeah scrolling? that's for me like um, having more organic feeds where yeah. you can actually because why do I use social media mostly I just want to see you know what my friends and family are up yeah. to in their daily lives but. What I find when I get on there, I don't see any of what my friends and family are doing. I just see like this algorithm. garbage, and then like I find myself like an hour like, what am I, what am I even watching? Mm. Like, you know what? But like that's it's how all it's mindless it's content. Like going, yeah, it's like going into a casino, right? Yeah. And I can say this because I'm not a Vegas person, I'm not a gambling person, but we were there for an event, and we went down to the tables because some of the people they love it, and we're down there, and I'm like, 
this is awful. What time is it? Like, yeah. you don't, they, no clocks, no sunlight. They pump air in, oh. they keep it cold. Yeah. You have no concept of time whatsoever. Yeah. And I feel like, obviously, social media is not controlling the temperature in your house. <laughs> but it, it's well. similar. Well, <laughs> that's true. Christ, oh, my God, you're right. We have smart homes now. Yeah, okay. Uh, okay. Well, well, Siri, well, Siri is controlling the temperature in your house. But you know what I mean? It's, it's the same thing where we're, we're creating situations where people just lose track of what they're doing what they're thinking and so okay knowing that that that's not going away like this has changed the way that we approach delivering content so knowing that i know what uh using it how do you use it to kind of for good well well um what we're going to do is um reverse things yeah um because things have been going in the wrong direction instead of multiple sites it's been centered where i've talked to some entrepreneurs that think someday there's only going to be one site like that's yeah. it no longer <laughs> websites uh so go in the opposite direction where we spread out and build multiple front ends built by multiple people mm -hmm. and in terms of the algorithms right now we have p almost purely organic feeds on yes. dbuzz but later when we add ai the ai will never be default it will always be selected by the individual person mm -hmm. on a case-by-case -case basis totally. because that way if a person would is interested in only seeing rich people only seeing successful people sure. only seeing handsome and beautiful people that's what they'll see yep. but the problem we have now is that young teenagers maybe 9 10 11 12 13 or 14 years old they'll only see beautiful people successful handsome and rich people and they'll wonder curated am I people it, curated it's, well people. what i mean because those are not i know what you mean exactly it's just, what i mean is that rea reality is skewed yes they don't see reality no. because of the algorithms mm -hmm. so on high by default you will see reality which is you'll see everything and the secondary, if there's AI involved, you have to turn it on mm -hmm. to decide what you would like to see. Well, I think this is a really good point because we do have some front ends. And in fact, actually, most of our front ends are largely organic in that they expect you to follow someone. Right. And then, you know, then you'll build your own feed. And that, and that works well. Or you'll curate content and you'll build your own feed. Um, but I think there is this middle ground where can you kind of help people get going on that? Because I don't know who to follow. You know, right. right now, organic feeds mean I look around, communities really did help, but I find a couple people, I follow them, and I very slowly build, and sometimes it's not enough content to keep me really hooked. So there's, there's absolutely a space where, you know, uh, AI is going to be a great, a great change, but um, where we can create algorithms that are less predatory. Um, that that's that suit you and it should be transparent yeah. yes. and people should be should know and be aware of um, the algorithm and 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 the content that it's feeding you um, unlike the the social media platforms huge and um, how they they're currently doing the, the algorithms totally and, and so we talk about this a lot on hive is like volunteerism because uh, and again, I get a lot of flack for this. It's always kind of gesturing to the watchers. Um, I am not totally against advertising. I'm going to throw it out there. I know that's a, that's a dirty word. I'm not totally against it. If I have consensually given you information about what I like and you show me what I like, I will probably buy it because I told you, hey, Buzz, I really love heavy metal. And you were like, neat. Well, near you, here's a ticket to a show. I'll be like, heck yeah because that was a business relationship. It was a personal relationship. It fed, it fed my needs. Where we're having this disconnect is like you say, it's not just even an algorithm, it's a private algorithm that is specifically designed to manipulate. So yeah, and, and for, for me, um, 
my current stance is, you know, I'm not against advertising for other people because mm -hmm. if other people would like to advertise or would like to host advertisements on their site, that's yep. their decision. But Absolutely. for me on Dbuzz, yep. I'm not interested in having advertisements, especially not algorithmic advertisements. Yes. Where, for example, you will say, you know, I like a pink ice cream with like rainbow skittles and, and then like, it shows up got on, it how did it show up how did it show up on my screen you know yes, yes, or, yes. or like uh, you would talk about you know i like a, a couch with a blue blanket and then it mm -hmm. shows up i'm not interested in that because that's part of the social engineering yeah. um and i'm very uh opposed to dbuzz ever being involved in anything that is either related to social engineering or could be perceived as related to social engineering yeah that's why for the most part I'm not interested in ever having algorithmic advertisements on our site. Yep. Um, and if there's any other um, advertisements, it, it would have to be something very beneficial yep. um, that the users would like. And it probably wouldn't even be considered an advertisement. It would just be a plugged in service, kind of like we're going to be launching um, an NFT game. Right. Um, so that, you know, we could weave it in there where it's intuitive, like having an NFT marketplace or a DEX. Yes. That's, a re that's a creative revenue um, generating solution. Unlike, you know, a set it and forget it algorithmic <laughs> script. I I'm not totally. in favor of that. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, you're not alone. And I can say, like, I know many users, um, one that comes to mind is Uncle Bonehead. There are some people who find, and, and certainly, especially right now, like if we take advertising in the state that it's in, like they're like advertising is actually a form of censorship because you are beholden as a platform to your advertisers and we see Google Ads is a great example yeah. um, you know anything to do with alcohol cigarettes and you know what I don't care but say a, a men's lifestyle blog this is an example that I actually have some experience with a men's lifestyle blog wants to post hey here's a whiskey cocktail recipes and it's five cocktails and you know they're meant to go with a steak dinner and here's how you make them nope can't advertise that you can't like even if your sole income and there's what's there's nothing bad about that whatsoever you're in you know over 18 men's lifestyle blog tasteful photos only about single cocktails google will not touch it you can't serve an ad on it because there's alcohol and now that's a it's a silly example, but it, at the same time, you're going, okay, well, I won't post, I either won't post this or I won't make any money on it because they're telling me I can't because of their arbitrary rules. I am now altering my content. So we have users who believe that any form of advertisement is actually contributing to censorship, which I think is a fair, if interesting, take. I, I, think, I think that there's definitely um, some validity to that argument. And I think that as far as like advertising on high platforms, you would be better off just using the platform to promote your product you know and yeah, why that, why I'm, not I'm just like <laughs> come join the community and and then um, but a lot of the advertisers don't want to do the work to to um, and so me and Chris have talked a lot about how we would go about um, monetizing dbus um, and so one of our ideas um, for that is when we're doing a game yeah. that we're going to launch and we're going to add NFTs into the profiles yes. on Dbuzz and then we're going to have an NFT marketplace and then mm -hmm. a DEX um, that are all part. And so that's kind of like our long term strategy of actually monetizing where we don't have to get advertisers to advertise on the site because totally. it just to us it would look quite trashy to have ads or like a Google AdSense like in between the well, posts. And you know what? That's just it. It comes back to volunteerism because right. your end users' voluntary rights are important. But your guys's, you are providing this. This is really important to you to build the infrastructure, build the community. 
you're allowed to set these rules and conditions as well. And that's, you know, based on what you think is going to work best. And, and for that's me why and we have lots of front ends. Me and Chris, um, I, I know for me personally, and, and Chris has his, his reasons as well, but for me, just having a place online where I know that I'm allowed to have my own opinions yeah. and I can say what I want and no one can take that away from me yeah. um, is the most valuable thing about the work that we're doing here um, because, you know, over the last few years we've seen um, what happens when the governments um, and corporations and pharmaceutical companies decide to um, censor or, or put pressure on platforms. Um, and I think it's very important that we have a place where people have the right to say what, what they believe. Amen. So we've just finished up another presentation. You guys, we've actually had quite a bit of time. So yeah. this is good. This has been a great chat. Thanks for hanging out with me. Right, well, um, so you guys, it. you got some people live before you run off. Anything you want to say. And it can be anything because this is a chill zone. It could literally just be like, like whatever you like. Yeah, um, I would just say, hey, thanks for everybody for watching. Um, and thanks for supporting our um, high proposal and um, ha making it um, possible for us to continue the development of D-Buzz and come to HiveFest. And um, look, look out for the release of Red Sark. It will be coming soon. Yay. Awesome. Okay, and for me to close, I would like to thank Bitsquilla, Davao DeFi, and Ken Birds in the Philippines for helping us spread our message and reach the masses in the Philippines. And as we all know, the number one social media blockchain already exists. It's called Hive. Thank you. Boom. I would say mic drop, but we're not going to mic drop. So we're going to pretend mic drop. <laughs> Bye, guys. We'll talk more about Dubai. All right, thank you, D-Bus. Thank you, guys. And now we have the legends, Leo Finance, Cal, and Anomat Sol, right here, right now, with us. And I'll be at the back at the bar. Cool. Yeah, what do, you guys, what do you guys need from the bar? We got the bartender here. It's his show. Quadruple vodka soda. Small, oh. Well, <laughs> we might be right out, but we'll see. <laughs> All right, so hey, guys. Hey, what's up? How's it going? Just fresh off, fresh off the stage. Yep. Um, so this is the problem, and the best part of doing like a 24-hour live stream is I get to see no presentations. Right. I literally heard absolutely nothing. So we're in the chill zone. Oh yeah, you're in okay. He's gonna hang around. So we've been. We need a quadruple vodka soda, please. Yeah, we, you stumped him. So Coming right up. The beautiful part of kind of uh, being involved in all this is, yeah, now we get to talk a little less formal. Yeah. You know, you won't have, we can heckle you here. The live stream uh, viewers can send questions and comments. So Neo's going to keep an, uh, an eye on that. Cool. But so I think you guys should introduce yourselves because yeah. you guys are very, very well known and also maybe not very well known at all. Yeah, uh, I'm Cal. Uh, so I run Leo. Um, I've been on Hive for, I think, seven years now. Um, so obviously, uh, you know, I love it here. I'm gonna stick around, <laughs> stick around for the foreseeable future. Um, and uh, yeah, I think uh, things on Hive have really kind of taken off lately from a technology perspective. I'm sure that's been a common theme with everyone. Yeah. Um, so you know, I'm here for it. And then, uh, yeah, I'm Eric. I'm part of the legal finance team. Um, the thing that, I, that, that made me write Carl a year and a half ago and tell him, hey, I, I really want to be part of this, is that because I, I align with the vision, the vision of decentralizing um, 
knowledge and, and access to finance. And that's, that's the main thing that everyone in crypto should be doing. The money is blinding us. And uh, most projects out there are focused on how to build their own wealth without sharing it with, with the users. And that's why I align so with, with Cal so much, because if you thrive, you should make your users thrive. And that's it's, why. it's symbiotic. So it's awesome that you led with that, because A, we haven't seen each other in a while. You're fantastic. A, B, we just met. You're fantastic. So I, this is nice. I get the best of all of these relationships. But we were just talking with Nathan and Chris. And again, we had a lot of similar topics that we were touching on. And a big one was really that being money-minded and being business-minded are not the same. Because I said to Chris, I can see you're a businessman. And you know, some people will take that the wrong way. They'll think that you're calling them greedy or whatever. Mm -hmm. And I don't think so. And both of you guys are, in my mind, really strong business-minded people. You think a lot about humans and their relationships and their relationships to finances and to each other. And so I think that's kind of at the heart of what you've done with Leo. So before I jump in and ask you what the heck you were talking about over there, because I'm curious, how did you address the elephant in the room? How are we doing with the potential rebrand of Leo? Do we want to talk about this, or have I got you here under the hot lights and now uh, the lights are pretty hot? Yeah. Um, so we have narrowed it down to I would say three different names, mm -hmm. and I thought about just I told you yesterday I yeah. thought about just launching it and sending it on stage. Um, yeah, you got to send it sometimes, send it. right? It's the Canadian way. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> we're Leo is known just for just it doing it live. So. Um, <laughs> I thought about it, but I, I decided the moment not to do it. Um, but I, I think we've narrowed it down. So I'm going to say loosely within the next two weeks we'll be fully rebranded. Cool. Okay. So obviously you've taken over a lot of the community kind of interactions and stuff like that. I have seen Leo everywhere. You are becoming a bit of an, ex an expert. Take a beat to, for everybody at home to laugh because it was a good joke. Um, <laughs> you've become a bit of an expert of Twitter and whatever the heck else it was. Um, but also, you're leveraging a lot of kind of off and on platform. Zeely, I don't know how that works. Um, and you guys obviously have had an awesome, successful proposal with lots of stuff going on. So do you want to talk a bit about that? I think we're going to have a, a photo bomber here in the back of the bar pretty quick. No, he's leaving. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, go ahead. Yeah, I mean it's just like like you say, and the 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 main thing that I very much align, and that's why I I really wanted to be part of Leo because, in the end, any crypto project is is a business, and we should stop calling them projects. We should start calling them companies, because that's what they are. They are for revenue, and the only difference that we have with Web2 is that that revenue doesn't fill our pockets, but everyone's pockets. So the, the, the way that, that, that Carl really wanted me to focus was, okay, so the existing uh, companies and the existing user bases, how can we leverage those to bring more people to Hive? And the main thing that you have to do is cater to their needs and offer them an extra route or a parallel route so you don't want them to leave X or you don't want them to leave YouTube. You just want them to know there are other options to build their, their, their ramp so they can make more money and that money eventually will, they, al they will align with us in the sense of, okay, now share that with your audience. Like your audience is what, what's giving you $20,000 a month. 
give them a little bit with the tokenized attention, with the ad revenue that we have. We like Leo is not taking any money from that, so share that. So yeah, we are we are really trying to leverage all of these web two platforms, and um, it's still young, but we'll get there. Yeah. The attempt has to be made. Yeah. Sorry, I'm going to give it back to you because I know you got stuff to say. But the attempt has to be made, um, and so it's it's really true. And I think a really good point that you guys are bringing up and that you guys are doing really well is is incentivizing people. You can't just ask them to leave web two. It's not going to work. We know that. We know it's not going to work. Um, but basically going to where they're already successful and saying, and here's a new tool, and here's another place, and here's a place that is equitable or gives you extra benefits. Um, so for you guys, you know, that's a multi-pronged attack because you guys have a lot of stuff going on. I mean, the everything app is awesome, but under that umbrella, you have quite a few separate projects that are all combined in one interface. So do you want to talk a little bit about kind of how you've evolved from a financial long form like platform to everything? Yeah. Yeah. So it started as um, decentralized seeking alpha. That was the whole idea. And, you know, some people are familiar with it. Some people aren't. But basically seeking alpha is like a long form. You have uh, basically like verified authors and uh, those authors are able to write long-form articles and you can pay uh, to subscribe. Um, so that was where kind of Leo was born. Mm -hmm. um, and a big part of that was because I always loved finance. You know, it was my, since I was like 14, I was trading. So I, I loved finance my whole life. Um, and then from there, we kind of realized, okay, we've got some initial attention. We've got some traction. Um, how can we you know, how, how big can we really get and what kind of impact can we really have if yeah. we're only finance? So as things kind of took shape, Project Blank was announced at about two years ago. Yeah. Uh, and the idea was, let's make Twitter on Hive. Um, but it, it was meant to be a separate app. So there was meant to be like Leo Finance would remain yes. and then a whole new app would come out um, and that app would be Project Blank. As time kind of progressed, you know, we entered a bear market uh, you know, we, we did a lot of stuff in the DeFi space and, um, I spent a lot of time, you know, talking to other founders and, you know, learning from what, you know, mistakes they made. <laughs> and, uh, there were quite a few, uh, quite a few that I made too. Um, and from all of that, I learned that, you know, rather than go for, and we called it the blank token, yeah. which would have been its own token and its own app, we decided, you know, rather than an expansion of everything, it's, it's time to consolidate everything. That yeah. was a, a big thread that I found, uh, uh, <laughs> pun intended. Uh, a big thread that I found <laughs> and pulled on was that a lot of projects were expanding. Yes. And a lot of founders I talked to, you know, people that work on ThorChain and, and others, they found that the more they expanded, the worse that things got. Yeah, so I found a very similar thing, you know, when I ventured out into doing a lot of other stuff uh, in the crypto space, that expansion wasn't the way. Yes. The way was to um, contract everything and bring it in a unified experience uh, under one UI. So, uh, and then obviously, you know, all this stuff started happening and then Elon Musk takes over, takes over Twitter, which uh -huh. is now X, and literally has the same vision that, you know, I kept talking about, which is 
we're going to take all this DeFi stuff. We're going to take, you know, LeoFi.io, WLeo.io, LeoDex.io. We're going to merge it all into yep. one UI. Yep. Uh, and then Elon takes over Twitter and does it. So well, I'm like, well, maybe I'm on the right track. I was going to say, I mean, if nothing <laughs> else, that's absolutely sort of reinforcement that, yeah, it, it makes a lot of sense mm -hmm. to do. Um, so it is, it, I have to chuckle, and we have to chuckle because we were laughing a bit about the threads thing. That's kind of wild to me in that, you know, the entire world has kind of zoned in on that space as how important short form microblogging is. And of course, right before you guys decide what you're going to call your DAP, uh, somebody else takes it. Yeah. <laughs> and it's one of it's those crazy. things where like, uh, you know, if anything, it's, it's incredibly frustrating, I am sure. Yeah. Um, but again, kind of ties back to, holy crap, these are companies with bill billions with a b b b b billions of dollars of money going into what do we need to build? How do we create retention? Where is the future of this space? And, and what does a UI look like? They're doing all that work. I mean, we're discussing this We've over the last two days is how a lot of our groups are taking cues from what's already been built and then adding the better sort of tech stack underneath and how important that is. Um, so now that's where we're at. You guys are getting ready for your rebrand, but you're also kind of, you're merging all your sites into one. And you guys do a lot of work on the tech like front end in that you guys are pushing uh, updates all the time. How, how's that looking for you guys? Like, do you, do you think that's going to be the norm for a while or do you have sort of a, a timeline with an end goal or what, what do you think the sort of development of your UI and, and what people are interacting with? What's that going to look like? Yeah. So um, there's essentially three different versions of the UI. Mm -hmm. um, and the two that are, are well known are uh, labs.leofinance.io and then leofinance.io. Uh, and then there's a private one that I use. Um, Ooh, the alpha is, is locked the away. Super alpha, ah. The super alpha. I'm the only one who uses it. Uh, it's just me and the devs. So it's because it's a terrible experience. Because um, it's always broken. <laughs> it, is, it is always broken. Uh, you know, like I was trying to upload a picture earlier and it didn't work. And I like, From your potato phone? Yeah. I'm saying it here. Phone. I'm embarrassing him live on air. I don't know how he does it. Every photo you post looks like it was taken with a potato. I don't know why that is. You have uh, a potato for a phone. I have an iPhone 14. Okay, well, how did you turn home. it into a potato? I don't know. Okay, anyways, <laughs> it's off topic. I don't know. It's, it is. It's it a is, user error. It, probably, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. I okay. go through a phone probably every uh, every year. Oh I have to get a new one. Oh, my God. Otherwise, it break. I mean, it's, it's done. Otherwise, Battery's it's a potato. Done. Got yeah, it. Literally a potato. I see. Fair so enough. I'm about to get a new one. So this one is currently a potato. Um, All right. But, yeah, so, so in terms of development, I mean, like we pushed an update this morning uh, to the production UI, mm -hmm. uh, which is leofinance.io. So... Um, you know, our, our rollout is pretty much a daily basis or every other day. It's got like nightlies going. Right? Yeah, yeah. Um, well, and, and the nice thing is we've got devs from all around the world. So we're able to, you know, some devs wake up, they work, they go to sleep, and then, you know, they push their changes at the end of every day. Yep. And then new devs wake up and start working on stuff. Um, so there's that. And then I also separated the team. So there's a team for the social side. Then there's a team for the back end. And then there's a team for the DeFi side. Yep. So the, you know, being able to, and, and that, like I was saying, I learned a lot from talking to other founders and having a kind of multivaried team was a, a, a big deal for me. So, um, yeah, I spend, I, I spend like 99% of my time on the development side. And then I let Eric run the, uh, run all the marketing and everything. Yeah. Uh, and he does all the politics because I, I tend to not be a very likable person. So, <laughs> okay, um, well, I disagree because <laughs> you have to be, 
they have to get you to right. learn to like you and just nailing you down and getting a message to you would would probably start the likability process so yeah. we got it it's not that you're not likable it's that you're impossible to get a hold of <laughs> <laughs> it <laughs> happens it's, it it's happens. fine we're here it's just us friends um but yeah so now i gotta lob some softballs his way too because we were talking about this with um with Nathan and Chris and, and some of the guys yesterday. We're really lucky that we're finally starting to see, yeah, real companies develop, real business relationships. And one of the things that I like to see the best is when you do have people that um, have complementary skill sets or complementary interests where you build teams and you delegate and you don't just take it all on your shoulders because that's really hard in our space. Um, and of course, a lot of us uh, don't even get to the point of being functional businesses we're hobby devs proof of concepts and then yeah but you guys are ready to take it the whole way so i mean first of all i think your guys's relationship works awesome um but i also think this this is a good blueprint for where dapps are going so i mean you know maybe talk a little bit about how you have that great idea of okay here's exactly what i'm doing for growth here's what's working for us here's what's not working for us now you guys can do it like we were talking about Facebook spending the billions of dollars to get a good UI. Here you guys are doing all the legwork, crowdsourcing your knowledge, you know, working off each other, and um, now potentially sharing that with the rest of the platform and other dApps. That's, that's huge, right? Yeah, it was <clears throat> mainly the when, when, when I... Uh, so Carl had the idea of doing a DHF, but maybe not now, maybe when... when and then we started to, to, to just play with the thought and uh, one of the main things that, that he wanted to do was okay how can we tap into the DHF but provide more value that, than what we're taking so it was okay so let's build a plan let's build a way to spend the money how it works how it doesn't work how 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 can people make the most for their buck so what we're doing right now like that the DHF is okay paying for marketing, but it's also paying for a guide on yeah. how to attack marketing in a good way. And it's not that Hive doesn't have that. Everyone has that. But it kind of doesn't though. Yeah, but I didn't want to say it. Well, you're allowed. This is a chill zone. Yeah. Okay. So <laughs> it's also not my show. It's actually technically this is Neo Talks Web okay. Three. Okay. They just are making me do it yeah it's it's crim talks web 3 under neo's constant supervision as you can see he's nowhere to be found so yeah. say whatever you want say, yeah so say whatever you want <laughs> so it's gonna be we need marketing we need people who know how to approach it and the main the, the main issue that we saw in other projects was you cannot have tech-oriented people running the marketing show yeah so let's learn about it, and if if, if other projects, if other companies yes. want to tap into the marketing, don't let them start from zero. Mm -hmm. Tell them how you how you did it, what mistakes you made, yep. and of course we're we are we're gonna make mis make mistakes. We are not perfect. We are not made. We are not bulletproof. But we like what Cal wanted was to okay, let's do it so that we pave the way. Yep, absolutely. And we are confident that the, 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 the amount of new users that we're going to bring is going to be more than what the goal is. Yeah. Well, I mean, this is a good seg because, of course, um, I was lucky enough to take Carl and some other dApps with me to Vegas. And so that's what I talked about a little bit earlier is sort of how do we identify different groups of people and how do we connect them 
to the ones who are building passionately. Because whether we like it or not, like I say, I mean, everybody that gets on Hive, once we get them and they start posting and talking, they get it, they love it, they're, they're all in. But it's really hard to show that passion to somebody outside, you know? Like, we can't just, hey, you're a normie, come over here, normie, like, read this post, and come on, normie, come on! Here he is, look, at here's the normie. And I show him a great post, and he's like, yeah, okay, Whoa. and that's it. And then he leaves again. Which is exactly so, why we're so, so... Bye, so Normie! <laughs> <laughs> but you know what I mean? And, and so we struggle. And so the idea of, well, what if we start not just targeting one-on-one -on -one users, but what if we also, in conjunction to what you're doing, take people who have this vision and put them in front of audiences that are receptive to them. All of a sudden, that human connection, it makes a big difference. And I mean, so I mean, that was your first everything. So we, we've been talking about it, but maybe, I don't know, we could tell everybody about your first weird hive breathe Web3 uh, convention. Yeah. <laughs> I'll take both. Uh, <laughs> so um, yeah, breathe was really cool. So I've never, this is my first hive fest. And I never met any Hivers in person until Breathe. Uh, and I walked in and I was like, I don't know if I was expecting like lizards or something. <laughs> but I was like, I walk in and I'm like, oh, everyone's actually pretty normal. Um, Mitch was there. Uh, he might be watching right now. Um, shout out to Scaredy Cat Guide. Shout out to Scaredy Cat Guide. Uh, and as I say on the AMAs, upvote the cat. Um, so <laughs> He says that too. <laughs> he does. He does. He does. We all say it. We all chant it. It's like kumbaya. Um, <laughs> So, so yeah, it, it, Breathe was really cool. Um, I didn't really know what to expect. Mm -hmm. I had a couple ideas in mind, but, uh, you know, actually being there and, and seeing everybody was, was really cool. Um, and I found out that, you know, Hivers are just normal, maybe a slight, slightly weird, normal but normal-ish, <laughs> which, which I would say describes me pretty well, yep. uh, normal-ish. <laughs> normal adjacent. Uh, right? Um, so... So yeah, it was a lot of fun, um, and we got like 300 signups, which mm -hmm. is completely wild. Like, like just 300 new accounts, and yeah. I didn't talk to 300 people, so yeah. I'm still racking my brain trying to figure out how they signed up. Um, but I was like, take I had little cards had that you cards, saw, yep. and I was just leaving them all over the place. Yes, so I would go to a bar and just. And some of us also there. were utilizing them as well. And that yeah. was part of the great thing is like, okay, you know what? I can't, I can't sign you up. Uh, wait, here. Right. And so it's the bonus of having all these sort of collaborative dApps because it doesn't matter if Leo onboards these people yeah. because they may They're end hybrids. up on Splinterlands. Right. Yes. They may up on, yeah. end up on Peak D. They may end up not doing anything at all but come back a year later and sweep the, all of the art off NFT yeah. showroom. Well, that's a big know. thing that I've talked about is that a monthly active user is a monthly active user. Mm -hmm. Like a lot of people want to say, okay, you know, especially with the DHF stuff where you get a lot of blowback. But a lot of people want to say, what's the point of onboarding them to Leo? And the thing is, when they're onboarded to Leo, they're a Hiver. Like, yeah. you know, they have a Hive account, they're making Hive content, and ultimately, you know, they have their keys, and they, we teach them about Hive Keychain and, uh, you know, the other options to log in. And we say, okay, now go out and, and go use other apps. Be free. Yeah, be free. And so what I loved about Breathe, by the way, too, is that the way you designed the whole setup was we had like a really nice red carpet, which I heard we got for a, a steal. Uh, and uh, yeah. and uh, so we like attracted a lot of attention, I feel like, because we were this huge setup, way yeah. bigger than everyone else. And when people walked in, they're like, oh, what's this Hive thing? And then we're like, oh, it's, it's a blockchain and we all have apps that are built on Hive. Mm -hmm. And then you look around and you've got, you know, 10 different apps that are all standing there. And they're like, oh, so it's like an ecosystem. And we're like, now... Now you got it. Yeah. Now you got it. 
So yeah, that was a bit of trial and error for sure. And that's something that you know I've been working on a bit is to take us to places. And the idea is, is we, we can sell Hive, but you can only sell Hive to very specific people. And it takes quite a bit of time, but you can bring them 10 different things and say, pick one of these things that right. suits you best. And all of a sudden it's much more interesting and, and sort of much more, uh, it's much easier to get find something for someone to eat at a buffet than a plated meal. Correct. Right? Yeah. Hundred mm. percent. So if yeah, you don't like fish, yeah. right. you'll still be <laughs> you able to like eat. A, yeah. <laughs> I, I didn't know anything about that yesterday. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So um yeah, I mean one of the kind of things that um you guys are kind of moving into now is yeah, we're tackling the DHF stuff. I mean, we can talk about that if you guys want. It is it's a contentious topic for sure. Um and I'm I'm certainly just as familiar with it. But one of the things that we kind of got chatting with with some of the other guys because the the chill zone has become the show your proposal zone, which I think is a good spot for it. Cool. You got live you got live stream viewers, you got people watching on the replay. Yeah. Proposal, what was it? 269. There we go. Oh, just <laughs> Yeah. So it, that's fine. This is a good place to talk about it. But, of course, um, earlier we were talking about politics, and Chris Rice really nailed it down. And he said, listen, politics isn't governments. You can go out that way. Yep. <laughs> we're, we're helping direct traffic while doing a live stream. Um, it, politics isn't just government. He said it's people, money, and voting. And when you think about it, holy crap, isn't that true? And the problem with having a real DAO, not a fake DAO, not a foundation that pretends to give its money to its friends, a real ass DAO, is that we have people, and we have money, and we have voting. Mm -hmm. And boy, it's a mess, and boy, it does get political. And I think it's okay for us to talk about that, because I, I don't know that I want that to change. So, I mean, both of you have been right in the middle of it, and I think you've been handling it awesomely. I think everybody that's giving positive negative feedback the fact that we're talking is a great thing from where we used to be um but yeah it's it's probably changing your outlook and and how you move around the platform and how you interact with people so if you want to talk about it this is probably a good spot and i bet watchers listeners are are probably pretty fascinated frankly yeah um i'll say a quick thing and then pass it to eric um he's a lot better at the uh the politics than i am um Yeah, the the money and governance is his uh, forte. But, you know, one thing that I think is really interesting, and, you know, at Breathe, I I saw this, and then also, obviously, here at Hivefest, is seeing everyone in person, it really changes the dynamic. Um, You know, it's easy to yell at each other on chain and be like, you're doing this, and I hate it. And, you know, like you said, money and voting, when you get those people, people, money, and voting, when you get those three things in a mixture, it's it's pretty bad. And then when you put it all online where you can't actually see each other, I think it changes things a lot too. So, you know, at, and, you know, without naming people, there's people at HiveFest that I've met where we've had, you know, negative interactions on Hive. And, and negative in terms of just, you know, almost like we're dogs. We sniffed each other's butts. We didn't like each other that much. And that's fine. You know, we're all building things. We're all doing our own thing. Um, and like you said, you know, I don't always respond to people's messages, and that pisses people off. So, um, so you know, but the, the difference is, and, you know, we had beer Saturday yesterday. You know, I walk in. I see people that I know I've interacted with and, and you know, maybe didn't have the greatest interaction with them. Uh, but then, you know, we're like best friends, you know, give each other a little, like, a bro hug and, and say, hey, you know, how's everything going? Nice to finally meet you. Uh, you know, aggro when I met him at Breathe. Um, it was super fun. And, you know, a lot of people think there's, like, bad blood there, but there's not. Uh, he's a cool dude. Well, that's the interesting thing. That's, 
and I want I want you to talk about it too. But that is an interesting thing, and I think you've nailed it. Is it's often not even the interactions that you're having; it's what people are projecting onto us, and and that's tricky too because we have this space where people are voting, people are being voted for, and all of a the sudden there's all these points of data that exist on online, as you say, and it's really easy to interpret them through our own lens, um, and and we that's how life works. That's what you do, but it gets messy in a DAO. So yeah, I mean, one thing that we've learned is almost all of the DAOs, even coopetition is that word that came up. Um, they're not, they're not competitive. We are so small. There is no lack of people to onboard and anybody you successfully onboard is my customer and vice versa. Um, so yeah, I mean, how, how have you found it? Because I find you are, you're excellent with people. You've always been excellent with people. Um, you're well known around the chain for being, you know, a likable guy, a helpful guy um, from the beginnings of the road to legacy chain fest and, and, you know, just always a community builder. This is a new challenge for you because you're not just building community. You are now moderating community feeling or, or tackling c community concerns. So that, that's a new one. So less fun. <laughs> this this is going to be a this is a great topic. Um, once like you are a blockchain, so there has to be a I don't even know the word, but you have several uh, screws in a yes. blockchain. So you're only as fast as the leading one, and you're yep. only as slow as the uh, trailing one. So the the way that leo is going is we want to lead yes because we want to bring everyone with us yeah that gets pushed back but at the same time we are upping the bar or we like to think that we're upping the bar mm -hmm. in the sense of we want um deadlines we want goals we want deliverables and if we don't reach them, we want you to slap us in the hand. Yeah. We want you to stop funding us. We don't want the DHF money because we need it. We want it because it's about building and using the money for things that matter. Yes. And at the same time, we the you just we were spoken about it a little bit earlier. We need to transition from projects from people who hated corporate or people who uh, are crypto billionaires or whatever. We, we want to transition the DAO that we have and the, the company, the, the ecosystem that we have into the next level. Yeah. How do you do that? By pushing everyone to the next level. Because Ethereum, uh, Cosmos, uh, Polygon, it's whales money playing with people's money and giving money to their friends. Yep. If we don't want to fall into that, we need to have a higher standard. How do you achieve that higher standard? Yep. By having a proposal that meets all the criteria. And not it's, this is not about one proposal specifically. I would love for the support proposal to go up to 30 million, 40 million, 50 million, and then have a real understanding for the community. Yep. Either everyone gets involved in governance or nobody gets money. That's ambitious and uh, that is a whole extra episode and I love it and I think let's put a pin in it because I think we're going to come back to that. So we have had some time here. Great chat guys. You are live on the chill zone. So given that it's informal and you have people watching you get like your closing statement. It could be 
anything you want about you, about Hive, about just thanks for watching, see you later. Whatever you want to say before you before I kick you out. Okay. <laughs> kick us oot. Kick, kick us oot. Did I say that? <laughs> Sometimes my Canadian comes oot. Uh, yeah, I mean, just, you know, use threads. That's, that's my... Uh, that's my uh, that's my tagline. Um, we got a threadcast for high. I was Fest just gonna say yeah. throw the threadcast thing out because I think a lot of people aren't familiar with it yet. Yeah. So give it a show. So uh, so Taskmaster is running a daily threadcast for every day of High Fest, and uh, you know I talked about it on stage. But essentially, what we built is it's real time. You don't have to refresh the page or anything. All the comments come in in real time. Um, so it feels like you know like a Twitch.tv yeah. like live chat room. So if you want to keep up with HiveFest and be engaged, uh, and that's what Hive's all about, then uh, go to the Threadcast. Love it. See. All right, you too. Also, you get you get a statement too. Upvote the cat. <laughs> <laughs> Upvote the cat. All right, Love thanks, guys. I think we should we should chat some more. Maybe when Cyberbuzz comes back. Hundred percent. We. All right. See you guys. Go yeah. get a go get that vodka. Where is it? Yeah. Bartender. Bartender dropped the ball a little bit. I'm coming. Here he is, I'm coming. Hello again. Yeah, I know they. All these people look totally better than me. I'm just <laughs> like you are, Jesus Christ. What's you wrong are with taking me? no. You okay. are taking grace under fire because yeah, we've been teasing gonna, you a lot. I'm but you grab have another speaker for you. You've provided this opportunity to everybody, so we got to thank Neo. Ah, I mean, honestly, it's okay. Bringing the it's energy and doing all the hard work. <laughs> it's, it's okay. Don't worry. Don't worry, I'm going to bring another speaker now. <laughs> I'm coming back in five. <laughs> Sorry, we're just waiting for them to wander onto the stage. So we'll bring everybody over. They're coming slowly. I'm sorry, I'm being very awkward here. So hold on. Who do we have? Would you like to introduce her? yourself to us sit down here in the hive throne hello yes, we have to switch oh, because okay. my tone of voice you is are your layout very very, very loud <laughs> yes. yes all right hello yes would you like to introduce yourself to, to the live stream sure uh, my name is steve trost uh, i teach entrepreneurship at oklahoma state university and uh, and i'm also the director of the institute for the study of free enterprise Excellent. Awesome. So what is that? <laughs> no so pressure. Yes. Let's go for it. Yeah, so the Institute was uh, founded in 2015. Uh, and basically, uh, we promote campus-wide dialogue on issues such as uh, competitive markets, uh, personal liberty, uh, economic freedom, human flourishing. Uh, and so we bring speakers in uh, to talk about those topics. We also sponsor scholarship programs. Uh, for students at the university. So you sound like a hotbed of potential Hive users and the types of people who hold ideologies that would really be beneficial to our space. Oh, certainly. Yeah. Um, so I, I was I was first introduced to Hive um, about uh, two and a half years ago by They Call Me Dan. Yeah. I, I sought him out uh, in order to expose my students to uh, blockchain technologies. Um, yeah. I first became aware of blockchain technologies in 2018, um, and it really transformed my perception about uh, entrepreneurship. The future of entrepreneurship, uh, blockchain will be an integral part of the future of entrepreneurship because when you have peer-to-peer -peer transactions, the ability for uh, individuals to exchange value for value directly 
then it greatly reduces uh, the influence of corporations, yeah. uh, greatly influences, uh, greatly reduces the influence of, of, of government uh, intruding in uh, the free exchange between individuals uh, and, and entrepreneurship. So I teach a course on uh, called Entrepreneurial Value Creation in Society. Yep. The essence of that course is that the core of entrepreneurship is creating value for others. Uh, and so again, the, the value for value proposition that blockchain offers um, is um, uh, will will transform uh, entrepreneurship uh, in the future. Uh, and so my desire is to get students uh, involved in that. Uh, so what I did, uh, that the, so Dan uh, came well, uh, virtually, um, uh, spoke to our students, and um, that semester um, I gave students extra credit if they would uh, create a Hive account and start you know, er interacting on Hive, um, and about a third of my students uh, did that. Uh, the next semester I made it mandatory, uh, and so I required them to, to have a Hive account and to post their weekly assignments uh, as posts on the Hive account. And, uh, and I, I did that for uh, uh, three or four semesters. Mm -hmm. uh, now, I'm currently not doing that this semester because last semester with AI, uh, I encountered uh, many issues with students trying to use AI to generate their uh, uh, essays. Uh, and so I've, I've taken a step back. I'm not doing essays uh, this semester, uh, so there's really not a, a clear link uh, for them to use Hive. Uh. Things for themselves, like all roads lead to blockchain. Um, maybe not everything should be on a blockchain, but there are certainly going to be ties in every single aspect of technology back to this. Um, so I'm stoked. I'm stoked that we have people who are forward thinking, working in the educational space on this. So A++. No, I will well say <laughs> every semester, every semester I have at least two students who lose their private keys. Oh, yo, yo, yo. So, so the and this is that is, an automatic fail? No. Okay. Um, <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> it's it's, I mean, for them, it's it's an enhanced education. It's true. Some right? educations are more expensive than others. <laughs> yep. Um, but it does highlight uh, the importance of uh, of good onboarding. Uh, yes. Uh, practices, um, and uh, again, even with my very clear descriptions of what they should do. <laughs> Uh, you know they don't they don't always follow that, uh, so we really need uh, you know onboarding uh, that's uh, harder for them to to, to mess up. Yeah. Uh, because that's I mean uh, th that's the reality of of, uh, of people. We you know yeah. new things. Uh, well, my own onboarding experience. Um, so I, I I wanted to I saw a, a, a YouTube interview with uh, they call me Dan. I wanted to have him come. And speak to our students. So I tried to create a Hive account so that I could contact him. And after trying for about an hour, uh, I gave up. And it was a couple months later that I tried again. And then is when I found the HiveOnboard.com, and it was a it was a relatively smooth process. And so that's the one that I have my students go through uh, currently. But even that process uh, needs to be again made a little bit more foolproof. Yeah, you're not wrong. Um, and this is something, Christ, we could spend the whole time here while we're doing our interview just on the onboarding sort of opportunities that we have. And we've been really lucky today. I haven't gotten the chance to see any of the presentations, including yours, so we'll get to chat about it. Um, but our Conj is constantly working on ways to sort of um, 
idiot-proof blockchain. And I say that not as all humans are idiots, but that we all have idiot moments. Um, and idiot-proofing is incredibly important to everything we do, but in blockchain, yes, there's certainly a finality and an importance to really removing some of these obstacles for sure. Yeah, and, and you know, I mean, Archange uh, in his presentation uh, talked about a, a, uh, a high profile hive developer who accidentally sent 18,000 HBD yep. to an account uh, that, you know, Known lost it forever, right? Yeah. Um, and, and so, yeah, so we really do need to, um, you know, improve on the robustness of uh, for users uh, to, to minimize uh, that type of thing. Yeah. So coming back around, is this your first presentation at HiveFest? It's my first presentation at HiveFest. Yeah, I think my so, My first yeah. uh, attendance ah, at HiveFest. Congrats. So. so how are you finding it? It's great. I, <laughs> my, my, my reason for coming was to uh, initiate and engage in dialogue uh, for the improvement of the Hive ecosystem. And I've done that online, I've, you know, uh, but in person, uh, just talking to people, there's, there's nothing that... Yeah. yeah, and so we, we just had um, Carl and Eric here, and so Carl was in the same boat. He's a founder. He's been on Hive, you know, about the same amount of time, a little bit longer, almost seven years. So he started Cripes when he was, like, 17 years old. Um, he's been here. This is his first Hive Fest. It literally last week was the first time he ever met any Hivers in person. It does. It changes your attitude about the platform a little bit, and it certainly gives you... Um, it gives you a, a tangibility to these relationships, which is interesting because in general, uh, the relationships on Hive feel very tangible. They're much more connected than other forms of social media. Absolutely. Um, we, we get a better sense of each other, especially in the blockchain space where you don't have human readable addresses. It's such a silly little thing, but it changes the perception a lot. So you're getting to experience that now, um, but you also got a chance to give your own uh, talk on stage. And so some people have been on the live stream and not watching there or vice versa. Do you want to kind of quickly summarize what it was that you've, you've come to present about? Yeah, so I, I was presenting a, a, a talk on uh, two novel use cases of layer one NFTs, yeah. uh, which as I was on the, the plane uh, to, to San Diego yesterday, uh, a third uh, uh, instance of, uh, or use case occurred to me, so I actually modified it to talk about uh, <laughs> three use cases. Yeah. So those are exclusionary uh, uh, Hive accounts, uh, uh, Hive HBD bond accounts, mm -hmm. and then uh, what I refer to as true layer one NFTs. So the bonding, um, I'm going to kind of take this chance to kind of talk about it a bit. Because this is, this is one of those things that it's been talked about for many years. Lots of people have different ideas on it. Um, and of course, with HBD being becoming more popular and people really starting to realize that this is a great tool, um, it's come up again more and more. So sort of, do you want to talk a little bit about your thoughts on that? Because I think people are really interested in in what that looks like. Can I lock up for longer? Can I have a variable interest rate? You know, what, what does that look like? And I, we did kind of uh, end up addressing it on the main stage, but, but not with any great de uh, detail. So I think it's really nice that you've also got to delve into it a bit more with your presentation. Yeah, I mean, that, the whole reason why uh, Starkers uh, asked me to speak specifically on this topic was because of the HBD bond accounts. There's been a lot of discussion on, on chain and, yeah. and, and on podcasts about uh, you know HBD bonds, uh, I, sp I uh, spoke with Taskmaster uh, some uh, before coming. Uh, he and I are both convinced that that really needs to be layer one. 
uh, for a financial instrument, uh, uh, you just have additional s uh, counterparty risk uh, on layer two. Uh, so if it can be done on layer one, it, it, it needs to be done on layer one. Yes. Um, his, his thinking had been uh, that we'll do proof of concept on layer two. Um, you know, what I presented was what I think is, uh, is an easy path to, uh, to doing it uh, on layer one. Uh, ultimately, it's, it's a dialogue that we're starting. Yes. Um, and so, you know, what occurred to me was a, was a fairly simple way of incorporating HBD bonds into layer one. Uh, I spoke with Block Trades uh, briefly before my talk, um, and uh, there may actually be some easier ways to do it than what I proposed. Um, but as you said, starting that dialogue is pretty huge because we've started it on chain. And now, you know, we've had these face-to-face -face moments where, you know, you can talk about it uh, with a core developer. And instead of waiting for the back and forth or trying to coordinate, like there's some instant feedback of, oh, yeah, maybe there is a way that this could be handled. So the other big bonus, obviously, to Hive is that we have a giant social feedback loop. So now you've given a presentation. There has been a lot of talk about it, but things like Peak Open uh, has released decentralized polling. And you've got a lot of options now to kind of continue building momentum on this because that's, of course, how Core Dev ends up choosing its its future path. So, you know, um, it, do you think this is kind of something that you're going to really continue to push forward because I would like to see it um, is somebody kind of leading this discussion uh, continuing into the future sure yeah I mean I'm I'm uh, no pressure um, <laughs> I've been bullish on hive since since my first uh, uh, awareness of it yes the more I've learned about it the more bullish I've become um, and um, you know it's um, Well, one of the presenters earlier mentioned it, the, the, you know, it, it does everything, or, or it's it, yes, and, and that's and it's that's a bad way to explain it, and also a universal truth. Well, but again, this is why you know I made the I made the announcement that, that we really need a um, uh, a developer boot camp. Absolutely, mm -hmm. uh, because I did. Uh, I did an experimental class uh, a year and a half ago mm -hmm. on blockchain development with a focus on Hive. Uh, and the students that I had uh, were engineering students and uh, you know, very good problem solvers. Yes. They struggled immensely uh, because the Hive tutorials, developer tutorials, are out of date. They had broken libraries. Um, and and it, was, it was disheartening for me to see these students struggling uh, so much just because they didn't have the materials there totally. uh, that they could dig into. So, so uh, to me, we really need a, a DHF-funded uh, uh, project to develop some sort of a developer boot camp. So I'm so glad that you've said this because you've actually kind of run into someone who has been uh, screaming this from the rooftops. And so, yeah, you know, we're on the live stream, we're chitty chatting. Um, but from my perspective, obviously I'm, I'm often, you know, working with the core team and everything else. And so um, this has always sort of been one of my kind of bugaboos uh, as I work with the outside world. And as I kind of try and bridge that gap between what we're building and how to take it to other people and just be like, here it is, it's free, use it, we love it 
you will love it. This is a constant concern that's been brought up is, is it's just not easy to find the resources to learn fast. And so when you find devs in our ecosystem who have, you know, jumped forward, leapt forward, it's usually because of mentorship opportunities or they will deconstruct a code base that exists from another DAP, an open source one, or we have, yeah, we have an awesome on-chain community and a Discord community where you can come and just ask questions. And often that's faster than reading our documentation, which is great and absurd. So one of the nice things that's happening right now is um, as of the last little bit, I've really been kind of pushing uh, for our core devs who have time to kind of really start looking at this. And that's something that's upcoming is I know how I was going to be giving some attention to it. It's, it's come up in core dev meetings. Um, but I'm, I'm so interested, apart from this uh, interview, I, I really want to talk to you more about some of your students' experiences because the other thing we'd like to do is get a bit of a better handle on how we can get libraries with better documentation and uh, hopefully, yeah, revamp our whole tutorial and our whole um, developer site. So that's very much on the horizon, a thousand percent. And it's something that we feel needs to fall into place before we can run another hackathon or before we can really kind of let people loose. Because we know if you don't set them up for success, you know, they're going to feel disheartened, but also the products that you're going to get in a short amount of time in a hackathon aren't going to be to the potential that they could have been because we're holding them back, not because they're, you know, not capable. So that's fantastic to hear. Um, I'm stoked. So yeah, we'll, we'll talk more off the air <laughs> for sure. But uh, so yeah, now knowing and, and you've been here and you've done sort of this, uh, this first in-person event and you've checked out the presentations, um, what, uh, if somebody's interested in your courses, because this is really cool, you touch the outside world, you're, you're finding people who aren't in this space and obviously this is something I'm super passionate about is how do we get the outsiders in? Um, you have an incredible platform for that. You know, how, how did you come to be teaching these classes? Because obviously you probably weren't teaching blockchain centric classes initially. So this is, this is cool that they've, they've gone along with the syllabus that you've put together. Fascinating. Yes. Um, well, my, my foray into blockchain actually began uh, as a result of my position with the Institute. Um, one of the speakers that I that I brought in in 2018 uh, was George Gilder, okay. uh, and he had just released a book called uh, Life After Google, which is subtitled uh, The Rise or the, the Fall of Big Data and the Rise of the Blockchain Economy. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Prior to reading that book, my interpretation or my outlook on the intersection between technology and personal liberty. Yes. was that the two were at odds with each other and were going to continue, that technology was going to continue to infringe on personal liberty. Yes. And, th and this was a real concern for me. Yeah. After I read Gilder's book, Life After Google, uh, my pessimism turned to optimism because uh, I realized what I'd said before, which yeah. is that, that um, the future of entrepreneurship belongs to blockchain and it and it and this peer-to-peer -peer, uh, capability uh, will actually increase uh, the avenues to personal liberty yeah as now will always I mean there'll be increases in surveillance and all those sort of sorts of things uh, but uh, I, I flipped from being pessimistic to optimistic um, and that's when I really started you know looking at and becoming more engaged in uh, blockchain technologies, bringing speakers in related to blockchain technologies, uh, 
um, uh, two of our of our students, um, uh, PhD students yes. at that time, who have since graduated, um, uh, now uh, work for um, uh, NFT NYC. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, and I actually had them come back and give a talk uh, a year ago on uh, NFTs. Uh, it was, the talk was NFTs more than digital art. Yes. Uh, and they were talking about all the different use cases of NFTs that are beyond, you know, just you know, minting some art uh, and, and selling some art. Uh, and so that was a that was one of our best attended uh, 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 talks. The students uh, were, uh, you know, enlightened and, and uh -huh. really had their eyes opening to the potential of NFTs and what they represent. Uh, I mean, okay, so that's exactly where I would I would love to kind of like keep us focused because I love hearing, you know, yeah, all of us are feeling like the world is getting scarier. Big corporations and especially big data controlling corporations own us, body and soul, and it's very easy to be negative about that. So I, I love this sort of closing message of no, 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 no. Understanding this technology and embracing it and adopting it and making sure to use it for good has me feeling more optimistic. I mean, that's if that's a message that you are helping impart and and especially having these students with successes, man, I can't thank you enough. Like, truly, it, that's the change that needs to happen now is the technology is becoming a bit more ubiquitous, more people know about it. But unfortunately, often with that negative connotation attached um, because we're scared. So this idea of knowledge and empowerment actually helping you to become, you know, more positive about the space uh, doesn't get much better than that. So, um, first of all, we can find you on Hive and uh, at Trust Paradox, right? And yes. maybe because we're coming to the end of our time here together, which stinks. So I'm going to follow up with you later on. Um, closing message to everybody watching. You get to say whatever you want. It's the chill zone. It doesn't have to be formal. But also just, yeah, like, please impart upon us some teacherly wisdom because that alone just made this whole thing worth it for me to hear. Okay. Well, I'm going to close <laughs> with something that's not blockchain related. Perfect. Let's do it. Um, so I teach entrepreneurship. And so uh, a part of that is, you know, I, I give my students different definitions of what it means to be uh, an entrepreneur. And so... Uh, I end with um, with telling them my favorite definition, okay. uh, which is uh, entrepreneurship is you think you're right, most everyone else thinks you're wrong. <laughs> okay. And 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 the reason for that is if if most everyone else thinks you're right, then either either it's been done before or it's trivial. So to be truly entrepreneurial. It has to be something that, that you see that, that others don't see. Uh, and so I have a funny story about that. Yeah. Uh, so my oldest son, who's now 27, uh, when he was about 12 years old, he bought a, um, a new computer. And, uh, and he came up to me and he said, he said, Dad, I want to record myself playing video games and publish that on the Internet to make money. <laughs> and I said, what the hell? David, that's the most ridiculous <laughs> thing I've ever heard. <laughs> two years later, Twitch was founded. Yeah. And two years ago, I sat my son down and apologized to him <laughs> for, <laughs> for having you know, crushed his dreams. 
So um, the question is, when Twitch came out, did he get into it? So he did not, oh. uh, interestingly, interestingly enough. Uh, he actually now <laughs> works in cybersecurity. Oh, okay. So he's still, um, he's fighting the good fight. He's actually now actually working on uh, developing his own uh, cryptocurrency protocol. <gasps> Props. Uh, which actually has an interesting story in of itself. Uh, um, because... Uh, in 2018, when I became interested in blockchain, I began having a lot of conversations with him. Yes. And he kept saying, you know, Dad, crypto is just a Ponzi scheme. Uh, to which I replied, yes, but fiat is a Ponzi scheme. Um, and so he was anti-crypto until about two years ago. Yes. And he called me up and he, he said, I think I've, I've figured out uh, a way to... Uh, to create a cryptocurrency that can be a genuine currency uh, that is, is not in any way a Ponzi scheme. And so he's actually, uh, right now, he, he took off the last two weeks of this month from his job to uh, sequester himself to, to work specifically to really on this project. To really get on it. So I'm excited to see what he, you know, uh, what he comes up with. Yeah, okay. Well, I mean, obviously, good inspiration for him and uh, good inspiration for all of us. So thank you. But maybe when he's getting ready, you know one of the best ways to bootstrap a community is to bring him on to Hive and tell him, tell us exactly how you came to this. So that's we're going to look forward to it. We're going to look forward to it. But yeah, okay, we've come to the end. I'm sorry. Thank you. That went, that flew. Um, super stoked to talk more with you. And of course, uh, say bye to everybody. Thanks. <laughs> We're going to bring back the actual host of the show. Believe it or not, it's not me. That's, that's Noah. Come on. Come on, you. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you very much, sir. Thank you very Fantastic. much for being with us. And now, yes, that's me again. Yes, unfortunately, as always. And now we have... Another stars of Hive and Hivefest, Jovan and Lord Butterfly, the creators of Free Chain Movie. Come on, guys. Come on in. Come on in. One of you. I, yes. Yeah. Yes. So I'm going to leave you, leave you with, with Crimson Clad, and I will be at the bar at the back of you if you need okay. anything. So you can put in your requests now. Any drinks, beverages, foods. He'll, he'll bring you. You're covered. We're good. We're good. All right. So here I am. Very sad. As I mentioned before, I'm happy that I get to talk to you guys, but sad because I missed the whole darn presentation. So we've got people who are watching live and some people will watch on the, uh, the live stream later on. This is the chill zone. This is much less formal than that. So we can talk about whatever you guys want to talk about. But uh, probably a good place to start is introduce yourselves. Yeah. Um, I'm Damir. You probably know me as Laura Butterfly the producer of the film, and we're at HiFest showing our film in a close premiere in a couple of days, and we will see from there when you watch it at home. If you see it on YouTube, we probably did something wrong. Um, <laughs> on, if you see it on BitTorrent, probably somebody else did something they shouldn't have <laughs> done. Uh, Absolutely. People yes. want it, mm -hmm. yeah. and they got to get it. <laughs> and, yeah, this is Johan. Yeah, hi. Uh, on Hivefest, you probably know me. On Hive in general, you probably know me as Little Lamp. But in real life, yes, I'm Jovan, and I'm a film director of the movie. And like I said, if it's on BitTorrent, that's a huge success for us. <laughs> that's <laughs> where the good stuff happens. So, yes. All right. Fair enough. So, I mean, obviously, we're probably going to talk 
mostly about the movie and partially because I don't get to see it. I don't get to be here for the red carpet event. So I'm going to be feeling stupid amounts of FOMO and probably a lot of people who are watching on the live stream aren't here. So they're going to feel stupid amounts of FOMO. So let's like address the elephant in the room. It's not going to be on YouTube. What is the future for distribution of this? Because everybody's going to want to see it. So where are they going to see it first? Do we think? Um, yeah. <laughs> Easy questions. I'm just lobbing them at you. Just it should stop. probably take a couple of months, but the first place you might be able to see it is in a film festival. Mm -hmm. um, which one it will be, I can't say for sure. Yep. The film has been completed for you know a couple of weeks, so I didn't have any time before High Fest to you know do do the work that's needed. But you know we have some connections. These guys are really quality. Um, they lead quality production companies. They have some connections. They worked with some high-profile clients, so we'll see what happens. But so far, all we we're sure about is is the film festivals. Yes. And you know, that. Do you have anything to add? Yes. I mean, when it comes to strategies about the film after the film is being made, uh, streaming services and film festivals, they basically. You, you need to make a strategy where to go first and how to go because some even streaming services don't actually want the film if the film's been anywhere, even the festivals, and some want. So we need to, you know, make a good strategy out of it and see what's best. But yeah, I mean, in some time in the future, of course, film will be available for everybody to see, of course, and yeah. that's going to happen. <laughs> so this is cool. This is a really neat thing. And so, you know, uh, Lord Butterfly, obviously people know him he's you've been around we you're kind of you're kind of a you're kind of a thing but I mean we joke a lot but part of the nice thing is is everybody on Hive gets to know everybody else right it's a big community and it's also a very small community but you're kind of new like newer obviously now it's been at least a year that we've known each other but you know you're newer to our platform um, and you've got a really cool background in film and stuff like that and he was just referencing it so before we kind of dive more into all the cool stuff that's happened with the film like maybe introduce yourself from that perspective like who are you outside of hive which you know th that does exist the real world sometimes y you know upon occasion i think when it comes to this film specifically all of that actually went into my favor when we created the film yes because i wasn't on the steam, on the hive, I wasn't there and I kind of look at all this project uh, quite objectively when mm -hmm. I got in, starting to love it along the way and I'm enjoying <laughs> it, I'm enjoying the hive fest and everything. So yeah, I mean, when I got into all of this, I didn't know anything about crypto. Uh, two years ago, I didn't know anything about blockchain, so I started the research, I started everything. And that's basically how we got the fundamental idea for the narrator of the film. Right. So the narrator doesn't know anything about the crypto when the film starts. And then he learns along the way, you know, he, he tries to learn about the crypto. And I think this is going to be maybe even maybe the only film about crypto that basically explained fundamentally what's about yes about community and even the 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 most you know the regular questions what is blockchain what is web3 people don't know that yeah so we are you know the first part of the film is explaining a little bit about that and then it's what it's really about and that is community and the fight to to decentralization and everything so yeah yeah, yeah. Oh, it's fantastic it's a a perfect way of looking and at it. Oh, I'm in a rock band, so just everybody. Oh, okay, needs yeah, no, album. shout it out, do it, do it, shout it out. 
No. Hey, this yeah, is just, a show fest over here. I mean, honestly, uh, have at it. If you get stuff to sell, they, these are smart people. They'll, they won't buy your shit if, if, if it's shit. So, you know, have at it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, just, just to add to that, um, I never tried to, you know, shell hive to any of them, to the team. Yeah. He didn't have to come last year to Amsterdam. He didn't even have to come here. He did that by his own volition. And, you know, Matt was... Matt Starkers, he was actually in Belgrade in Serbia a couple of months ago. Yes. And, you know, he was like, okay, let's see these guys. People expect when you hire someone outside of Hive that, you know, they're just going to do their work, finish it, goodbye. And he probably assumed the same thing. So when he went down to our, you know, their, their, their offices where they do the work and he came inside, talked to our editor, he took him into the room and he saw the big poster of free chain on the wall that's when he he got bought he understood the okay these people are really enthusiastic about what we, what we're doing here what we stand for what we're passionate about and i think it really shows in the film once well not you but once the people see it um oh he's just gonna take that shot <laughs> over and over again <laughs> so okay well i mean this is kind of a great a great seg for topics here because obviously um you know we've got the absolute newbie and we've got sort of the the wise guide of of the decentralized wow. wasteland Shh, you're wise, wise. Shh, you're wise <laughs> wise guide newbie we gotta we gotta paint a picture here you know how it works in film we gotta paint this picture so one of the things we've been talking about a lot today we've been lucky is a lot of the presentations have been from projects that have you know multiple people involved and so we've gotten to talk a lot about teamwork and how, you know, a lot of our projects, um, Colin, Eric, were saying, we got to start calling them companies. We know we hate that word, but it's the truth. We're building structures that are creating value. Projects, companies, they're made up of um, uh, parts that, that uh, you know, address the lack that one has. So in this case, it's really, really refreshing. And you guys are in that same sort of format where you've got somebody who has this esoteric knowledge and a passion and somebody who has no fucking clue what that is all about, but who sees it with fresh eyes and goes, I love it anyways. And sort of uh, the ability to kind of bounce these ideas off each other and get a better product because of your diversity of like op opinions and, and viewpoints. So is it, it's, is it mostly just you two? Like what does the team look like? How, cause this is probably a bit bigger than just you two. I'm guessing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, when we started this off, um, as you said, I have some kind of knowledge when it comes to Hive and crypto. Um, I was intending to work as basically a consultant since I knew they had some understanding of cryptocurrencies, but not that much. So what I did, I just let them slowly learn on their own. We had a research process and where I went through the story, went through everything that I thought should be in the film. And then he basically set up the structure of the whole film. I would say in the considering all the standards of quality or storytelling that you expect in the industry. So he did that part of thing of, of you know the film. We had our editor. He was also involved with it almost you know from the beginning. And you know uh, as as time went by, I would chip in with some new ideas. They would chip in, and what we came up with, I don't think if any of us wasn't involved with the film, the editor, me, or Johan, it would be a completely different film. So, of course. in the end, 
he's the director, he makes the decisions on what goes, what doesn't go. But I would say it's a, it was a collaborative effort and you know, it was a very fulfilling experience for me since I really like film and I'm passionate about Hive and this combines the two. So hopefully people like it and <laughs> do, do you want to add something more? No, I mean, I think you, you summed it out perfectly, so yeah. So there's the editor, um, is he on Hive yet? Uh, actually, yes, he created a oh Hive account. Uh, okay. Yeah, yeah, he has a post there. <laughs> I'll post. I can't say anything because I haven't done like a personal post since 2019. Okay. So it's fine. I'm not allowed to make any comments either. Don't worry about it. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, we have also the animation team. Because yes, we have yeah, of um, course, there's some great animated uh, yes, segments. Yes. A lot of the intro, right? Yes, yeah. we thought about for a long time how to tell this story because it's not easy to make a story, you know, I mean, there is drama, there is everything, but it happened on a computer and a lot of things happened on a computer, so we didn't know how to explain all of it. So I think animation is going to be quite interesting and I think people are going to love it. Yeah. I think they're going to love it. Well, I mean, everybody, every, everybody's seen the teaser trailer. Everybody's seen the teaser trailer and there's some of it in there and that's not even the finished work and it's still, it's really stunning. So I think that's a great way to tackle it because you're right, I mean, uh, some of our adversaries, when you kind of look at them, are just a bunch of nerds behind a computer doing absolutely nothing. So you're right. Yeah, we need a, we need a little bit more uh, pizzazz for it. So it's a great way of tackling it, for sure. Great word, pizzazz. <laughs> Get some zhuzh on it. Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. These are, these are, I don't think these have translations. I think you're just going to have to roll with them in English. No, no, I don't no, think I, I can gonna... spell either of them either. So just... <laughs> Just mental, mental remembrance on those. Um, but yeah, so here you are, you've kind of, you've become fully immersed in Hive um, and now there's obviously other stories. I mean, everybody laughed at me this morning during my presentation when I said, you know, a human blockchain full of humans and we just human all over it. But it's the truth and the things that we're drawn to and the things that pull us together and push us apart are inherently human. Relationships are human. Films are human. Um, so obviously, blockchain full of stories, full of humans. And I know that that's become an area of interest for you guys is how this has worked out. You've fallen in love with the process. There are more stories. There are obviously some other um, things that you guys are considering doing. Is that is that something you want to talk about or is that... Is that common knowledge yet, sure, that you're sure. setting your sights on telling more stories? I think the producer should talk about, you know, the... <laughs> <laughs> Were you expecting this, I'm or I'm did I sure screw it all up? Sure. Okay, so, Just I mean, I, I shared it in the presentation. Yeah. Um, if this works, if this succeeds, mm? if this film does at least the bare minimum what we think it can, right. and that it would be plenty, looking at the, you know, the wider picture... Um, I did mention you on the stage, oh. you know, just like and it crimson was, clad. It was super, super complimentary. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Right? Because yes. I didn't see it. Yes. So it you was didn't very see, nice. Oh. Yeah. So I said, of course. just like she's sharing everything nice about Hive, <laughs> the features presenting us to the crypto community, this film will do the similar thing, only in an industry where we had no foothold before, nice. where we had no reach before. So we passed the first step, creating what I would call, you know, a compelling piece of content. And from there we will see. But if this is successful, if it achieves what I intend it to achieve, um, we already have a plan for the next film. Yeah. Um, it would probably be about Ghana and the Borholz project. It will be done in a very different way. And that story, um, I'm not sure how 
much people at home know about it. I think Maxam um, went on a podcast with Matt and Dan a few times, talked about it. But there are some amazing stories told there. I actually talked to him, me and Johan, for about three hours on a call one time. And we were basically silent all along, letting him speak, telling these stories and, you know, I don't want this to go to his head, but he's, I mean, he's like Gandhi. Uh, the thing he does, the things he does. It's incredibly there. compelling. And, you know, incredibly. talking to these people, talking to these communities, to these tribal leaders, what he managed to achieve with that, sleeping with them, eating with them. You know, it's, we in the, in the West take a lot of things for granted. Sure do. And e- even that film might have a more wider appeal than Free Chain itself. Yeah. I, I think Free Chain, the way we set it up, will have an appeal to the mainstream audience, but this this would be, I think, something different. I mean, Johan can probably talk a bit more about that. But, you know, if we do one film, if we do two films, now you're already t- talking about a high production company mm-hmm. and working with these people, they're really quality team. So I won't call it a production company yet, but sometimes in the future. And again, uh, this is something maybe... Uh, some people won't find nice. Of all the DHF projects, in all the time that have existed, that DHF existed, if this, if we manage to sell this film, this will be the first time anything on Hive managed to generate any income from any income from an external source. Yes. And I want to see more people think outside the box. More people present their ideas, present their proposals. I'd also like to see the whales on Hive maybe signal what they want to see from people not just wait so until the, the, the person yes. writes the proposal gets excited about it and then sees nothing if mm. you signal what you want to see created on a Hive then people will step up on their own they'll say okay this is what they want I, I think I can make something like this I, can, I think I could do this and you know that would be great for the way we spend funds there right now it's mostly focused on you know open source software, some marketing here and there. Mm. Um, that's fine. Yeah. But I think we should slowly change the mentality on Hive, and slowly start you know introducing all these new things, and you know, free chain is the first of all. Yeah, yeah, it's right fair. Now. So it's okay because you were very diplomatic there. Good job. Um, because we have, we brought up the DHF in some of the interviews today because it's okay. It's contentious. We can talk about this. And um, uh, I'm carrying the same thread through. It's kind of come through the last three interviews because I think Chris Rice really nailed it. And we talked about it with Colin and Eric as well because they've got the Leo Finance team has a DHF proposal. We were talking a bit about where people and money and voting that's what politics is. Politics isn't a government, it isn't choosing a side, but anytime people and money and voting are in a situation, that is politics. People influence voting, voting influences money, money influences people, and any combination of those three, politics. So I think that's a great idea, and uh, it certainly is, it's very interesting to kind of tackle this from a completely different perspective and a completely different outcome, like a film versus some of these other things. So I will just say, since we gave McSam a bunch of props, um, we are here at, what, end of September? In a few days, actually right around now, maybe even right around now, McSam is in Amsterdam actually giving a talk on exactly that. He'll be speaking at um, a European blockchain convention in front of a ton of people talking about the Borehole Project and sort of how Hive has these governance and funding solutions that are, again, very human. So shout out to McSam. I hope your speech either goes well or went well. 
or is currently going well, whatever, however that's working. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think it, it's funny that you said that this is sort of, this might have even a broader appeal because you're, you're not wrong. Um, we were just doing some marketing in Las Vegas and um, we were able to bring up you know, some of the things that the Dow has been doing, that the DHF has been doing. And every single person, I didn't get need to get much further than, and we've funded boreholes for clean water um, across Ghana, about 11 of them now. And people just got it. And there's something about the idea of making um, charitable or altruistic relationships and, and uh, sort of help, making that accessible to people. Because I think today's world is very negative. And I think we feel in many ways incredibly helpless about a lot of things. And we see other people being helpless. And it is a cycle that kind of brings us down a bit. And so one of the nice things, and and just a trust paradox, was just talking about how he flipped from incredibly bearish to bullish and, and incredibly negative about blockchain to very positive. So, you know, you guys are kind of leading that wave of it as well is is here we are we've got tech that's changing our lives and you know is it good is it bad you guys are highlighting this tech that people are choosing to use for good and you're choosing to frame it in a way whether it's free chain whether it's a future film you're choosing to frame these these uh, disruptive tech relationships in an optimistic way that goes beyond you must be on this blockchain yeah um what i want to say is even if there was no blockchain, even if there was no cryptocurrency, there was no hive behind any of this, these stories would still be compelling. And the other films that are done in crypto, they're all focusing on the technology on crypto. And that's something that's not really um, close to a lot of people. It's not close to the mainstream populace. Mm-hmm. These stories are, these stories connect on a human level. And as I mentioned, our origin story, the Hive story. It's kind of like the Braveheart story, where Braveheart is the community fighting against a tyrant, you know, choosing freedom, choosing decentralization, risking their financial livelihoods, you know. It's compelling even without the crypto side of things. And that's something that other projects do wrong outside of Hive. And what, you know, the, the original idea was before we went ahead with this film to do that, to you know, try to create a bridge between our community and the mainstream. So we will see if we succeed, but that was the idea and I think it's a good idea so far. You know. I, I mean, obviously I, I also agree, um, but it's just, it's been interesting to be able to separately, apart from this kind of do the same thing, you, you just test telling even just a couple of lines of the story and people are hooked very instantly. And so, I mean, I'm not a filmmaker, um, but that must be incredibly interesting to you. You know, I'm assuming as someone who's in this industry, you're always looking for those stories that, like, do you kind of collect stories as you go around, like things that stick in the back of your brain that go, ooh, that'd be a good movie. Always. 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 <laughs> always. That is really important, you know, surroundings. People mm-hmm. usually walk and they don't see anything around them. Yeah. And that is really a problem. So yeah, I mean the stories are amazing, but you know, the, the, to me, the whole point about film industry in general is the audience. Mm-hmm. You know, you're trying to send a message, you're trying to do something very, you know, you have these goals, but the audience at the end is that you know finish line. So the entire road is coming to the audience, and they're the most important thing. 
And to me, that is also really positive because a lot of people are trying to tell stories and they don't think about the audience. They don't think about who are trying to tell the story to, mm -hmm. what is about all of that. And I think that is really important. And I think that um, finding all these stories and getting to much as people as possible is really important for all of this. Well, fantastic answer. And I, I, I was a bit of a leading question because um, I kind of tell that that's how you are. You're a very observant you know, person. Um, it's interesting that you say, okay, the audience, that's my goal. I got to think about what am I, what do I want to say to them? What do I want them to perceive? You know, we come from a blockchain that was specifically designed to get people to post content. And one of the things that's really a struggle is not everyone is a content creator and that's fine. But so I certainly have felt that a lot of people in the past, and we're very lucky now because there are many ways to use Hive. But in the past, it was you must come, you must write content, and then you must consume other content. And the cycle is more and more and more content. So for content creators, maybe they're not film creators, um, how, do you, how do you open yourself to being more observant? Because I think a lot of people on Hive who want to be a better writer or want to be a better content creator, what are some tools for them to start thinking about their audience? because you have one on Hive, but some people are just like, well, today I'm gonna write about toast, and tomorrow I will write about tea cozies, and then I'm out of ideas, so I'll ask ChatGPT about what's trending and get a content that way, which is no. not the best way. True, true, <laughs> I, I understand the question. And you know, the, the thing about content creating and in the difference to the film is that when you're a content creator, you can do by yourself everything, the idea, the style that you wanna use, you know, you, you personally need to know what you want to talk about. And then after that, you need to see the style of that talking, how you want to talk about it. You need to have subjects. You need to be some, you know, you have to have something recognizable. Yeah. But the good thing about content creation is you have so many books. You have so many stuff where you can learn all that. In films, you have like, you know, 50, 60 people behind the camera. And you need to do a scene. And you don't have a budget and you don't have the time. Yeah. So how to fix it? But I think the content creators can really, really even get better on Hive, and I honestly believe that. And we even try to do something like that. We try to create the, this, the network media yes, where yeah. we can actually help content creators there to, to post and to help them uh, the structures of their shows and everything. But, you know, it's all the process. You, you, need to, you need to post something out. You need to learn what happened, what happened good, wrong, and see how to make everything better. So now you're leading me, which is perfect, because I was going to try and get there at some point if we had some time. Yeah, the DNS Media Group. So I'm supposed to be a part of it. I'm a complete failure, so ignore me. But no. I mean, most people don't know that this is something that's that's kind of brewing in the background. Um, do, you, do you guys want to talk a little bit about that? Because it's a pretty cool endeavor. I mean... This is, yeah, the starting idea for... Um, I don't know how involved you are Basically a media network. Well, you go. You talk first, because I'm just I'm trying to make sure everybody stays connected to the conversation. So you go ahead and answer, and we'll just ignore him for a bit. Yeah, it's uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't. No, I'm in control. Yeah. <laughs> but yes, yeah, so DNS Media. Sorry. Yeah. So yeah, we're trying to make a media network. I think we don't have many media networks, especially we for crypto. Not. I think we no. don't have actually not single one where we can, you know, content creators can come and post and we can help them to with their content and the structures and everything. So 
Yeah, I mean, that's the starting goal. So we started with 14 content creators so far, and hopefully in the future we're going to even expand it and make it bigger, and we'll see. That's the plan. Yeah, that 13 plus an absentee. It's just me. Uh, <laughs> Never too late. Never <laughs> it it too isn't. Late. Like I said, I said it on, I said it on the stage that uh, things will come back. Like Full Force Radio will be back for Christmas. So ultimate present for all of you. Or uh, maybe nightmare. I don't know. Um, but okay, so yeah, we're going to swing it back around. It's just, you know, you guys both, like you said, you come from different places. This, this particular film project has brought you together. So trying to make sure that I get both of your opinions on everything um, but so of course that comes back it comes back to you now uh, we did we touched on the DHF thing um, and I know you know you have always uh, been really free and open with your opinions which I think is awesome um, and we talked about this earlier that you know we're finally starting to have tough conversations about the DHF and you know I think probably some people see these types of interactions when you're reading them on the internet it's really easy to project like oh that oh they're mad at each other or like ooh. and so one thing that uh, I kind of wanted to bring up because it's it's come up in a cute couple of interviews now is is the process of meeting someone for the first time live uh, because you're obviously usually not what people expect um, especially if you guys have ever looked on on the chain you have your little tiny you know bee, bee guy avatar this little skinny thing with a little head on it uh, and then they see you in person and you're a freaking man mountain um, <laughs> so you know how, how has that been because as somebody who's outspoken I'm sure that there have been people who are probably terrified of you and then meet you and are like oh you're not so bad I mean how, how has that process been because you've been to a couple high fests now like how, how have you found that yeah, I just hope <laughs> that people are terrified of me on Hive and not in real life. I'm quite <laughs> nice when you meet me. So, actually, the other way around it should be. Uh, yeah. No, no. Uh, yeah, you mentioned content creation. I just like to tell bad jokes and have some fun. Uh, and I think it's, in the end, it, it is about fun. Um, if you enjoy what you're doing, you never get burned out. You, you continue. You find something else to do. I mean, I went from, you know, I worked in tourism for probably like half a decade, mm -hmm. came on Hive, um, did the marketing thing for a bit, came up with a free chain idea. Um, you never know what's going to happen in the future. And, you know, I, I really hope other people step up and decide to contribute. I'd really like to meet more people at Hivefest. You know, just say hi, have, grab a beer. It's it, it's been nice. Um, everybody, most people are nice. You can talk to them and everything else. So, you know, uh, they do come up to me and tell me, you know, you're big, you're big. Okay, fine, I'm big. <laughs> how long short. have you been? How long have you been hearing that your whole life, right? Um, <laughs> it's actually I'm not that you know tall when no, it comes to, to our region of, of the world. So, I'm not used to it. <laughs> I'm slowly getting to used to it right now. Yeah. So, I mean, it's, I'm going to come back to it. I, I know it's, it's kind of an uncomfortable topic, but um, it just it, it's one of those things. I'm, 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 I'm needling in on it, and it is, it's the DHF. And, and the reason that I keep bringing it up, and in every interview, this is not a you thing, it's not a you thing, it's not because you have a proposal, but because for the first time ever, we're talking about it. And for the first time ever, you know, people of all levels of stake are feeling like, hey, I can say a thing. I don't agree. I do agree. And I'm, I'm no longer as concerned. And I feel like, you know, as uncomfortable as some of these discussions are, 
boy, that's positive. Like actually, because of course we've found in the past that sometimes people are more worried about what they think is going to happen than what actually happens. And so they don't do anything. They freeze in inaction. And so even though we have this incredible social platform, only a few people at first are willing to kind of be like, I'm going to say this publicly. And so the DHF is as fun as the process is when people agree with you or disagree with you. Um, it's very interesting to see that everybody is feeling empowered to get into the conversation and they're not feeling like they have to lie. They're willing to just post and say what they think. And so for me, you know, I love the idea of, you know, getting more people and a diversity of uh, proposals, but also like almost like a bounty system for the DHF in that if I do have a lot of stake and I, and I can kind of really move the, the needle on a proposal, like maybe I should, maybe I should make a list. Maybe we can collect up a community or a post somewhere where everybody says, these are the things that I wish there was a proposal for almost like an inspiration list. Um, but something else that came up before and I'll get your opinion on it was Eric, a nomad soul was suggesting that, uh, if, if, um, if, if we could actually raise the return, which is, this is an interesting thing, and, and then we'll come back and we'll kind of wrap it up. But his idea was, no, I think that we should actually almost potentially raise the return, which would force not just Wales to vote, but almost everyone to vote. And if it was either you, you get everybody on board with your thing to get funded, or nobody gets money. And I was like, that's an interesting take. So I thought, okay, I'm gonna lob this one at you because I, I didn't really know what to say, but I thought it was a, uh, an interesting thought. So now you get the tough one. Yeah, um, I don't think there is a clear cut solution to, I mean, this could probably work at least in the short term, but it's, it's more of a matter of mentality on Hive. So we, we need to change the way we think. So when, when someone that maybe wants to ask for funds from the DHF and has an idea for a project, they pull up the DHF, they see, okay, this is for open source for software, this is for PhD, this is for SNC, I don't have something I can do similar to this, I don't have an idea that's even close to developing or stuff like that. So they say, okay, this is what's funded, this is something I can do, so I'm not going to even try. Yeah. And this goes back to, okay, the bounty system, you called it bounty system. We need to get people to, to slowly start and signal what they want to see, what, yeah. what they want to see happening. What, what are their personal requirements for their vote? Um, I did that a couple of times. I shared, okay, I, I want to see uh, people trying to promote externally. Spaces yep. on Twitter are a good thing. Yep. You mentioned Eric. Um, he has some amazing ideas when it comes to to attacking the algorithm on Twitter, how mm -hmm. we can do it, get, get people engaged, get them paid for their contributions. So if we include these requirements by ourselves as an investor, as an accountant hive to what we want to see, that changes the mentality slowly and yes. more projects that maybe do something like we are doing right now or with or GP is doing with the Hive rally car, mm -hmm. more projects like that will pop, start popping up. Um, just raising the, re the return proposal, maybe it works, I just don't think it's the, the right solution long term. Yep, that's fair. So, chill zone. Everything is informal here as we come to the end of our time and a good interview it's been. It's almost like you're natively around cameras a lot or whatever. Um, we you, Now you have an opportunity because people are watching live and 
it's less stuffy than over there. You get to close it out with whatever you want. It doesn't have to be blockchain related, but you got people, you got an audience, you've got a, you got a cheerleader. So what do you want to, what do you want to say? What do you want to wrap it up with? No, you got, you both have to say something. Nobody gets away without. We have to say something. Yeah, you got to say something. Uh, 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 uh. No pressure. Yeah. Do, Don't do, download do, my do. post on Hive. <laughs> <laughs> When the film comes out, please watch the credits till the end. Ah, okay, fair enough. If you do, we'll give you My an upload. Was dumb. Well, you can say something else. You have a moment. You can, you can correct it. Oh, it's like the blockchain. It's forever. Yes. That's all he said. You guys will remember how dumb it was. All right, fair enough. So we're going to bring in the next one. But, uh, you know, they know where to find you. Little Lamb, Little Dot Lamb, and Lord Butterfly. You can find that him is me. That on is Hive. <laughs> Neo's back again. Hello, it's me again. Thank you, guys. Uh, we got uh, another speaker, Jose Rodriguez from Blockchain Land. He's, um, I just see, heard a bit of the presentation he's got. Uh, it's a very interesting, it's actually a very interesting topic. I'm very curious about it. So let's, let's sit on our hive, hive throne. And uh, yeah, yeah, I'm going to pass you the mic. Thank you. And uh, I will let Crimson Clap to start. Well, first of all, it's very, oh, sorry, you switch your hands here. Because first of all, it's very nice to meet you. I don't think we've met in person before. Okay. So welcome. We're in the chill zone now. This is Neo's live stream. So a little less stuffy, a little less formal than the main stage. Um, but the thing that's happening for me is because I'm over here talking to people, I have no idea what you what you just presented about. And people watching the live stream, they're probably going to watch it later. So you get a chance now to kind of just say, hey, here I am. This is what... <laughs> so yeah, so people, people already know, so people already know you. I'm... Ah, see, I'm behind the game. So you're here. Maybe say hi to everybody and just introduce yourself. Yeah, well... Thank you very much for the invitation to the podcast and also to High Fest. So my name is Jose Rodriguez. I'm from Mexico City. And it's my 11th year now in Bitcoin, blockchain, and cryptocurrencies. So I've been... You are an OG. A while. Good so, job. <laughs> yeah. So something that I showed in my conference is how I started. When I started, there weren't any companies in Mexico. There wasn't anything. There, there were only some few companies around the world and an exchange in Argentina and a couple of exchanges in Brazil and that was it in Latin America. So I come from stockbrokers and financial markets and also security and investigation services of financial frauds. So I got to see the whole financial system on top, uh, underneath the hood and everything that, that you need to know. And I saw the potential, at the time there was only Bitcoin. I mean, there wasn't even Ethereum or anything else. So it was only Bitcoin and some Bitcoin clones like Litecoin, Namecoin, uh, etc. And I, I, I saw the potential in Bitcoin not only as money, but as a financial service, as financial services and a financial uh, network in which you can move value which is something that we're seeing right now, for example, with Ethereum, that you can create uh, another uh, type of asset besides not only Ether, but you can have gold, you can have silver, you can have commodities, etc. And that is something very interesting that I've seen uh, during the years in, in financial systems, and that was like my first 
um, ways that I got into into this, uh, how to transfer value on money internationally. And well, after that, I, I've got a hook. So in 2013, I went all in into this. I had been trying to create community events during the before that in 2012 2011 started to see how this work and in 2013 i already had a a big database of people not a big but well, i had a database of people that use this uh, some of them i got them through social networks others i got them through through specialized blogs like let's uh, talk bitcoin and others uh, through some of the first uh, peer to peer uh, uh, companies that actually let you communicate through messages. One of them was local bitcoins. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So, and and the beginning that was the only way to exchange, for example, in in Mexico. And you can send message to people. So I started mm -hmm. messaging people and then getting their contact, and that's how I started getting people yeah. from Latin America that that used Bitcoin. That's fantastic. Okay, so I mean. Yeah, like the real OG. Fantastic. Fair enough. So, I mean, you have seen a pretty wild evolution from, I mean, all of us have, have watched it even the last two years alone, we could say, is, an, is a whole epoch. But um, you, you have seen the meteoric rise of this technology and, and you certainly, you've come from a space where you know just how powerful it, it is and it's going to continue to be. Um, so that's, that's fantastic. So I guess, how, how has Hive fit into that for you? Like you've, now you've found us. I mean, you've, you've made a long journey to get here. Uh, what, what does that look like for you? What's Hive all about? I know, right? So, uh, besides, yes, of course, using Bitcoin and the different technologies, for example, Ethereum, I've got to meet Vitalik when he was pitching Ethereum before. <laughs> he was looking for investment at the beginning. Of that's a flex. I'm not going to lie. That's a flex. That's, yeah. that's absolutely a good story. And, and, and then you started seeing all these different uh, use cases that actually work. And I remember in, it was a speech that he gave at the beginning of 2014 in the first Texas Bitcoin conference about he said that he was going to create this system called Ethereum in which you can uh, convert Bitcoin, for example, to a movie. And you say, well, you're going to produce that into a movie. Well, not the actual movie, but you're going to be streaming and it's going to be a token. And depending on how much you you watch is what you're going to get micro charged and to make a payment. If you don't like it, there's going to be a secondary market that's going to be in the blockchain and you're going to be able to sell it. And that's things that we're seeing right now that totally. at the end were, were just ideas. So since Bitcoin, I've also used the different uh, uh, Bitcoin clones because of different use cases there weren't so many but well you had namecoin that you had yeah. there you you can have your host your your um, name your well your web page with a with a dot name of different types you had also mastercoin which was predecessor to ethereum litecoin then you had the beginning of dogecoin for example i tested dogecoin because i used to mine that in 2013 because it was cheaper than bitcoin and bitcoin was less than a hundred dollars back then yeah. And, it, and even then, the fees, while, while you were mining, it 
took down your profit. So that's why we mined Dogecoin. Dogecoin was very profitable against Bitcoin and it went more up afterwards. It, I mean, in 2013, it was very cool because, yeah, Bitcoin went to $100 for the first time, then it went to $1,300, but then you went to 2014 and it went down to $180, so that was like a 90%. So, but, well, despite the price, I've always experimented with different use cases, and some of them that I experimented, well, uh, was was with, uh, with Hive, and, well, before that, the, the all the the drama with with Steemit that happened, but I was also one of the first uh, users here in, in Mexico of Steemit, and just to try out, just to try it out, and to see how it actually works, I've I've, I've done that with 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 this blogging, with video games, with different currencies, with now that you have NFTs, DeFi, Metaverse, etc. I've got into all these uh, topics just. Partially to experiment. The other is, yeah, there, there are, there have been some interesting opportunities as investments. I mean, although I would consider all the, all the investments in this space high risk, yes. there are also some that you may lose your money, but there are also that have been very, very profitable. Like well, Bitcoin when I started, and other cryptocurrencies that are use cases that actually took off. That's, I mean, that's nuts when you think about it. And actually, you know what? It's funny because. Uh, I obviously started after you, but I remember I bought my first Ethereum at $15 Canadian. So, and I'm still poor, so that'll tell you roughly how I've how I've played that game. Um, but the reality is, is I'm not a trader. I, I'm very much like you. I'm 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 one of those uh, people for I can say I'm in it for the tech. Um, and that's been good and it's been bad, but it certainly led me to a place where, yeah, uh, when I found Hive, a lot of things clicked. And again, it's not about the token price. And, you know, the legacy chain for me was very much like, this is what we're doing with it. Um, but this is what the community can see doing with it. And, and the vision of the community was so much larger than the literal company that was running and creating this legacy chain. And that to me was where things really, really clicked is, you know, we, I call it the legacy chain a lot because, you know, we just, we try not to dwell on those days. But at the time, you know, Steemit Inc. Um, had a team and they were working very uh, doggedly and, and very pointedly on the blogging aspect of it. And that was fine. But we were starting to get glimmers of other front ends and, and then that turned into games and, and, it, and it started to grow. And the community, the reason they are so passionate about Hive is because they were expanding what was possible and then saw that potentially being ripped away from them and it and it created this opportunity for us to be here so now this is your your first um high fest where you've presented i think right this is your first presentation perfect so it's really cool to have you kind of do that whole arc where you've you've been involved with every project you've you've seen every cryptocurrency kind of come and and some go (laughs) come and go um so maybe for you know for those of us who didn't get to, you know, hear what you were presenting about, kind of give us a little quick rundown of what it was that you brought here to Hive Fest. Yeah, well, I've, I've talked about my first <laughs> 10 years being an entrepreneur since starting where there was nothing and traveling around the world looking for people that yes. were interested in, in this, well, technology and, well, the first events that happened in the United States and in Mexico, Latin America, Argentina, Brazil. Uh, going around and meeting people. I mean, at the time, I mean, Bitcoin and all this didn't, I mean, it was like, 
some million dollars all the market cap and bitcoin was like 99% of all that uh, market cap so it, it was crazy but um, what i what i started uh, doing was from one side yeah being an entrepreneur and creating companies and investing in companies and bringing it to mexico and expanding them but also something that i saw was uh, creating events and community and educational events because I know coming from financial background that financial products can be intimidating to most people and they will tell you they will just quit. Yes. So I saw that with this even today. I mean, although I've been all these years, I don't know everything about all these technologies. I know a lot of use cases, a lot of things to do, etc. But it's very hard to know everything about this technology. So something that I started doing in 2013 was doing all these uh, friendly events yeah. in which people could come, talk, have a drink, have a sandwich, etc. And afterwards learn and do make all the questions that they feel comfortable and, and, and doing these uh, spaces that are comfortable for the people and that they will be open to, to have all these questions because if you don't do that you won't create community, this won't grow, you won't have new people over here so you, you take away all this friction and also you, you don't know what's going to spark off out of that. There's people that have gone to, to, my, to my meetups, to my events, and now I host the biggest event in Latin America. It's called Talentland. We had yeah. 62,000 people this year. Holy. So we have blockchain, business, developers, uh, artists. We have 20 stages, 1,000 speakers, 62,000 attendees, etc. And it's very exciting because in those events or in my meetups, there's a lot of people that told me, like, because of you, I know about this and my career changed or now I'm an entrepreneur and or you don't know about this, but after your talk, I started doing this and now I have this good company, which is great. I mean, that, that is the objective of all this, doing uh, all, all this uh, cycle of people that are, are growing and creating and not only because they want to get greedy or get million etc because they see a better alternative system that can be uh, brought together and constructed in this technology uh, I mean I don't I don't even feel like I need to say anything you just like sit here quietly for a little bit because I mean that's it right it's sharing of knowledge it's sharing of passion and it's understanding that um, it the intimidating, uh, the aspect of it, that's a perfect way of putting it, is, you know, we don't like to think about, A, money problems. We don't like to think about when we have them or we have a lack of understanding. And we certainly don't like to think about how the governments and the regulators and, and all of the people that it impact our economy, they have problems. We don't even think about those. We just put our blinders on. Because, and they create problems. And they create problems. I mean, they created this space because they are a problem. So, I mean, what an incredible story. And, you know, I mean, it, I'm, I'm really thrilled that we had you come and talk about this because this is essentially the core of what Hive is. And it doesn't matter that you start in Bitcoin or your, now your event is everything. And, and actually, even what, uh, what I'm hopefully kind of trying to do is to find events like yours. So it's, so it's wonderful to me to hear that you recognize that where this space goes is not just crypto people. It is entrepreneurs, it's artists, it's end users, and, and how all of these people interact in a space where values transacted. Any time humans gather, a marketplace is formed, um, and it's not always just for you know monetary or cryptocurrency. All of these relationships are valuable, and that's, that's the heart of what Hive is meant to capture. So, I mean, 
obviously, definitely, please show your event, get more of our people, you know, interested in your event. But also, you know, can you can you try and talk a little bit about how it was that you grew this? Because like you said, you started with a couple sandwiches in, in a comfortable location and said, come in and talk to me and now have 62,000 people coming to eat your sandwiches. That's a that's an incredible growth. Um, so for people who are kind of trying to be like, well, how do I do that? I, I like talking. I like this chain. I like that chain. I have knowledge. Um, obviously, creating on Hive is one aspect. But in terms of these meetups, how do you, like, what's a good blueprint for trying to grow a strong local community network? First of all, starting and taking the first step, there's a lot of people that talk that I want to do this, just do it. It doesn't matter if, <laughs> if there's only three, five, ten people. Yeah. Actually, we did the, the second meetup here in Mexico City. And the, the person that did the first meetup, he, he didn't want to do another meetup because he told me, oh, only six people came. Two were my family and four were my own friends. So no yeah. one really came. I'm like, okay, but we have to do this bigger. We have to invite more people. We have to do some marketing about the event. We have to invite media. We have to talk this. We have to bring uh, different speakers. Of the, the few people that we know that are entrepreneurs are doing this. So first of all, just start and do it. Yes. And then uh, being consistent on, on doing it. Because if you do one and then you take another year to do the next one, I mean, lots of people are not going to come back and they're going to forget about this. And also, uh, something that I did a lot is, is uh, getting help and getting advice from people that have already done that in other countries. I mean, there wasn't much, but that's how I met the Argentinian community. And my first, one of my first startups was actually in Argentina because yes. of that. And those, those people, I mean, they didn't have much uh, more, but at least a year before us, and they already, for example, had a Facebook group, they had a meetup group, they already had La Bitcoin, which was the Latin American Bitcoin conference in their first edition. So I, I brought all of that to Mexico. We did that in 2015, for example. I, I brought some of the companies over to Mexico and, and create, yeah, community and, and, and find people that have the same objectives yeah. and that can help you out. And also uh, bringing something of value to the people, not only giving them beers and sandwiches, whatever, but something that is going to be of interest. Maybe you're going to talk about this as financial product. Maybe you're going to uh, different use cases or, or how it's being used in other countries, the future regulation sets. So something that is of, of value of people. And well, the event that, uh, that we host, it's not only me. I mean, that has been an event that has been uh, building in Latin America for over 10 years. And yeah. five years ago, uh, my, my partner created this event called Talent Land, Talent Network. Mm -hmm. And he had already done massive events before that. So he made it grow from 18,000 people to 62,000 people and also having a great team. I mean, I'm the head of blockchain. I, I have my stage. I have my community. I have my, my, my uh, spaces for sponsorships, etc. Yes. And that's one of the stages. We have 20 stages like that. So there's 20 other people in each one of the stages working 24 hours on yep. that, creating that event. And also having a great team. I mean, people that have already done lots of events, massive events, know how to all these uh, unexpected things that can happen. I mean, with oh, an event yes. that big, there's a lot of things that can happen. So having uh, very experienced people and professional people and also having people that, uh, like I'm passionate about blockchain, they have another passion about developers, they have other passionate about business, etc., the robotics. So having all, all these people that would do that work if they weren't paid in. 
Yeah, it makes a big difference. I have to say, uh, your very, very first answer, which was do it. Just do it and be consistent. Um, I mean, it's so funny because it seems like, well, duh. But no, not just duh, because a, a lot of us do. I mean, we, we need a push and we want to do it. But for whatever reason, internally, we just don't have quite enough... So, I mean, this this is a great example of how, yeah, it's a thing I really, really love, and it makes hard work a little bit easier when it is fueled by passion. Um, and it's a great fit for people on Hive even who might struggle to kind of just start building their community just even on Hive or start creating content on Hive if that's what they want to do or, or whatever the case may be. Uh, so I'm keeping an eye on the stage here, and they're still doing and answering questions. So we still have a bit more time, which is excellent. And I have to know, I noticed you brought a book along with you. So, I mean, what is what is this? What, what, where did this come from? Wait, or is you, you're hanging on to it, so, yeah, so tell us the story. I've, I've participated in, in some books. Uh, the first one was in the translation of Mastering Bitcoin of Andreas Antonopoulos to yeah. Spanish. So yeah. that was really cool in 2016. And last year, they invited me to that book, which is Marketing 5.0 of Philip Kotler. That's the bestseller in the world of marketing. Yes. It has been for the last five editions. So they invited me to write the chapter about uh, blockchain, NFTs, and metaverse. Awesome. So, so, yeah, it's almost like you've built up some expertise, and, and now you've actually, you know, you've made a name for yourself in this space, I guess, with just a couple <laughs> of years' hard work, just a few. Th that's super cool um you know it's quite interesting because obviously again started with some translations gave you an opportunity to learn a lot while you were translating and then became your own sort of like yeah no you have expertise you write too um that's something that i found is really interesting on hive um that has become a unifying thing which is a lot of our um global communities offer or get work helping doing real translations in real time for either English speakers or, you know, across, um, across different languages. Um, that's a really great opportunity for learning, right? I mean, um, so, I mean, I'm, I'm kind of stunned by everything that you've accomplished. So amazing. Good job. <laughs> but of course, so as we kind of, we, we're not fully wrapped up with our time together, but we do, we have the live stream. Yeah, I, I kind of keep seeing you kind of go like, Ugh. so I thought, you know, well, we have time. I'm going to pass this off to you here. Okay. So, uh, first of all, like, uh, it's really, it's really an amazing um, feeling to meet, like, the real OG of really, like, crypto, you know, like, in, the, in this first days and this, uh, like, for many years, like, I've been involved in crypto. That was the end of 2016. So, still quite early, and um, I'm just, um, yeah, it's so amazing, like, yeah, it's, you, you got a book there, you got a huge community as well, like, um, I, my question is, um, I've heard just a bit of your presentation as well, and you was talking about Salvador, you got a little conversation about it, yeah? Mm -hmm. Uh, do you like to just say your opinion about uh, what do you think about this Bitcoin? Is it really revolution or is it not really as it is showed? Uh, you know, the, because a lot of Bitcoin maxis up there are like, oh, this is this mining volcano using, right? It's cool, uh, but yes. But I, I'm pretty sure there is some pros and definitely cons as 
Right, so I would like you to just, I think this is a very interesting topic to mention about like what, because you are like Bitcoin OG, right? What do you think actually about this move in Salvador? Is it really uh, as it is? And also you are the, you live in uh, Latin America and you are from Mexico and you know, it's just, uh, you know, you probably know more about it because a lot of informations are also in Spanish, right? Uh, and you definitely know more the information that we might not be aware or we might not know. So I would like you to tell you something about is it really is it really looks like it look it looks like or is it just something hidden there that we can't see? Well, this is my question. Yeah, well, something that I also did all these years, uh, not because I'm very uh, happy or it's my passion, but because of yeah, necessity and threats was dealing with government, central banks, and secretaries of state that wanted to shut down this industry. They're still trying to do it, not only in Mexico, but around the world there are a lot of resistance still. And so coming from financial markets and regulated and highly regulated and reported, etc., I not only come from stockbrokers, but I also worked in securities and investigation services for the biggest frauds in, in Mexico and in the world, some of them. So I knew that eventually regulation would come, and it, it came faster than I expected. Since 2014, they have closed or tried to close different companies that I have uh, worked or collaborated with. So something that I started doing since uh, 2013 was knock on doors of, of regulators, central banks, uh, politicians, etc., to start talking about this so they would have... Um, at least an informed decision when they try to kill it or not kill it. So uh, I've, I've, uh, most of my time I travel uh, and I have a lot of opportunity to, to meet a lot of people and some of that I met was all the central bankers and um, uh, governments of Central America in an event in Honduras in 2017 and there I met the team of uh, President Bukele when he was a candidate and afterwards he became president and when they announced uh, bitcoin as legal tender i i talked to them to presidency and told them i want to go help and he told me when do you want to go it was a thursday till him monday <laughs> and he said okay come over and we'll make, make you an agenda with all the secretaries of state so that was very fun and exciting so i got to meet all the secretaries of state all their teams central bank regulators uh their 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 senate their their all the different politicians and got to get a view of the plan that they had and I was staying there for a week and ended up staying for a year. I lived there for, for a year and it was also very exciting to see how it came. So uh, there there was a lot of uh, expectations and also a lot of pressure. Oh yeah, you're going to make Bitcoin legal tender and next day everyone's going to use uh, Bitcoin and your economy is going to grow 100%. No, it takes the people months or years to actually learn to use this technology, etc. Something that they have pending, but that they, they were going to do since the first year, but couldn't do it because of resources, time, planeation, etc., was uh, bringing education to every town in El Salvador for them to learn. They're, they're just starting to, to take off that project and, and starting to do different educational programs and also companies, bringing companies that educate, and etc. and exchanges and different type of companies that help in that. So that is something that they had pending. If it would have been done two years ago, maybe there would be uh, more adoption. But it has been great for tourism, for, for uh, foreign investment, for companies that 
aren't being established in Mexico or in Argentina and Brazil, they're being established in El Salvador because they have a, a friendly regulation. I mean, those are the, the good things. Uh, there are also, I mean, things that are lacking. One of them is, yeah, the, the education and the adoption. And the, on the other side, you have to take into account that Salvador is one of the smallest countries in the world and one of the poorest ones. So Mexico has about... 50 to 60 percent on bank and for them it was like 70 percent so it's a very high number so creating this nationwide wallet was a good option for people that do not have access to banking do not have access to payment online do not have access to transfer do not have access for example to receive a remittance they have to go physically and, and withdraw it in in cash and they they charge 20 30 40 percent for that and it's dollar to dollar so there's no exchange in the middle. So th that is something crazy that, that happened. And also, well, the, the bad reputation. I mean, homicides and crime were peak levels, and now they've, they've been brought down. So that also brings in investment and, and, and some security. Now, those are like the, the good parts. There are also some, some bad parts about that. Uh, well, not bad, but uh, opportunity. One of them, of course, is the education. The other one is for actual use cases. The other is that, yeah, there's lots of uh, foreign companies coming in which generate high-paying uh, jobs. Yeah. That is a great opportunity for the country, but they cannot take advantage of that because they don't have the education or the profile. Of so course. the next step is creating that education for local people to ha take advantage of those opportunities and raise their, their income level. So those are good things. On, on the other side, you have to take into account that, yeah, it, there, there was a huge adoption. Uh, there's, there's like six million downloads and there's like three million people in, in El Salvador. And why is there so many? Because they say that there's over three million outside the country that also downloaded uh, the, the wallet. That is very good. I mean, the, you're, you're going to have access to that. But on the other side, you have to take into account that it's not, it's a custodian account. It's, it's yes. not one that you have your private key. So mm -hmm. at the end of the day, you, you normally trust a wallet, you normally trust an exchange, you normally trust a company. In this case, you have to trust the the suppliers of the government and the government for this implementation and for this to work. It has been working. They have been trying to, to, to make all the bugs and different kind of problems work, but there's still work to do. And the next step would be for everyone to have their self-custodian wallets. That's yes. what they need to learn eventually, because if not, I mean, yeah, right now they're pro-Bitcoin, but imagine that the next president isn't pro-Bitcoin. He's going to get everybody. all the ledgers. He's going to yes. take that. He's going to do a mess and he can do it because why because the custodian is the actual government so yeah. there is where people need to take that uh, next step and also well yeah like i told you the, the educational part to take advantage extending of the education jobs. for sure i mean incredible so we're kind of unfortunately we're coming to the end of our time here um but one thing that i kind of just wanted to close with is you'll you'll get a closing statement you get to say whatever you want because this is the chill live stream but um just just because you are so knowledgeable in this space, before we just wrap her up, I want to kind of point out that we have a group, and, and you're probably quite familiar with, and it's a group in, well, we've got a couple groups, but I'm going to pick one specific. So during my talk is, uh, 
There's there's a huge difference between having an extra income of one, two, five, ten dollars for someone in Venezuela, Mexico, Colombia, etc., than from one, someone from the United States. With yes. that, you can feed yourself or your family for a day, and that's going to be a that's a big change. And also, there there's some ex, some things that happen. For example, uh, when Playtorm came in Axe Infinity, most people that at, at that time had and played and had an extra income, most of them had never had in their life an extra income. Yeah. So that was a, an opportunity for them to to grow and to create more business and to grow personally. So all, it, it does create opportunities. Of course, there's some speculation too and some stuff that can uh, aren't cannot go for the long run. But yes. but but all of these opportunities for latin america is is great not only yeah investing and speculating and doing trading which is what most people do but actually using all these use cases that can create for yourself and your community uh, a, a market and an income additional to to what you have so that is that is a, a great opportunity and also you, you're gonna see more often what happened in argentina when they arrived i mean their their, their currency like venezuela is uh, and their economies uh, is, uh, is a mess or inflation etc yes. so instead of waiting for the government to do legal tender like they did in salvador you, you simply start using alternative uh, options like as cryptocurrencies bitcoin stable coins etc and you don't need to fight with the government so like you like you said you just go to the community you show them this is money there's a way to exchange it and have it into your bank account eventually and you're you're not going to have your money devaluated because it's in bolivar or some kind of peso so that is also a, a great option you cannot plan invest or or or, yes. or do a financial planning when your currency is every day losing value and at a high speed rate yeah man oh man all right well thank you for coming to chat with us um so last closing statement because i know you've got a lot of fans watching on the stream here now so you can say whatever you want with your last couple uh last couple of seconds here so have at her whatever well, you like first of all i'm, I'm uh, yeah, yeah you can show first I'm, I'm 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 back in hive so you can follow me in as jose pimpo so i just posted uh, yesterday with with yeah. with eddie <laughs> So happy, happy to to also meet new people from the community. It had been like three years since my last post, so <laughs> you're as bad as me. Yeah, but well, time flies. Time flies when you're having a lot of fun and are you real yeah. busy. But yeah. well, I, I've I've i published lots of articles too. I, I used to to work for different uh, coin uh, news outlets. For yes. example, Coin Telegraph when they started, I published some articles over there uh, so well first of all that also invite them invite everybody to my event it's going to be in april in guadalajara jalisco mexico and in malaga spain on july that's called talentland and my specific space there is called blockchain land so i have my blockchain space inside the please make the event. some posts about this yes so yes we i will can get some community checking yes. it out uh, and well on the other side uh, people that are, are are in mexico i just uh Open my Bitcoin ATM company. So I have it in different malls in Mexico City. One is Paso Interlomas, Forum Buenavista, Narcos Bosques. So I have three over there. I have another at the uh, influencer like uh, Academy and 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 uh, house that's called Fission Studios in Polanco. So I have those 
ATMs right now. I'm I'm gonna place in total nine, and and I'm raising funds to grow twice as much uh, the company. So, right now that is one of my my focus that I'm I'm doing uh, in 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 uh, yeah my my new company and my new baby and also well yeah like i like i said if you have plans and if you wish to come and it's a, there's so much information right now it's not like when i started that you had to go look for a person or in a strange blog for information and only talk about experience there's so much uh, material right now even in spanish because there weren't anything in spanish when i started so people that don't speak english are completely left out yes. so right now just Don't go to the YouTubers that are going to tell you that you're going to get rich. <laughs> Stay away from those guys with all yeah. the influencers. Go to the people that actually uh, will show you uh, stuff and teach you uh, and will, you will learn. Like for me, one of the first persons that I met like this was Andreas Antonopoulos. Yes. He, he won't tell you about you're going to get rich. You're, you're gonna, but the development and the, and the possibilities that you can have with these technologies that are being created right now. So there's so much things and so much materials. Also, many events around the world. That's very cool. Like we, we're here in Rosarito. There's events in Mexico, in, in Monterrey, in Nuevo León, in Mexico City, in Carretero, in Guadalajara. I'm going to be in all those events. So there's many, many events going going on. So also, if you have never been to an event, go to one event. You're, you're going to have fun. Just do yeah. it. There's that advice yeah. again. <laughs> and, and you're going to have fun. And, and you can ask whatever you want. I mean, uh, normally you come to these events, you won't see anything. Oh, your question's so dumb. No, everyone Never. was there at, 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 the, at the beginning, and everyone tried to jump through that. And if someone has this, that interest and that motivation, help them out to grow and to also eventually they're going to show and help uh, other people. Uh, so, well... Thank you very much for inviting me to the <laughs> podcast and also to to the to the event and fantastic. Well, uh, yep, yeah, uh, follow me I in, in Hive say. and also it's the same handle that I have in 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 Twitter, Instagram, and in Hive. It's at Jose Pimpo. So yeah. yeah. You Perfect. can follow me over there and, and we can be in contact. And I hope to see you all at my next event. Awesome. We're going to follow your journeys. It was awesome talking to you. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you. Pleasure, Jose. All right. Pleasure. Thank you very much. You. All right. We're going to escort you out, <laughs> unfortunately. But that was a pleasure. Thank you very much. Perfect. All righty. Yes. So we've got one more special guest. Exactly. Yes. Uh, ah, okay. Whichever. <laughs> Thank you, Jose. Muchas gracias. Uh, so, the last speaker of HiFest 8, Rosarito, Mexico, 2023, right? It's the last of the last. <laughs> I'll be done. <laughs> yes, the legend. Uh, I got like, I'm, I'm kind of pumped actually. Like, yeah. Right now, yes. Yeah. It's the. World Rally Championship Hive Car Rally Driver. Come on in. Come Introduce on, yourself man. to us. The living legend of <laughs> Hive. Here we go. This is your throne. <laughs> yes. Introduce yourself. Welcome. Uh, hello to everyone. My name is Lion. Nickname Susikuli. I am from Croatia. And I'm happy to be with you at the Hive Fest. This is my first Hive Fest. 
and I think it's beautiful. <laughs> well, you came a long way. I mean, here we are in Mexico. Mm -hmm. So this is this is quite a journey for you. So it's not just your first high fest. Like this mm -hmm. is this is a big deal. Um, so we're stoked to have you here because you've been doing a lot of traveling recently. Yeah. So yeah, most people have seen the photos or they've seen the car or maybe they've come and they've got to meet you in Berlin. We were there earlier this year, um, but of course, in between doing guest appearances, you're actually out driving. You're out driving the rally car. Um, so I think for a lot of people, obviously, rally is. A, a huge sport worldwide. So many people are interested in rally. Um, is is real big. Yeah. Yeah. So this is a big thing, and I mean that's been incredible because, of course, you're now moving from place to place. You're racing in different countries. Um, I think probably one of the best parts of your story is you know this started as a dream and here you are you're living it like you're you're proof of that arc so maybe you know talk a little bit about because you've always been on hive you are a you're a steam slash hive og mm -hmm. um talk a little bit about where you started and how you're here now because i think that story is is really cool okay first of all i would like to thank you chris Sinclair, because uh -huh. of the livery of our rally car it was your oh, yeah, work, that's it right. was your yeah. job, and uh, uh, I, I'm so happy that we have so beautiful car. Uh, thank, thank you so well, much. Next, the next edition, we're going to tweak it a little bit, because see, my <laughs> rallying experience shows, because one of the things I did is I put the logo on the door, and I didn't realize they put driver names on the doors. Yeah, yeah. So there's some changes to be made that I uh, kind of blew a little bit. you got to give me advice next time sure. around, but we'll uh, tweak but it. I, I thought maybe, oh, shit, so Red Bull, also Red Bull car, uh, it's on the R doors yeah uh, stickers so she saw probably this and it, she did decided to put the uh, stickers on but uh, no problem it's uh, we, we fix it we moved it uh, for the last yeah. rally yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Work, work in progress sure <laughs> we are all we are all, we are all learning yeah. That's it. yeah so that that arc from starting on steam because mm -hmm. i like there are I've met many, many people who were mm -hmm. way back when, but n you are one of the earliest, earliest users that I actually know of, that I've met personally. Yeah, I, I joined uh, Hive uh, in 2016, in August 2016, August when, it was, when it was called Steemit. Uh, my ex-student, uh, because I worked in school for four years, uh, I, was, I was a teacher of Croatian language and literature, uh, he texted me, and uh, who, who told me I want to help you to to start to drive again yeah. because I was uh, not active for for some some years, and uh, I so t told him, but uh, I'm still I have still lack of the funds, so I I don't I am not in the position to to drive, and he told me just listen to me, I'll tell you what you have to do, and uh, I, I told him okay, let me try, so he told me to register on the, on. The, back then I registered and he told me just post regularly and we will try to help you as, as much as we can so I told him okay I'll try mm -hmm. so I, I started to post on some uh, things regular things everyday things but uh, uh, I, I, I wasn't I wasn't happy enough about the content I created so I started I thought maybe I should post about trailing because this is my first love yeah uh, I, I, I knew everything about the sport I was posting on uh, various forums every day so why not to post uh, on our media about yeah. uh, about the sport I love 
So I started to post about trailing and from the start of 2017 I posted regularly twice per day, two posts per day until last year, 2022, uh, when I, when I uh, decided to use free Sundays. Yeah. So I, I still post... Give uh, yourself a break. Yeah, still post uh, two, two posts per day from 2017 to, uh, until today. That alone is mind-blowing to me because consistency is hard as a content creator like that that is an achievement in itself let alone sort of you know using that to kind of get back into the rally scene and kind of build that up yeah but it's not uh, that hard for me because i know a lot about the sport i i i uh, follow this sport for, for for when i was a youngster full youngster yeah you know i i started to, to drive when i was 12 my father to teach me how to drive I, at the age of 15. I don't know if I can say this. I st it's I too late. Statue of limitations is up. It's fine. I started to, to steal, steal his car <laughs> <laughs> and drive everywhere. Official, yeah, it's on the internet. When it was snowing, I was steal his car from the garage and I was driving on snow. Out whole, drifting. Whole, yeah, whole night uh, practicing. Uh -huh trying to uh, improve my skills yeah. and uh, at, at, uh, at the age of 17 he told me if I will make some marks in school better he will pay me uh, a driving license the exam so I, I gave everything I can these six months I was learning like uh, like uh, I don't know what <laughs> just to, to be better and uh, I came one uh, at the end of this, this school year with uh, my diploma and told him look at this here it is and my Let's father my father told me okay now you are you you watch for the you uh, for the really uh, uh, driving license school and uh, you'll go I'll pay I, I told him fair enough amazing <laughs> you, got, you, got this, um, you, you got this motivation and inspiration actually uh, to, because that was like the, your passion, right? Yeah, and sure. then you uh, basically was continuing, and thanks to that, you was able to make this uh, yeah. driving license, right? Well, because I, oh, yeah. Hey, yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Yes. <laughs> oh yeah. Uh, uh, what? Are you sure? Yeah. yeah. Do you know who this guy is? That's why we're interviewing him. I, I, I'm shaking. <laughs> I'm shaking. That's it. Thank you, man. It's a pleasure to meet you. Uh, my pleasure to be here at High Fest because it's, uh, it's, it's so, so special here. Special. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. you guys are so lucky. We know. Thank you, Matt. <laughs> uh, yeah, we just been. You are the star. No. The Hive star. No. Like, you know, I was like. I'm just living my dream. My, my, yeah, Nothing more. Yes, but my thing was I never when wanted to be Matt was talking about this, about the, when he went to Italy, right, yeah, to yeah. the World Rally Championship, and he said this story on CTD podcast, and I am the person that I'm, I'm doing this short parts mm -hmm. of it, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, as you've seen, right? Mm -hmm. Because I sure. invite you as a collaborator, all, all of there, yeah, right? Mr. Yes, exactly, uh, yeah. yes, yes. We, we, I think we kind of hit like one and a half thousand views on two of these videos, actually. Uh-huh. Yes, yes, yes. And that was uh, also, I think, was shared on Hive Blocks as well. Mm -hmm. 
Uh, so we are like getting there, you know. It's it's like it's like kind of nice. And what amazed me was I didn't know these numbers, as we said before. Like, uh, and when I seen these videos as well from the event, because you can say anything, but if you don't have visualization in your head, and I see, and I was like, holy, yeah. wow. I was like, this is the real rally car with Hive.io on it. Mm -hmm. And they are really are doing this. It's not just like the imagination story. It's just World Rally Championship. Yeah, it's not this, it's not this the, the professional, it's like the semi-professional, right? But one, two steps forwards, one backward, two steps forward, one backward, and boom. Professional, but I know. can tell you one thing: we are trying like professionals. I, I, I think you're best. trying even even better yeah. because I know that you have to be very careful with the car to don't break it. Because uh, yeah, I, I I'm kind of but, I kind of know. But the it's story, not even yeah. that. Like I mean, I'm gonna say maybe this is a hot, maybe this is a spicy take. Yeah. Um, but if you think about what I guess we consider the most professional athletes. They've already made it. They're at the top of their game. That's fine. But what do people, especially in the U.S., a great example is what do people watch the most? College sports. Super, because they're hungry. Yes. This is the future. These are the people. Yes. This is where all the talent yes. is concentrated, and they want to get to the top. So, I mean, even when you're seeing pro-am teams, what you're seeing is the next generation. What you're seeing is the people who have every desire in the world to win whereas you know once you're at the top you sit back a bit it doesn't mean you're not good but it but the drive no pun intended is different and world rally is exactly that people come out the sea of people that come to watch you i've been uh, you know getting to watch you on on croatian tv Unbelievable. But uh, uh, I must tell you one one fact. Yeah. yeah I stopped with uh, every day school work. Yeah. At the the last day of August, just to uh, that I can concentrate on my driving, because uh, I couldn't get any more free weeks. Yep. So I uh, I wanted to to continue, and uh, that's it. Uh, but uh, I can tell you one more thing. Uh, the we were in Greece uh, at the start of this beginning of this uh, month. Yes. Uh, and uh, I didn't know that, but my friend on the Facebook uh, sent me a video from the Real TV live show that we were one and a half minutes live. Yes. With a high, high uh, branded car. And uh, after the super special stage, uh, which we won in the category, yeah. uh, they interviewed us. And it was really great opportunity also to to more represent Hive because uh, I'm, I love love our, our community and try to try to bring it out as much as I can. Yeah. So, I mean, the big thing that I love is that, you know, you kind of represent multiple parts of Hive because it's, yeah, I came out and I wrote every day. I stayed consistent and I had a goal and I did that. Mm -hmm. And the other thing was I built a niche. I started talking about something that wasn't crypto and I this thing that I'm passionate about. And then that turned into, well, I'm going to use that to build towards yeah. a real world dream. And that became, well, now I'm going to find a team. 
and now I'm going to, you know, build out and actually start racing. Now, how do I give back to the platform? And so it's this big circle where, you know, you started in one spot with one goal and now have a number of things that are all happening at once. So, I mean, for a lot of people, some people really get it. Some people are still learning about, okay, so why do, why would we have one of our projects be funding a rally car? Like, why do we do that? What, what does a car have to do with crypto? Mm-hmm. And so for, I think for a lot of people that have probably now heard you talking about how this came about, there's a real understanding of how starting on Hive became, it was, you know, this idea that became something very tangible. And now we have this opportunity to be on TV, to, you know, have people touch and be around the car and get to meet you. And, you know, rally drivers are basically superstars. Um, You know, these opportunities to now say, and here's how I did it. And here's where I came from. And all you fans, here's where, come join me. Come hang out. Uh, Yeah, but uh, I must tell some facts. Yeah. about the uh, media stuff because uh, this uh, uh, reality TV from Greece uh, yeah. they have uh, uh, more than 1 million uh, paid to watch subscribers so we were paid to watch yeah, ha- wow. half and one, one and a half minutes uh, live on their show you can't pay for that type of coverage in the yeah. Super Bowl like think about what that would cost you a minute and a half yeah. so there are there are the some facts uh, in the Croatian really Lord Butterfly found out that uh, there were uh, there was uh, 3.5 million spectators on the event during four days. Uh, in Greece, uh, in Sardinia, really, really Italy, also WRC event, uh, there was 400 people spectators on the first day of the rally. So uh, I don't know about other days. Uh, met our stalkers. I think we don't oh, have no. to know because it's the, these numbers are already huge. <laughs> like, you know, it's just uh, this. It, it just it always amazed me when I, since I heard about it and I seen like these photos and everything. It's just you know, like we was talking also uh, before at the, at the first day of the event when we met. I was like, this is this is it. It's like this is something that finally can push Hive to be visible in mainstream and how you are actually being able to like get supported and monetize your passion, yeah. right? Yeah, I just uh, saw yesterday a video of, of uh, another vlogger from uh, uh, another driver from World Rally Championship and our car was you were in, in there the in the video, yeah. So another another good opportunity yes. for Hive to be seen. That's yeah. what so we want. So now we've got you there, you guys. I mean, congrats also. I didn't put it out there, but yeah, the, basically winning the stage, which is huge because again, you know, you go in as an underdog, you're an unknown team. You're, you know what I mean? You've just kind of gotten back into racing and back into the circuit and you're producing results. Um, but so the big thing now is, okay, yeah, we've got the brand and the logo and everything out there and we've got, you know, a, a driver who's not just talented, but also interested in, in the actual tech with it too. Like, I mean, mm-hmm. you, you are, a, you know, a, I was going to say esteem in through and through, but we can't say that. Legacy chain. <laughs> a hiver through and yeah. through. But, but because you made that journey with us from the legacy blockchain to the hive blockchain, like more than anyone else, you're the type of person who gets why it's so important. So I guess the next kind of 
the next stage is rally fans see you, um, you know, you have opportunities, you're out at events, people want to come shake your hand. Mm. The next step is, okay, we've got a beautiful car, we've got this opportunity for visual recognition. But what I would like to see, and I bet a lot of people would love to encourage is, now how do we build you know, a community around that on Hive. How do we get rally fans who are like you, who want to post every day about rally or who want to interact with you and know it's you, how do we start building a space on Hive where we invite these millions of people who love cars, love rally? Like, can we, can we bring that community and kind of bring them all in as a place where, yeah, you guys get to hang out with the drivers, you get to post about it, and, you know, you get to follow this community-funded effort to keep, you know, keep driving, keep going, keep reaching new stages. Um, so, I mean, you're kind of uh, the poster boy for it. Yeah. Whether you like it or not, it's happening. I'm sorry about it. but uh, I think that uh, uh, people should know more about Hive as a blog. Yes. But they know uh, uh, when they click at uh, blog.hive.io, uh, uh, they know about uh, Hive and HBD. Yeah. But uh, they don't know that it's also a blogging service that uh, they, where they can put their content and uh, yeah, try to express it. can be decentralized Reddit, let's yeah. say, or blogging. Yeah, yeah, yeah where absolutely. Where they can express themselves. Also, they can, uh, you know, uh, try also to, to, to find some funds. As, as I did mm. as the, with, their po with my posting, because I, I didn't have uh, this opportunity as a start of uh, funk uh, Yeah. Are also well, it was peer-to-peer -peer <laughs> funding before it was anything else, and that's really yeah. important too, no because yeah. From it he, yeah. the way, right? yes. he, he told me, okay, I will upvote you, but you, uh, I want you to, to, to write about uh, the, your sport uh, as much as you can. I uh, told him, okay, no problem. I, I'm going to know uh, really what what kind of the speaker would, would want you to to put on the car. He told me put Hive, make Hive a sticker and put it on the car, uh, and I told him, okay, no problem. So, I mean, when you think about that, and, and I do a lot, I think about, okay, like, this is this first level of success with this that's been amazing, and, you know, you're, you're the right mix of everything that's happening, is the next step is when we get out to events, how, like, starting to hand out, you know, cards with accounts, because you're right, mm -hmm. for the people at Rally, in a lot of cases, a blog is exactly the yeah. right, you're already saying there's forums out there, there's, there's an incentive to post, mm -hmm. they take videos of mm -hmm. races, so, you know, we do, we have a lot of dApps, we have games, we have services, but specifically for this group of people, the blogging aspect is a great fit. So now we've got you out there in the cars. The idea is let's, you know, talk more. And I think you just really hit the nail on the head by saying, yeah, yeah putting Hive.io, good brand recognition, but not necessarily great for the next step of onboarding. Uh, so we got to build, we got to build a site. We got to call it like HiveRally.io or something and, and uh, make a specific community and onboarding for this. Uh, why not? But uh, the people should know that uh, they can they can post and maybe to earn something from this because uh, in this world uh, everyone is uh, interested about, you know, so if they can earn something yeah, like, like this. Okay. It's uh, uh, it's just the way it is. We yeah. cannot uh, for for the regular people that's it. Uh, if uh, if I can say ask in my street everyone about crypto and uh, blockchain they will you know, you they would. I don't know what's going on. Yeah, so what they would. They would yeah. know about Bitcoin, and that's but it. Yes. Yeah. 
Yeah. There's a lot of work still to do. But this way, uh, we could attract, attract lots of people who would start blogging, you know. But even the story, and this is such a good story about P-Funk and, and, and sort of how you started, which was, I'm going to drive an old car, you give me an upvote, and I'm going to put your name on it. Imagine for a second that we start kind of really focusing on this outreach. You get your car, you're in, you know, the pre-stage where you're, everybody's coming to look at what's going on, and you're starting to hand out whatever it is. We'll call them little cards to a rally front end that says, hey, yeah, post about rally, post about this race, come join our community. Not only you've got that earning opportunity, but imagine, you know, that we start kind of looking at, well, what does a team need? What does a racing team need? Because you're obviously incredibly talented. Damir, amazing co-pilot, and obviously other Damir, great mm -hmm. Lord Butterfly, and mm -hmm. you're also your co-pilot. There's mm -hmm. a lot of Damirs. Um, but also the racing team, which is a, a pivotal part of things, is how do we start involving all of this behind the scenes and potentially imagine I'm somebody who loves rally, mm -hmm. but I don't have I don't have enough money to pay for a rally car, but I can come, a community can come and be like, we want to see our names on Slavin's car. Mm -hmm. We're all going to contribute, you mm -hmm. know our post earnings or, you know, all of us are going to pool together and we're going to help out Sipos Racing because that's our team. Mm -hmm. One of the hardest parts for racing teams is sponsorship, right? I mean, the hardest. And it it's the crucial thing. Uh, without crypto, I wouldn't be able to, to continue. Uh, uh, from 2017, my uh, drive is funded by, by crypto. Yeah. So think about this, and, and I mean, this is something that as we're live, we're kind of talking about. And we'll, mm -hmm. we'll have to wrap it up in a little bit, but I, I love talking with you about this because of, of your experiences and how, how this has evolved, mm -hmm. is specifically knowing it's really, really hard to get sponsorship. And all of the sudden you have, you can connect directly to rally fans who are interested in potentially peer funding racing teams mm -hmm. as well as mm -hmm. I love this team. I saw they had a big bang up at the end of the race and we're going to, we're all going to pull together and we're going to find a way to make sure that we get the $2,000 we need to, you know, replace that caliper or that tie mm -hmm. rod end or whatever. Mm -hmm. um, it's a really interesting way to start getting involved personally with racing. Like maybe I'm never going to drive a car, but I can feel like I am a patron of, of a team. And that's a really interesting idea. Is, is, do you know, is there a lot of that? Is crowdfunding a thing in the rally space? Or is this a place that we can start maybe for the first time ever attacking uh, this? I, I heard about some tri uh, tries. Uh, they, they succeeded something, but uh, lots of friends helped on yeah. the way to, to the dead driver who, who was uh, trying to via crowdfunding to... Yeah to do another event or something like this. And uh, yeah, it's, everything is possible if you try hard. I think it's, it's all about the work. If you work hard, something will, will come along the way. That's the, that's the nature. If you try, try hard, something will uh, come sooner or later, but it will come. Yep. Just, just try, just work, and it will, it will, it will be. Consistency, yeah, yeah. right? Yeah, it's Consistency. Like, yeah, it's like showing up daily, continuing uh, I think that's I, I can kind of fit to that too as a content creator like since 2015 yeah so I start to do like videos like YouTube in the first place I was on Hive since 2018 right and here I am Hive Fest 8 
second time, right? First one in, in Pol Krakow, Poland, now second time. And now I got professional crew that is making the live stream on my, for my YouTube channel. Yeah. Can you imagine that? Like if I think about it in 2018 when I start on Hive, I was like, <laughs> I, I would say, no, you're insane. It's, like, it's impossible, right? Yeah. It's just, what? Like I would be like, no, 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 I have my little camera and just do what I'm talking to this and look at that, yeah. right? You know. And so we yeah. were bullying our team because these guys, you can't see them, but they're behind yeah, the scene. Yeah. They have been amazing. They've been running the cameras. They've been running the sound, the lights. They, I've been trying to convince them to come and wave. I don't know if they'll do it. Come, come say hi. Just wave. Come. Just say hi. Yeah. <laughs> We're forcing them. Come say hi. Muchas gracias. These guys made everything happen. So, yes, you guys get your time in the sun. You've been amazing. So we are... We're going to give them a chance to rest also too pretty soon because exactly. we have been going for two days yeah, straight. Now, now We've we have, uh, chill out. Like our chill out room is actually now officially <sighs> closing. Yeah. Two days of conference. Uh, it's a lot. I like six <laughs> hours every day. Right. <laughs> we are kind of tired. Let's be honest. We hope you guys. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, I think that. Uh, well, so yes, before. Yes, we, before we would we like to up. say, yeah, I think that uh, maybe it's time to wrap, wrap, wrap up the show. Right. Yeah. So I think so. Yes. So I would like to say uh, thank you to Matt and Dan for organizing High Fest. Uh, thank you to, um, I would say, Value Plan, which is because this is the, the whole organ that like, make this happen as well, right? There was like fundings and, yeah. and, and stuff. Um, yeah, thank you to our crew. Amazing. Thank you to all the Hivians for being here at the event. Mm, some of them I met for the first time, some of them again, which is awesome. Thank you, Crimson Clad, for... Uh, talking take, just take my back really like be, being here like when i was like <laughs> walking around you was doing all the work yes yeah yeah, yeah. let's yeah you was you was i would say you was like a star of of this live stream Thank like you. you are you are the real uh, <laughs> queen of hive yeah let's be oh. honest this is like yes wow well, yeah but yes. so before we shut her down everybody yes. else got one final like what do you want to say so you get your yes. you are the you're the final one no pressure you're the very last one but last. it doesn't have to be about hive it doesn't have to be about crypto you can say whatever you want shout out whoever you want but to close her up you get one one final statement uh, uh, i'm so happy to be at the high fest this is my first high fest and i met so so many nice people here and I was always, uh, I always wanted to, 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 to find the, the face behind the, this content uh, because I was uh, reading all these uh, posts from the good guys here and uh, could never find out who, who is the guy or girl be, uh, behind uh, this, this post. So I found out, find out uh, here uh, how they look like, how they think, how they, uh, how they talk. And uh, it's it's really pleasure to be here to, with all of you to talk with you to 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 exchange some thoughts, and that, that's all I can say. I'm proud to be a, a member of Hive and uh, to to meet all of you and to talk in front of you. Aww. Thank you, thank you so much. Aww. he closed it out with class. Yes. With class, you nailed it.
You, you, your turn. I have absolutely yes, nothing to say. Now, You've been now, listening to me for two, five. two full days. You guys have been listening to me, and I truly appreciate it. It's been a lot of fun. Uh, now I get to go and I get to watch all the presentations that I missed. <laughs> okay, so High Fest Eight Conference Day Two became a history. Uh, we would like to say thank you to all of you out there for being with us. Uh, thank you for uh, all the Hivians that helped. Thank you to our camera crew, to our guys who was taking care of this live stream. Thank you very much. Muchas gracias, hermanos. And uh, yeah, I think that it's about this is the last time that I will count to one and we will finish. So are we ready? Yes? Okay. So, uh, five, four, three, two, one. Neo out. Thank you very much. Bye.